PKA 633 with our guest, Wendigoon Taylor. This episode of PKA brought to you by Lock and Load, realdbg.com, realdbg.com, the only place to get verified real death by gummies, realdbg.com. Any other site, you're not getting the real thing, realdbg.com. Who knows what and you're getting also, over there. Brought to you, exactly, you got to go to realdbg.com. And also brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Freeze Pipe, a really cool surprise, that I, a gift we all received at our homes that I, oh. I enjoyed. Tremendous. So you'll hear more about them later. It also has to do with drugs, people. And uh, <laughs> when to give. I thought it was so a much. dildo. <laughs> I, was I, a, I'm glad you said that. I literally thought it was a dildo when it first arrived. I was kidding. I was not. And I, I thought Jackie ordered her to something. I was like, check the and it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't a dildo. Dude, it's <laughs> it's two feet tall. Like you don't judge me. Dildo. <laughs> it came in a box like the size of my head. I'm like, feeling is, accused. It is a box. Mo- yeah, motorcycles, <laughs> motorcycles paragliding wasn't extreme enough for Woody. Had to it up a little bit. Well, I received <laughs> like, an unexpected torso-sized package and had an instant <laughs> assumption about what it might be. <laughs> Jackie, <laughs> you only I'm got sure one. Sex- <laughs> I'm sure there are sex toys that you you know you freeze and refrigerate, right? Like like not like a torture implement, maybe. No, like like maybe if you've had like a rough time of it, that could be soothing, right? Yeah, not sexually, <laughs> like maybe a workout. Like like oh, your like- dick is so sore, you put it take an ice bath. Why are you cons- no no it's a it's it's an iced dildo it's like a it's a it's it's an ice pipe it's a dildo's not freeze. for your dick Taylor dildo's for Ooh. your bottom yeah if you're sounding with with dildos that's horrific that's why my dick's all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, like a, a corn like dog that I- sleeve <laughs> it's like it's like a shucked like corn cob sort of, yeah. who are the like corn dogs that pulled the weenie out ears of. gigantic the pygmies i don't know i had this idea that taylor's doing that by sounding just getting more just, girth by working oh, in oh, pencils than oh, candles okay. i'm glad you brought that up maybe oh, you you are in- you? <laughs> yeah yeah body modification all right i want to talk about ancient body modification maybe wendigoons ever had some of his creepy ass he's stories. an expert he mentioned before because <laughs> like because one of those things i saw was that i think this is that south american tribe that would practice the uh, the skull elongation where they wrap mm-hmm. the baby skulls and you can see photographs of babies that have had it done and their eyes are bulging Africa, but what they end up with is um these skulls that have been found down there and they look like x-files aliens okay mm-hmm. like legitimately and they're real they're human skulls that through that practice have been made to look like this now here's what all of the alien, ancient alien people always go to. They don't say those are alien babies because, of course, we can DNA test them or maybe, you know, the rest of it's biologically human, whatever. They say, why were they doing that? Why did they want to look like that? Who were they trying to emulate? Maybe there was, maybe there were some sort of alien overlords that were coming down, get, teaching them agriculture and uh, animal domestication, you know, the beginning of the skill tree and sim, mm-hmm. yeah. pottery. And, okay. uh, and, and, and they had these big heads and they were like, oh, if only we could look like the gods. Because imagine, if you will, because in Christianity and all of the Abrahamic religions, right? Like, like God looks like us. It's a key part of it. It's right there in the beginning somewhere. Yeah. If your God <laughs> didn't look like you, I, it I is. Know. We are made in him his image. Yeah. That's imagine like that. if God didn't look like Whoa. us. How, how, is that how, a like, real one? No. no. I don't no, think. That, no, that's, that's not a, a real that's one. That's a wood carving. That's a wood carving. Well, I don't, I don't know what Zach's trying to do to me here, but, but there are real skulls. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you pull up that X-Files alien autopsy footage from the 90s, too? Like, you know what's funny? It's like, Kyle, I was like, really, I was putting like stock 
into what you were saying and like this image like, like really, like, really well, that undermined your story god damn it Zach. you think it was some sort of some alien emulation of so i was thinking like oh i don't think that at all no 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 i'm just saying like i've often watched i've often watched those shows where that's their pitch like hey mm. this is why they did it because they want they want to tie everything that's a little peculiar in the past to aliens right and right. if you can like rope that one in to make that sort of a supporting argument for whatever other mm -hmm. kooky shit you've got, like chariots in the Bible being spaceships or whatever, like that's a good one to start with. For sure. There, I mean, the Bible talks about, Wendigan absolutely knows more about this, but like uh, you're familiar with like the Nephilim and, oh, and all of that. Oh, it, am it, I? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would some love... audience members who haven't heard of it. Can you bring them up yeah, to speed? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so... All right, five, five minutes out the gate, we're in my zone. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the Bible, there's mentions of things called Nephilim, which also off, often translates to giants or mighty men. Uh, and they're mentioned in the book of Genesis as being the children of what happened when the sons of God mingled with the daughters of men. So some people think this to be the idea of righteous people with unrighteous people, but some take that literally and think it's the products of angels breeding with humans mm -hmm. um there's mentions of angels coming down to earth so a lot of people draw that out of it <clears throat> see they got kyle taylor's next don't worry <laughs> uh anyway so giants are mentioned in the bible uh there's some famous ones like goliath for example uh, there's a giant that uh, I believe it was Noah faced. Noah faced giants in his age. Uh, so there's a few places that they're mentioned specifically, but there's this idea throughout the Old Testament that they were a reoccurring thing. Uh, mm. Like when it ever talks about they go to Canaan, that they see giants in the land of milk and honey that they have to wipe out. There's giants among the Philistines, what have you. So the idea is there's this um, biblical record of giants, and there's also a record of giants throughout other written histories like pretty much every group of people either had a legend or history of giants somewhere in their culture they tend to pop up around the historical record um and the idea is since the bible is the oldest in my opinion the oldest debated between that and like zoroastrianism as being the oldest religion ever that it's the first evidence of giants existing and in the bible they're called nephilim so yes nephilim are like the the starting route for a ton of crazy i'm sorry to interject we had a guest like two months ago arguing with me, telling me that Zoroastrianism wasn't the first religion. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I, do, I, remember, I watched that I episode. do remember that. That, yeah. that. that was Aiden. That was Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, that became more of an argument than I thought it would be. And I was just kind of like, oh, damn. Like, now we're like getting heated over, <laughs> over like demons and shit. If, 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 it, me if it means, uh, if it helps Kyle any the theory that most people have like myself who believe that Christianity was, or like the Bible Judaism at the time was first is that Judaism and Zoroastrianism were simultaneous, that they kind of branched out at the same point uh, in the historical record, which I have my own theories that Zoroastrianism is mentioned in the old Testament as being other religions that are mentioned around the time of Abraham, but blah, blah, blah. Um, I, you, see what I mean? You got me in my zone. No, that's, that's interesting. Well, <laughs> I, I have been, admiring yeah this, i like this stuff. Uh, <laughs> start. i was like it's cool when we have like a professional level guest <laughs> on the show <laughs> i uh, like where i'm a sunday yeah. school teacher 
like, you know, a, a lot of what I do is talking to, you know, people my age and stuff. They're like, oh, well, you know, Christ wants us to live this way, blah, blah, blah. But there's also a lot of, all right, kids. So I found this verse in Genesis. I think it means that aliens came to Israel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I get to go on my whole rants and stuff. So that's so the Bible. So the Bible is is kind of exacting when they give the um, the dimensions of something like the ark. Do yes. they ever tell us about how tall these these giants are supposed to be? Because that's so important. Yes. Yeah, it does. Uh, whenever it mentions Goliath, which is there's times that it mentions giants who stand with their waist at the height of man. That's more general. Goliath is specifically mentioned as, I think, nine and a half feet tall. Yeah, shit. Well, all right, all right, all right. Like Robert Wadlow what? size. Now, now when you say you? nine and a half feet, are you accounting for like their feet being tiny? Did they actually use their foot as a I, foot I, in that I, time? Because to be fair, these oh, are... Poorly fed Jewish men. That's true. About Five thousand years ago, correct. <laughs> <laughs> these are small okay. fellows. Well, it's I think they used measurement from your your elbow to your wrist or something like that. They, they, they use the, the, the measurement is? of cubits. Cubits. The measurement cubits. of cubits. Uh, if I remember, it's yes. It says that he was six cubits and a span, um, which a cubit's about a foot and a half. So that comes out to a little over nine and a half feet. Six yeah, see, see that's a, see that's the problem. So, like, obviously, there you're dealing with some exaggeration because, like, I, I I don't believe that in that time, even with like a pituitary thing or whatever, whatever <laughs> makes people gigantic, that he'd have like the diet capable of of ex of surviving to manhood and being a, a nine foot tall being. <laughs> no, you, you know, know what would I mean? be funny is like if like that's entirely true. But Goliath was one of those pituitary giants. So he, went, he went out to fight David, and they're like, there he is, the giant. And he has, like, crutches. He's like, oh. <laughs> Look at that beast. And they just bully him with a stone. <laughs> we were going to see if you guys had any medical intervention for him. God, don't kill him. Old school. Do you know yeah. about the, po you you know the Potsdam Giants? That sounds familiar. So it's giants. it was a Prussian infantry unit in like 1675. All right, now <laughs> I, I can't remember if it was like the prince of Prussia or the whatever the, the the guy in charge, or at least in charge enough that he could have his own military unit at his whim. Selected only the tallest men in the whole fucking Prussian Empire. Yeah. Stupid question. What in where is the tech tree in 1685? Like. Mm. Uh, they got like shitty um um guns like, like, like early imperial age. You have access to trebuchets, like stuff, yeah. shitty guns. They probably there'd be a lot of cavalry and still like armor, I would imagine, and like silly hats with points on them, and uh, probably some lots you know swords and pikes and shit. Swords, pikes, and the occasional. Flip. We're a hundred years from the American Revolution, you know, and like guns being that good. Yeah, they were like, so, that's the time they were figuring out, like, we got to phase out armor because we're now making, like, muskets that can blast through stuff. Well, anyway, this, oh, go ahead. this guy who I think was probably gay was, like, fascinated <laughs> with tall men, okay? It was, like, his jam. So he, like, searches the kingdom. and there's gay about quote, that. There's this quote from him. Hey, watch your mouth. There's <laughs> great quote. And he's, he's you like, oh, you can't have a harem of tall men. Or it's <laughs> he's got this great quote. I want Zach to find it. Well, I should. I've given some contact clues to his identity. I just can't remember the fucking you know Prince of Prussia's name. But he had. He said something like, "Keep your, your, your this. Keep your that. Give me a tall man." <laughs> Right. And it, right, you and, may be on to something but, but he was like this would be a good video i think because like 
this regiment apparently was really tall guys because he searched the whole like country and got on, and he even had a breeding program where he was trying to like pair up the tallest women and the tallest men to you know make an even yeah. taller regiment. He never used them in battle because he was so beloved. They were so beloved. What on earth? I, I'm looking huh. at his Wikipedia. The, the height of the king who organized this five three. And so imagine how monstrous this battalion, and apparently the minimum height was 6'2", which back yes. then is enormous. Like, yes. like uh, Today, 400 6'2 years is usually ago, the tallest guy in a room. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, if you're 6'2", would, 400 years ago, like, you're probably starting conversations walking I bet he, he would Find us the average them. height for the time, Zach, because that's important. But I would guess that you're like Harley, essentially. You know, like, you're, you're like a 6'5", six, 6'6 six, six guy. Like, everybody's like, oh, Seven shit, one, one of them are here. Yeah. Yeah, you, like they'd think there's something like wrong with you, or they'd be just like jealous of like, wow, that guy gets to eat every day. No, it'd be hard to be like again. I think it would be. There's a reason people used to be smaller, and because it it didn't work to be big. Like a big man can't like work. All right, if you're five five, you do a day's work that gives you enough grain to support your five foot five body or whatever from the the boss. I just don't think the six foot six guy can do enough work to get him enough grain to, to like make up the difference. You know what I mean? He's not working hard enough to get enough grain more than the other guy. We're all getting fed the same. The I wonder if fed. we like, I wonder if we got shorter after agriculture. Is that something I made? Like when taller. we like that people were taller that like some hunter or maybe there's like some other thing. They found like hunter gatherer tribes that are pretty tall because they ate like so much meat, like Neanderthal, or I guess Neanderthals are like a, kind of a different thing. Giant, yeah, it was the circles back in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all circles back in. Does him. that mean the angels are black? No. <laughs> what? Angels are. are it's a it's a total misconception that angels are even people, man. You've read I the Bible. That. You've I've, you've seen the orb of eyes. I had to make a black horror. show. The the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not theologically correct. <laughs> Shit, no, see, that's that. not canon. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the 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 ophanim, right? The canon. The oh, I love calling the Bible eyes. canon. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah, canon. It's have, you, <laughs> have you heard that? Like, so we've heard like nose size, hands, feet as being an approximation for dick size. Everyone's heard this, and you've yeah. probably heard that it's inaccurate, right? That that's yeah. not true. Do you know what is an accurate estimate? estimation of dick size like like a way you can tell who has bigger dicks probably age people over 13 tend to yeah. have bigger dicks <laughs> yeah. no what do you tell us how do you spot a dong in the in the wild it's the Very width carefully. of the nose the the nose width apparently corresponds to dick size and I've heard this, what? and I'm like, is this a roundabout way to say black people have big dicks like is it can you think of a group of people that tend to have wide noses this is, this is what happens when when you uh when you do uh statistics but you don't account for all factors <laughs> <laughs> it turns out wide noses is the prime indicator <laughs> wait did you look at any wait wait a minute can i see some of the um i mean i don't mean to be uh i know um, here it comes shit. here it comes <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying statistically maybe we want to look at a broader array of, of, of factors and attributes in the in the in the group. It's like we can't um, figure out what it is, but all the people who are the best at math prefer PlayStation controllers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird That's conundrum. One of God's great mysteries. <laughs> what those God people mean by this? <laughs> Which group do you hate the most? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I saw. I saw that. 
I, I, I'm Stack scrolling the YouTube. Stat. Uh, um, um, who's worst <laughs> to tolerable? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, I saw this thing from from my YouTube short recommendations where um, someone was suggesting that uh, I, I think it was one of the states. Maybe maybe there's a little of that silly legislation that ever goes anywhere. But the idea idea was to have mandatory paternity tests at birth for all newborns in the state of such and such. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I like that idea so much. It won't happen. <laughs> I like that idea. I don't know what's involved in a paternity test. Cheek swab. Is that it? Let's pretend it is. <laughs> We've got, I mean, we, uh, you yeah, know, you're right. Uh, we're not going to puncture your baby or anything. We're not going to like take one of those things they clip, like, they clip oh, they cow ears with. Like, anyway, yeah. plus there's all sorts of blood coming from like the umbilical cord. We'll take some of the blood we already got. Yeah, right, yeah. Take that's a our core promise. sample. <laughs> not a drop more. That's 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 their our promise. Um, I, I would I I, lo I love that idea. I love that idea because um, it would be nice to know. I so I watched this one. Um, you can't tell if these YouTube shorts or just YouTube videos in general and videos on the internet in general if it's this guy's fucking drama channel where they act out fucking scripts and screenplays and I'm watching a performance or if it's like a prank or like a bit of real life drama. But it was one where the guy had a paternity test proving that like his like five or six year old daughter wasn't his. And he was telling her to get her shit and go get your daughter and go. And I don't again, it's probably like some dudes like drama YouTube channel where he acts out all sorts of screenplays yeah. and funny bits that they write. But I was convinced I was like, shit, <laughs> shit, that's rough. Get your daughter and go at like five or six. Like, like. Yeah, she's a talking human being at this point. We know each other. Like, yeah, have you bonded with her at all? It's been six years. This yeah. isn't like this, this. is like a real bond. That's your kid at this point. Like, like I don't know yeah. if you can fucking pull the plug. Maybe get some like Big Brother program going or something. But I, I can't just pull the plug. Yeah, is this the cold one or the old one? That's the old one. <laughs> do you have like a? Because I do this too with like Diet Pepsi's and stuff. Do you have a little graveyard collecting? Little can graveyard. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I'll count. I see one. Can you point I see the two. camera. No, and then then you see the whole room, and then I have to deal with the real shame of. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. No, because like the like, like the room. I've right, never so empathized one, more. I do have a glass dildo connection, and that's and, where and the it's not, even, not pointed down. And I promise, it's not like filth and in like embarrassing junk or anything. It's that when I moved in. I just sort of put my stuff in this office and all my extra boxes are just in a pile right there. And they're going to stay there until I move out of this place. Cause like, yeah. it's like, I don't decorate an office. I'm going to be in for 11 months. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't yeah, make any no sense. Point. So anyway, there's two empties over there. There's a, and there's a, there's two over here. And that's because I cleaned up like yesterday pretty thoroughly. But at times if I'm gaming, like, Oh, especially like last month when I was playing Tarkov, just a tremendous amount there'd be a dozen around me because that's what i drink in a day like i would clean up at the end of the day if it but but like the real thing was like oh can't swipe my mouse 
I gotta get these out of the way. They're closing in on me. Well, my cans. Yeah, my precious cans. Yeah, it's like but, that arcade machine where the quarter flips up and you hope it pushes off nineteen more quarters. <laughs> Dude, that fuck those machines. Never works. Kyle moves his mouse a little bit, and all the, all the cans tip off you the just, edge of the desk. You just awoke like awoken like a little bit of the. I think the first time as a kid that I I I, I got scammed was one of those quarter <laughs> machines. You know what I mean? That I that I yeah. realized the world wasn't fucking fair and there was just some shit set out to like you could never yeah, yeah. beat no matter like what are you gonna go, go home and train how to give it more money faster <laughs> like <laughs> for those that don't know you like pump quarters into this piece of shit and it's continuously got an arm pushing the quarters toward you and toward the edge which would make them spill over but they just never seem to spill over because of the way the machine's made and there will be hundreds of dollars in quarters or uh, or even silver dollars you know if it's some some places would do uh uh, golden dollars, Sacagawea mm-hmm. dollars, mm-hmm. piles of money. And so it's easy to sit there and be like, shit, dude, I mean, 20 more dollars. And I, I feel like we at least get 20 more back, right? Nope. No. Do they have that in Vegas? Like, like in everywhere. Actual... I've seen them at arcades mostly, but yeah, I've seen them in Vegas. The Chuck ones I see in arcades, they have quarters up there. Mm. But then by the time I collect them, they're tokens. And, and you know, a zillion tokens is in exchange for like a kazoo. Like it's bullshit. Fuck off. Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> uh, yeah they got that's the worst extra exchange exchange rate in the world venezuela's yeah. like fuck that no, so this this picture this is a great picture zach this is exactly what he's talking about it shoots a quarter and you can see the little slots in the back where it falls down and then it pushes and you anticipate it's going to knock the front frontward quarters over that lip look how but if you look closely now the lips are on an incline and so they don't tip over. So like nope. it'll just shove it on top of another one and layer the quarters. I remember you're look right. How they're layered? How can you not look at that and think you're on the precipice of something great? Like, <laughs> like, like, it, it gets you. Like I'm an adult now, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, uh, just a couple bucks, man. And, and I could probably get, get. I could get myself. What are those coins? Those look, I see the queen on them. Uh, do you? I don't know. Yes, I mean that's the Queen oh, yes. of England. Chuck E. Cheese, the Her Majesty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Majesty, the Queen. Wow, that's I didn't know they had ones with like bills. That's true. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I've seen that plenty of times. Like it, it'll be, it'll be bills. I've seen like they'll like throw shit in there that's valuable. I've seen watches and like uh, like jewelry that's like you know they attach the jewelry of course to like it's 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 like package so they don't just throw diamonds in there or anything. But they'll be like valuable shit piled up all over it to entice you. Oh shit, I need a Nokia. <laughs> I need a Nokia. They, have they used to have them in coins. there. Like the, the people running the casino or whatever will have stacked coins in your favor and you still lose somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's uh it's one of the shittier games at a casino. Like you, you have a better uh better odds at the at the video poker. I look, I bet video I know video <laughs> poker is set up to bilk you. You know, but it is set up to bilk you over time. Like they're not trying to take twenty dollars out of your pocket right now. So if you play for five minutes, you could easily like just walk away if you go up ten dollars. Like 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 if you is just the have deck that mindset in video poker. Like like no. with video poker, I could deal you whatever all twos. It's video. It's an <laughs> it algorithm. Is. It's an okay. algorithm that's it's an algorithm that's that is designed to addict you, to reward you little by little and draw make you spend more and more time there. And and hopefully you'll get intoxicated, right? If you play for two hours, hey, let's rub the stakes. Would you like to? Would you like to play double dingo? 
Well, no, I sat down at this table because my son told me it's what he... Double Dingo has twice the rewards. <laughs> well, no, thank you. How about Triple Dingo? It only costs twice as much. It's just as much cost it's just as much as Double Dingo, but three times. Well, I can't say no to a goddamn deal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like swiping their debit card. They're bilking you out of your life savings over there. I see those drones at the casino every time I go. I don't go a lot, but like anybody who goes to the casino, you know what I'm talking about. They're in there and like... Drone it's is a like word some, for a human who's gambling. Yeah, yeah. It looks like something out of the Matrix. All those people plugged into their machines. And look, I'm a gamer. I've played tremendous amounts of stupid fucking video games that don't, you know, reward me with cash. <laughs> but they sh they show up at that place and they're all like plugged in and they're alcoves. Mm -hmm. It's 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 weird to see. Um, and I remember it was time to leave the casino and I was fucking done with the trip. Um, so I was up early. 5 a.m., 6 a.m., getting somebody to the airport, they were already gaming. Like, they were already in their alcoves, charging up. It was 5, 6 in the morning. And I don't mean like 2 or 3. They were all there. Dude. And they didn't have coffee tables. They weren't up early. Ugh. They were they're up still, They're still up. They're getting their, like, free they've Red got, Bull vodka. They've, got, they've got drinks with fucking sizzy straws, silly straws in them and shit. It's 5, 6 a.m. I'm looking Ugh. for coffee. These old fuckers have been going all night playing penny slots that seems like the most boring game to just sit and stare at when i play poker my heart races um like, like I, in an hour there's probably 10 minutes of it where my heart is beating out of my fucking chest like i'm it's probably the the equivalent of getting into a fist fight like like it's that intense it's oh. like if you've ever been about to get into a fight that like fight or flight oh shit here we fucking go my arms are going numb for some reason but that's probably yeah. gonna help now like that <clears throat> feeling um it, you get that for 10 minutes an hour playing poker i get that in public i Age can of see what taylor's Age. saying about it seems like a boring game to just sit there and stare at like i get mm -hmm. the concept however i have in spite of this five head i'm not that big brained <laughs> and like, <laughs> i have been a sucker for the youtube algorithm watching 45 minutes of 45 second videos just one short mm -hmm. one short after the other i mean how many times have you been sort of lured in by an algorithm here or there have you doom scrolled on facebook or instagram like i can imagine something like video poker or video slots pulling me in too the the thought it's of a, like constantly having to pay more money in and like not because how, how what what percentage of the time do you like get something back? I don't even know. So, like on a so slot. it's hard. It's it's it it varies greatly, but when you're sitting there, it's gonna look like like you're winning at least half the time. It's what it's gonna feel like. You're gonna have it's gonna be giving you like these if you're betting five cents per turn. Every now and then you're hitting it for three dollars, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I can, I'm like, "I can play for an hour now for free." Mm -hmm. And then, then there'll be like, "Look, it'll go an hour." What I'm saying is, it, the algorithm is very good at lulling you into mm -hmm. a happy place where you're winning often, and it feels like you're winning often. And it, it's probably not going to bilk you out of all your money as you sit there. Mm -hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna end the session on a loss, but it might not lose. be terrible. Because what's the electricity cost to run that piece of shit? This was a yeah. long time ago, but you buy drinks. I used to think slots were kind of fun, right? And I'm like 19 years old with a fake ID, and I just hit the slots a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't have really any money to speak of, but I think I found I had twenty dollars, so I got twenty dollars worth in quarters, two rolls, and I lost. What is that? Eighty times in a row, and I was like, "That's Jeez. it." I haven't played since. It has been over 30 years <laughs> and I haven't played since. Yeah, that's no that. good. I know, yeah, uh, that's a bad machine. See, see that I used to play a ton of um 
what was it? Uh, it was video poker. My uh, my dad's friend owned a gas station, and he had some illegal video poker machines. He had two of them, I think. And he would let me sit there and play them for cash. And if I won, <laughs> he'd cash me out. You know, at the at the register. You know, at the, in this gas station. Very much illegal, but like minor league illegal. Like, what are they gonna do? Take my machine and find me five hundred dollars? Okay. Uh, it's, you know, it's worth it to have the fucking video game in there that we can play with. tomorrow. Like we all like to play against it. Like the guy who owned the gas station, he loved to play video poker too. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's a fucking game. And I, I'm losing to myself sometimes and I'm honest. So I take the loss. <laughs> I got to go put some money in the fucking register. <laughs> um, but, but uh, we would play that thing a lot. And I, I learned right away. I, I was probably 12 at the time. I was like, this is not one of those fair video games. I've played video games, and this is one of those bullshit ones. Um, I, I learned right away that it wasn't the same thing as playing poker. You just tell. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's I mean, cheating. I learned very early on as a child. I remember like feeling like I'd cracked the code at Chuck E. Cheese like with friends. When my friends would be like, we got to spend our tokens, and we'd play this, and we can get tickets. And I was like, guys the tickets it's all it's all ethereal it's all crap <laughs> we just want to spend every coin on the jurassic park game with the moving seat yes that's what we should right. be spending everything on we're gonna get past those lizards eventually guys we have the coins <laughs> if we don't if we don't divest and go halfway into you know because what they were doing is doing half in the jurassic park machine and then half going for tickets and then you don't get any of anything the jurassic, I park. jurassic park you lose everywhere. what about the terminator mm -hmm. game Remember the Terminator, the Terminator game? game going hard? It, yeah, one. with that M4 yeah. had the big grenade launcher on it. Yeah, that was that a good. Was one. I liked a uh, Time Crisis too. Time that was Crisis fun, was good. That was a good I, one. Uh, I enjoyed. I did not get to go into. I did not get to go to the arcade very much. Probably like five times in my life. I wasn't, uh, and, and, I, and they never gave me quarters. It's bastards. You just had to like, <laughs> like, like observe. They, they were like, "You'll find a way," and I have to beat kids up. You should have beat. I mean, this is like three years ago. This is no, clever. Um, Kyle's walking around like trying win. to trick the kids into painting a fence for them just for no, a couple of tokens. I'm teasing. They must have given me quarters because I like played around in the arcade. But it was always it wasn't like, yeah, go play in the arcade. Like, that's the reason for this trip. It was like, yeah, you can play while we finish our Chick-fil-A. I was like, fuck, that's like so little time. Yeah. I never like I very rarely got to like go to to actually go to the arcade to like do anything fun. It was but, but, but those, totally those tickets protocol in my house. Whenever we went on a family vacation, my parents would give me a roll of quarters and my brother a roll of quarters and send us out of the hotel room to go play video story. games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this twist of it, right? But <laughs> we get to this. It was uh, we were horseback riding on this vacation in New York and we're all excited. And my brother and I are excited about playing the video games, too. And there's a roll of quarters for each of us. And they discovered that the bed in this hotel room vibrates. And my my dad is like, yeah, you're going to have to split this one roll of quarters because that's how the fucking bed works. You pop quarters in and it vibrated. <laughs> <laughs> so we, they took half the stash for themselves. That sucks. They're, they were adults. They could have sure, got sure their did. own quarters. <laughs> like that, that is not fair. But bumming quarters off your child. On well, they were theirs to start with, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were fuck quarters. That's what glossing over. Uh, adult taking... me sees it as a noble cause. No, no. Was... Indian giving your own child... <laughs> Four dollars. Hold on, like some shit. Right, that's like the right worst now. part of the wire, right? When she's taking the money back from the kids. <laughs> Hold on, when did it was that? What, Woody? Right now, yeah. if you were in, if you were your father in that situation, would you take your kids' quarters? Oh man, I like to think <laughs> I have enough quarters for everyone. 
but if 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 that's the only quarters in the building i mean arcade is an opportunity that arises all the time vibrating beds are rare that's right? what i thought that's what yeah, i thought there's a reason <laughs> for the rarity <laughs> have you, who have we I've all been, been in a vibrating bed you have no. have not though they're off okay <laughs> it seems uh, kind of nauseating first of all it's been a while, but I have distinct memories of two vibrating beds. One when I was a kid somewhere, and it was like, look at this nonsense. You need to explore the, that memory. It's kind of blank. I don't For really some reason, know. when I think about that memory, my heart starts beating, and I start sweating. It was just <laughs> me and my stepsister. I get this feeling that something's really unsettling. Why do you have to take it to a butterfly effect place? Then I have to just think about Tarkov. Okay, tell us about the vibrating thing. I want to talk about No, the whole bed, like, like shimmy shakes, sort of like Jo it oscillates. You know how like um mm, uh, a vibrating bed of sorts. You know how those oscillating sanders, like like the palm yes. sanders, kind of do that shimmy shake. That's what the whole fucking bed does. <laughs> and it after a while, it's like it sucks. I, I want out of this. <laughs> how long is <laughs> the vibration? A, it's got dude. It's such an old mechanism that there's a little like turn timer like ticking down. You can watch it your time expire by a little like hand ticking down like a kitchen timer that you'd wind up like your grandma probably has yeah i don't know five ten minutes it's like quarters per minute it's 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 like a uh, air pressure at a gas station <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, piece I've, of shit is set up with one of those. have you ever been satisfied with the amount of air you get for 50 fucking cents at the gas station once uh quick no. trip it's free Ooh, is it Oh, quick trip is the tippity top S tier of gas stations. You know, this episode is being brought to you not in part, but entirely by Quick Trip now. By Quick Trip, <laughs> quick trip for your what free air. You don't, it's a you, great do they gas have station in your area. I don't know what that uh, is. No, they don't have sheets. Oh, it's sheets spelled with a Z at the end. Um, and it's a really high end gas station. As a matter of fact, the Quickie Mart inside rivals like any other fast food restaurant. Interesting. Interesting. I found not out not something about Waffle House today. I thought that, like, you are always flush with new and exciting Waffle House news. <laughs> yeah. What is the latest and greatest Waffle House news? Well, see, I, I love Waffle House. Like, growing up, I, I always thought of Waffle House as this thing that's just everywhere. And that's because Waffle House was invented here in Atlanta 70 years ago. And mm -hmm. there are more Waffle Houses in Georgia than anywhere else. We got over 400 in this state. There's only like 2,200 or something, roughly. So, like, you're hoarding them. So the rest of you don't have the concentration of Waffle House that we have, so you don't even understand the experience. I want to quickly tell the international audience and the lame Americans here who don't know what Waffle House is about, like what it's about. They cook the food right there in front of you on a big-ass griddle. And by they, I mean the ex-cons that are working there tonight. And mm -hmm. it's a good thing they're there because they're probably going to be friends with a lot of the clientele who show up to fight later, so they'll be yes. able to cool things off. It's don't like do Hibachi. it, bro. You don't want to go in like I did. Like, like there's going to be a fight <laughs> yeah. tonight. And the best part is the fight will be set to whoever had 50 cents last because there's a jukebox in the goddamn corner. I know. It doesn't make any sense, but there is. 50 cents gets you a fucking song in 2023. The bathrooms are disgusting, but the mm -hmm. food is amazing. It really is good food because they don't skimp out on the ingredients. They don't get a T-bone steak there. That's just know where you are. But like if you're getting <laughs> like a waffle and some grits and eggs, it's an amazing breakfast place with a really fun clientele because they're open 24 hours a day. Three 165 days a year. Don't care. They don't care like whose birthday it is, who got liberated today, like who's proud this month. They're working. 
every day. Yeah. Even their I mean, even their upper management, like their CEOs, it's fucking Christmas, bro. Get in here. <laughs> it's the waffle think, way. Uh, it's maybe Georgia way. has better waffle houses because that's where it is. Because the ones here that I've been to yeah. is not like they're they're not cooking stuff in front of you. It's not like, like a hear that. hibachi style. Where is they like, hiding the grill? It's a it's yeah. a guy in the back, and there's like in a the porch back. There's a like door. You've been, You've been lied to. You've been lied to. That's, that's not, not a real waffle house. house. No, yeah, way. no, no real way. Way. Going to Huddle House or something, dude. There's a yeah. the one in Columbia, they, Missouri. Doesn't I forget what happened. There was like a major <laughs> hurricane that rolled into North Carolina, and Fayetteville was drowned. And it made the news that Waffle House used the locks. They closed. <laughs> and they're like, wow. this is the first time we've That's locked insane. the lock on this door in 17 years. <laughs> <My word. laughs> they get robbed. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have uh, I eat at Waffle House all the time. I am a huge Waffle House connoisseur, big fan of it here in Tennessee. And one time, not too long ago, I was in a Waffle House at like 1 in the morning with some friends. And this lady came up to me and recognized me. And uh, she like not to be mean to her, but she was a bit rougher looking. You know, it looked like she had she this had like waffle a, house. She, she, yeah, she, she, she belongs in a waffle house, right? And I mean that in the best way. But mm-hmm. um, she like took a picture with me and everything, and it was kind of quiet in there. So like all the workers saw like this girl taking a picture with me. So when I go up to pay the bill, um, the girl who's checking me out, she goes, "So that was Donna that you was with. How does Donna know you?" And I'm like, oh well, I'm a I'm a YouTuber. I make videos. She said, oh okay, we thought you was her parole officer. <laughs> Getting a photo with her parole officer. Man, I want to remember Damn. this time in my life Man. forever. <laughs> this is good evidence that I was here at 1:15 a.m. on Tuesday. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you. You've made it getting recognized at Waffle House that, at that really I assume 2 15 in yeah. the morning. Like yeah. th- that's the point where you're like, so this is this is fame. This is what it's about. Do you think did she at least comp you? Get it getting mistaken <laughs> 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 getting mistaken for a parole officer in a Waffle House, what I always dreamed of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally. That means maybe that you looked would... respectable. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they thought you were like undercover as like a sneaky parole officer trying to catch yeah. you doing the dirt at their Waffle House. <laughs> It was honestly probably just because I was wearing a collared shirt, and they were like, "Whoa, huh, that'll do it, sir." Oh, oh, it up. If it's not Becky, Sunday clean after the vomit church. off of Mister Mister, what was your name, sir? <laughs> oh, well, well, I didn't chair. I didn't realize we were serving the president of these United States here tonight. <laughs> the uh, health pants and shoes, dude. <laughs> I have gone in there. Well, like someone's 30. not even. Fall down drunk. <laughs> I've gone in before and the tables had like like someone else's like food like all over it. And uh but but I would just I just stood by the table until she came. I was like, I was like, you gotta clean this. I was like, what? I was like, you know, <laughs> the fucking table. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. Like there's the like other a, guy's look, meal. <laughs> there's like there's like a dead straw wrapper there. Like I I could tell he had hash browns and he likes ketchup on them. Like, come on. Like, what the fuck are you doing to me? But most of the time, it's okay. I, I'll tell you where my fond memories come from. It's from mm-hmm. hunting um, and uh, being up really early. And uh, like, if you wanted, like, like any time that we would get up at night to do like some nighttime mm-hmm. farmer shit, um, it was Waffle House. And it was just, I've got a lot of like good memories there where there weren't, I don't know, people fighting, which happens there a lot. It was yeah. just like, I don't know, me and my dad and like a waitress at like 4 a.m. or something like there sitting there having coffee. So what's a I like farming activity? Oh, man, when they catch. So 
you know, you're there, you're there raising chickens from like little yellow peep thing to big white bird that gets butchered and thrown into frozen dinners and whatnot. And that happens over the course of seven weeks. At the end of that seven weeks, they show up to get them. And I don't know if you've ever considered how they get 150,000 chickens. No, but I've put seen them Yellowstone. On a, Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do on Yellowstone. Do they have one of those machines? Involved. Have you never seen that where they where they usher the herds of chicken across the plains? With the <laughs> 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 Someone tried that at and one point and lost a lot of money. <laughs> Man, I really thought at least a few I'm of gonna them were going to revolutionize ranching. <laughs> Wait, fuck! No, don't go over there. <laughs> So what they do is, if you've ever seen like a semi truck loaded down with white big chickens, they, I think you know, I have. then uh, and they're crammed in there in those big cubes, the cube cages essentially. What they do is they they do this at night because you know if the, if the chickens can't see you coming, they they go docile and just kind of sit still. They they do it at night in complete darkness. Uh, all the equipment in the in the chicken house gets raised up to the ceiling via like these drills that like winch it up. And then everything gets moved out of the way. And now you have an ocean of 25 to 40,000 seven pound chickens sitting there kind of half awake. And then they like burst the doors open and like a dozen Mexicans storm in there wearing armor and respirators. And they start grabbing them as many as they can in a handful. They have this really crazy. I've seen them do it like each. They'll get a, a chicken's foot between each finger. Like one and, and, and each chicken is held by one foot. So, so they can just reach in and have like a dozen birds and like like six in each fist. And they're all and dressed they, like breaking bad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And they're they're covered they're on the outside, they're wearing like long johns because they're doing the filthiest, scariest work ever. Yeah. And these things have talons to not yeah, I guess. Nothing scary, but if they get you, then you've got an open wound in a very filthy environment. So they're all armored up with like mm-hmm. cloth and respirators and goggles and shit. And they're grabbing them up a dozen at a time and slinging them into those cage cubes that are being delivered and retrieved like clockwork by front end loaders. And those front end loader drivers, they're on methamphetamine a hundred and ten percent of the time. And they they are fucking swinging those steel fucking forks around and like guys are jumping out of the way. And it's just like, get the fuck out of his way then. Like, <laughs> he's and got they, a job they, to do. <laughs> So that's the nighttime farm. It's going in there and raising all that equipment up. I actually honestly thought this is how it was done. Like if you, if you had never told me they back the truck up to the building, the door for the building is shaped in size, exactly perfect for the truck. Mm -hmm. And then they put ramps and I really thought they just herded the chickens in like they were cattle. No, they're shitty dude. Like, like (laughs) chick, like, like, they're really, really, really stupid, and they're in a herd of twenty-five thousand. You would you you, dr- you can drive them with flashlights a little, but the problem is that the modern chicken isn't built to deal with a lot of excitement. They'll have uh, heart attacks in very high numbers, like like, like anything anything mm. that spooks them. Like when a, when they when they talk about foxes getting in, they'll kill a few, but a fox can only eat so many chickens. Yeah. He'll spook a thousand of them, or even worse, <laughs> or even worse, he'll scare them. And they'll pile up on top of each other and suffocate everything on the bottom layer. And then Jesus. because they're already in a, a bacteria-rich environment at a high temperature and their body heat combines with that, they decompose at an incredible rate. Like, like I, after seeing how fast they can decompose, I mean, like six hours, they've turned purple and putrid. 
Like really? after seeing that, it's like in the right environment, you would think that like a human body would just disappear in like a couple weeks or something like that. If it's out there and, and like a filthy enough, like the right conditions. And certainly if there's yeah. predation, like if there's anything to come and take hunks out, but just like sitting there on that floor, they would turn into the most disgusting shit that you'd have to get a shovel to clean up. Now, how big ah. is like this pile? You're, I'm trying to picture like the pile of chickens, like All big right, enough so, to cause like a, like how tall is that to cause like a purple <laughs> rotting in six hours? I can't believe that. Halfway up your knee. Uh, it depends how big they are, like how, how big each bird is. So like maybe knee high in a corner, they just pile up and die. They're fucking retarded. Like, like they'll just, a rat, a rat will come in when they're little babies. And apparently the most tender part of like a chicken is like the back of its fucking neck or something. And so the back, so it's either that or rats kill for fun, like pure enjoyment of it. Because what they would do is they would go in and these are those little yellow peep thing. Mm-hmm. Like their wings are just like little things. Mm-hmm. The rat would come and he would kill between 100 and 150 of them in a sitting. And he would pile them up and they would all have one wound on the back of its neck where it like fucking killed them. Maybe it like, like it didn't eat any of them. It was killing them for fun or the back of the neck is the tasty bit. And I don't believe that. So it was just killing yeah. them for fun. And the cool part not cool because it's like, oh, all those poor baby chickens that I was going to sell for meat in seven yeah. weeks. <laughs> really, you're just mad going to shovel them. Um, but but it's like, he piled them up. Did he pile them up because that's fun for him and he's keeping score and he likes to see a big pile? Mm. Or did he know I was coming? I know I was coming. I think like if you left gum wrappers and rotten eggs and shit like that that the, the rat would take them and put them in his stash so this isn't in his stash yeah. he's killing them and making a pile right there like 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 he which means he's moving them like like he he's killing them from the area and he's bringing them back to this in the floor just in the middle of the the mm. the, the, the room there he's, he's left your little pile i've well, seen this it multiple rat. times and it's creepy so um when my dad first bought that place, someone else had allowed it to become infested with rats. And that was the problem. I was a little kid at this time. And uh, and getting rid of the rats was a real ordeal because they were smart. And they stopped eating the poison <laughs> after a while. <laughs> so we would, uh, we would go in there at night and uh, we'd flick all the lights on. Thousand light bulbs light up. And you could see them running like a herd of them running from where we are back to the very rear of the building and, and the rear of the building just has this flat wall um they're doors but they're like the biggest church doors you can imagine that like swing like like barn doors like mm-hmm. like double and uh there's a there's a, a screen door on the inside of that big wooden door it's, but it's chicken wire so they climb up that chicken wire their little little paws so you can when they get to the back you can see them flowing up the wall going into the ceilings it's where they live they live up in the ceiling or under the the concrete pad so we go back there and i'd have a shotgun and my dad would have a pistol (laughs) (laughs) and and while they were running up uh, it was just shooting them off the wall as they ran (laughs) we shot the doors off the building (laughs) we had to we had to replace the the doors on the building after the after like a while but we shot all the rats we would also do this thing this is what you do on a farm because there's literally nothing to fucking do. Um, gassing rats was a real just great day. So the winner you, you know, of an activity. And yeah, it, I was the best rat gasser of them all. I promise. <laughs> it was like in a different life. I had 
Well, anyway, so we take a truck. <laughs> and oh my you, God. You take I just a truck where that you, didn't go. And you hook the exhaust up. <laughs> you hook the exhaust up to a pipe and you pump that down into the, under, into the rat hole. And the rat has like made a network of like Viet Cong esque tunnels under a mm -hmm. big slab of concrete. And you can see there's exits on every side, two or three on every side of this square, big rectangle, really big surface, like uh, the size of a garage. And it's out in the open. And um, so we jam up every hole we can see, except for two. One we gas, the other we wait at with pistols. <laughs> so I'm like on the other, I'm on the other side with like a Ruger 22 pistol in each hand. And as they run out, I'm fucking two gunning them as they like, <laughs> as they as they try to get by. They're a little groggy, so it ma that makes it easy. Uh, you know, they're pretty <laughs> fucked up, pretty fucked up from that gas. And you know, it's all bright when they come out. It's the middle of the day, so they, you know, they're easy, easy to deal Did with. you ever try? Uh... Like, did you ever try your hand at the actual like gathering of the chickens like that? Like, grab the grab oh, by their foot. Oh fuck! No, that is not no. something that w that's their job. That's on the that, that's like the, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. That was just their job. That's a that's a thing that like that comp. It's like out of our hands at a certain point, oh, okay. and it's like it's like <sighs> done. Like we don't work. We don't have to worry about like if they get slaughtered or if that truck careens into a ditch along the way. We'll just get average pay. Oh, one truck died. What do you get paid per truck on average? All right, we'll pay you that. You know, like like for spillage or whatever. Like once they've laid hands on them, our job's fucking over. I don't give a shit what happens, and I'm not touching them. That's the most disgusting job in all of it. When those guys come out, man, I feel bad for those guys. You'll see them at gas stations and stuff. Like they're in a in a white cargo van and it's like eight 12 like always mexican guys i've never seen anyone else do that job because it's so rough and it must not pay well and they are filthy they are filthy and like after they've done their work they're just in there piled up sleeping because sometimes mm -hmm. the job will be at my dad's farm and they'll start at night and then the whole day will pass and they'll go again the next night and they're just sleeping that van out there filthy with no bathroom Dad's telling me, you better not be shitting behind my building. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, you got to deal with that. It's a rough job. That sounds awful. They yeah. should they should get paid more. It sounds like a difficult, difficult job. I didn't know if that was one of the duties that, like, they show up and you're like, oh, please, Dad, don't ask me to help with this one. Fuck no. No, I wouldn't help if I'd been asked or told to. Or that, That's a really <laughs> shitty job. I'm you telling you. Like, like, I don't run away from home. I don't know where you go. Like, like, if you run away from home, where the fuck do you go? It is embarrassing once you realize you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, man, like, I got no money. Like, <laughs> I'm 11. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make some pedophile's day on the road. Like, case scenario. Dude, it, it's such a ridiculous proposition. I remember I was having an argument with my dad when I was, I don't know, six. I had a driver's license and, uh, and just real screaming match. And he was just like, get out of here. Go. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like laughing now. He's like, leave. You're out. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, you can't kick me out. You, I, I just did it. I'm like, you can't, you can't, because you know I have nowhere to go. <laughs> I was like, what am I gonna do? Park the truck at the grocery store and live there now? No, no, you're not gonna like that when your friends walk by and I'm out there. Please, Mister Jacobs, my daddy threw me out. Please, will you buy me some potato wedges inside the grocery store, sir? I've got 17 cents. And he's just like. Well, shit, I guess I can. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Touche, I son. I like, I like that dad was reasonable with situations like that because there was also the time when, and, and he, he, he didn't know it, but he did have room to negotiate. But 
me and my cousin were on the back porch making a what's the word um long it it sounds <laughs> like that but it explodes and uh, uh. so we were making <laughs> and and so we were making this device out there about yay big and um and I was I was wrapping her up and uh you know my my dad's watching me wrap it up and I've explained to him like you know how it works and why it's safe and you know like how I've tried it on smaller scales and now this is the big boy and how that washing machine out there is about to meet a very untimely end but I'm doing it 300 meters from the house and you'll be able to see it from here. It'll be cool. My mom's like, you're just going to let him sit there and do that. You're just going to let him sit there and make a bomb. <laughs> and, and he goes, what do you want me to do? What, what, how can I stop him? And I was thinking like, just a simple stop would have done it. Dad. <laughs> At any point during the construction of this device, you'd said, stop. I would have thrown her away, but oh, right now. Let's that washing. And that washing machine turned inside fucking out that thing was um, how did it go off was there a fuse or yeah yeah so you can um, how did you build it specifically <laughs> yeah so what you want to do <laughs> man, as opposed to shooting it or, like, yeah. oh man i can go, tell you it's go ahead, so tell, easy get the, get the book out let, let <laughs> yeah. look i've 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 told y'all how to do it before you just go back to that one or you could just <laughs> sparklers um <laughs> people have, have made things out of sparklers and it was more potent than they expected it to be and it was trouble yeah it's on like news stories people. like see all right remember? so people who would make sparkler devices um they would like you know do stuff to the sparklers nothing crazy you can see videos of it on youtube that they still allow that for some reason they do mm -hmm. um but depending on what kind of sparkler you use it'll have two different effects if you use one color most colors really because of the chemical composition they use to get that color not a chemist i don't fucking know but what it'll do is it'll like create this huge meltdown effect where the all the steel rods that are in the center of this big bundle of sparklers just sort of fuse together in this like melty pot metal pool of like scariness and it'll fizzle and sparkle sometimes especially if like any water hits it it's real dangerous to be around because it's so hot and it's so concentrated Mm -hmm. But if you use the a certain other color, uh, who knows which one? Um, it's just a bomb. It's just mm. a, 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 a like a heat sensitive explosive, um, like real quickly. Uh, and it's it was shocking to me how cheap they were and how like readily available. I pull up with a shopping cart full. I mean, I shop like remember Breaking Bad when when he's like lecturing the guy. You don't get everything. Higher things piecemeal. One place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to draw suspicion. I'm literally there with a shopping cart full of who knows what color and cannon fuse. <laughs> like, like rolls of cannon fuse. Like a Milky Way on top. We have to some throw them to do. And, they're, and they're, they're like, put, a, put a birthday card on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm making sparkler devices. And they're like, really? That works? And I'm like, yeah. Notice that these are 13 cents a, a box. Like it, it was, uh, it was wildly cheap for what they were and what do, they would. Uh, do you guys remember? Do. Um, I remember like as a kid seeing news stories about that, like every Halloween time, where like anchors would get on there and be like, "The new thing teenagers are doing with sparklers." More at seven. I remember like my parents watching that, and even then thinking like, "I don't." I don't think like this is telling more people how to do this, man. Like, like, like the fact that the fact that I Fox from Four is talking about this right now is actually not 
helpful if this if they're trying to reduce this. Yeah, I learned from the... doing it though. Like I know Kyle was, but like I, I don't know. I'm stuck. Was overblown. So overblown. So overblown. When I was a teenager, I kept hearing about the rainbow parties. Like if you've heard of this. Where yeah, every girl would wear a different color lipstick and the dick would get rainbow colored by the end of the night. I have never had such a party. Like, like, like who would be, who's down for that? Like, like first of all, who's... Uh, oh, I would have uh, been down for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I, I like I mean, all three of you guys. I don't want to get head in a room with you. Like, Because <laughs> uh, I would feel the need. You know what would actually happen is like, I'd feel uncomfortable with the silence of all of us with just the noise of four women sucking our dicks. And so I'd have to just ask, I'd I be like, why can we turn the multiple TV Multiple dicks on? are getting rainbowed. There's only one guy getting rainbow dicked in, the, in, in any sort of conceivable scenario. The idea that there's ever been a rainbow party, there have been so many more celebrities worshiping owls, literally, and so many fucking like like black magic cults that 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 have been literally trying to bring down society with demonology and magic. That has happened far more often. I would <laughs> die. I would bet my life that has happened far more often and regularly than a fucking rainbow party. I would wager yeah. that the only rainbow parties that have ever occurred involved a pornographer who has also heard this story and said, well, I've got $8,000, so let's have a rainbow party and, and Marco yeah. roll. Like, like I'm, I'm telling you, nobody's fucking like, who are these girls who are like, yeah, I'll be this shade. <laughs> yeah, after you. this, you want to work on geometry homework together? It's like, what? When does yeah, this happen? It's such a made-up scenario. What, like, like the ideas of like, like the all the fuck bracelets, the fuck bracelets that we're supposed to be wearing. If we're, oh yeah, that, I'm wearing the green one with the dots. That means I want you to come in my ear. Like that's what I'm into. Like, like all all that shit is just so frustrating. All those urban myths that that yeah. the, I don't know. I think mostly it was white parents. Like, the like, razor like, blades and the candy that, that ended up not being a threat at all. Man, and, and that was the whole. Remember uh, Candyman? That's the whole premise of Candyman was mm -hmm. that there was a sweet old black man giving out candy, and uh, somebody lied and said that he put fucking. Oh, I think they said he was a child molester. Anyway, they beat that old black man to death in that mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, not a good movie. Not a good movie. No, not a good movie. Don't Did you see the new one? You see <laughs> no. the new one? They have yeah, Candyman too. Yeah, no, no. Well, there was a Candyman too, but this is Candyman. This is like, this is more like Can Candyman twenty twenty two, like like a new spin on it. So the guys like slowly like you know it would be a good Candyman. name. It'd be called Candyman Type Two. That would <laughs> oh. for their sequel. Yeah, I love that. Thank it's you. a diabetes joke. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was watching <laughs> the gears of all kinds of fun, and I'm like, he can't mean that. I love how That's Kyle picked fun. up on that immediately. It's it's diabetes. <laughs> I could see Woody being a bit befuddled. I couldn't tell if he was befuddled or if he was mad because like he has diabetes and he hasn't told anyone yet. He was just, I, he was either angry or confused, and I couldn't tell which. <laughs> talk shit about diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it's home he hasn't told anyone <laughs> no, but he's like well that leads into our next topic conveniently <laughs> i know i know i often go off on kobe bryant for you know being a rapist and all but i've been watching those youtube shorts and uh when the guys talk about his work ethic if one guy had said it i'd have been like okay and, and babe ruth ate eight hot dogs before every game mm -hmm. but like every guy that talks about him seems to say the same shit and that's that one guy said 
he was like, I made it my goal to get downstairs first. <laughs> He's like, I got set my alarm for, I don't know, 4 a.m., something like that. I get up at 4 a.m., get my sneakers on. They're right by the bed. I'm downstairs getting ready to make my breakfast. Kobe's there, all sweaty, ice packs, <laughs> ice packs on his knees. He goes, it was three days after he had lost the championship. <laughs> he like he wasn't just up before me he had gotten a workout in and apparently it had been such a hard workout <laughs> at some point that was nighttime yeah yeah it started at like if you get up at 4 a.m and his workout's finished he worked out overnight it's not morning anymore well i've seen and i saw some like that the algorithm count. was like the algorithm was like, Kyle doesn't care that Kobe rapes. Let's show him some more. And, I, <laughs> and so it showed me this other one. And he was like doing a speaking engagement, I guess. And 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 he spoke about that as like a life philosophy. He was like, well, look at it like this. What, you know, when do you wake up? When do you work out? All right, you get up at six. Hell, let's make it seven, eight. You get up, you, you know, you, you eat your breakfast, you do your workout. Let's say that's two hours. And now you got to eat. You got to rest a little. You got to recover. You get your second workout into the day, you know, two to four. You got to eat. Now it's bedtime. Got to get up in the morning, get it, get it going again. Well, that's not what I do. And he like lays out this plan where he's doing four days. And he's like, now you extend that over your lifetime. <laughs> he's like, they can never catch me. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't matter if they work hard all summer. Not that I, you know, I'm working all summer too. But even if I didn't, it wouldn't matter. He's like, he's like, he was explaining that he's like trying to practice literally more than they ever can. I, I like that. So he was a great player. But he would have won more rings if he wasn't so hard to get along with. He was hard to get mm. along with because he had high expectations. He met his own expectations, but nobody else could. So you get a guy like Shaquille O'Neal. He can't work as hard as Kobe. If Shaquille O'Neal worked year-round and got up 4 a.m. and did all those exercises, his He'd knees would have busted. His, He'd have hit free throws. You might have hit more free throws like that. I'm, I'll, I'll line up with. Yeah, but I also think you'd have missed more games. Like you just, his body needs more rest. He's too big. You can't, yeah. can't jump around at 265 pounds, 300 pounds, whatever he was, and uh, and do that all day, four times a day. And eventually, the two split up. Would Kobe have bought? Not bought. Would Kobe have earned more rings if he and Shaq could have stayed together longer? Of course, of course. Like, like, I, I well, mean, what I don't if know he didn't any... work as hard? You know, well, like a, I mean, I mean, like, like, who's to say that if Shaq had like worked harder, that maybe if they stay together, they win fewer rings, right? Like, 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 maybe, uh, it, I don't know. I don't really care to be honest. Okay, I just really yeah. liked his work ethic. I, I can't stand that fucking game. It's so annoying to watch. Like, I don't care who's good at it or who's bad at it or who's. Oh, this new guy. Oh my god, the handles. Oh, when he walks, he he god, he bounces the ball twice and he's across the court. He can. He's like the best running back in the entire <laughs> NBA. Like they're all running backs. The NBA is full of fucking running backs that are seven feet tall, and it's frustrating to watch. And I, I bet it's really hard to watch if like you're like a fan who cares about fundamentals. I'm just a person who cares about fundamentals. I'm not a fan at all because I think it's a stupid fucking game with all the bouncing of the balls and you know that that, that game was. They haven't changed it enough since it was peach baskets and white mm. boys. You got to evolve the game. Hmm. <laughs> I like the game. I, I feel like you could level these criticisms against football, which I think you like a little more. Like mm. to succeed in like football, to... you need body types that normal people don't have. Like I, I'm six foot, 200 pounds. There's not really a, 
position I could play in football in which I'd be useful. Hmm. I would have to be stronger and leaner. Like, I don't know. That, that can't be a normal person and, and thrive at that game <clears> at the pro level. Maybe kicker. Yeah, but but it's a little bit different because the if you took the proportions of the people and, and uh, saw what their wingspan, for example, and made that a percentage of the playing surface. In the NBA, like the five guys' wingspan is probably 75% of the width of the goddamn court, Woody. Like, <laughs> go so on a football field, it's 100 that... yards. Like, they're not in a film or whatever. They're not, they're not taking three strides and getting down the field. But in the NBA, your boy LeBron literally takes a few, fewer strides, right, than a normal human being or something. I, I think I get what you're saying. Like, you know, Tom Brady's only, I'll make it up, 10% bigger and stronger than me. Yeah, over the course Whereas, of 100 yards, it doesn't add up to huge difference. It doesn't make a big difference, right? He is still only like 1% of the field. These numbers are surely wrong. Whereas, you know, LeBron James, he's 30% bigger than me. And, and you know, he can touch the rim and I can. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And you, Greg, you can, have you, I don't know, the, the most I've ever done now that I've like trained or tried, but in high school, I could, uh, I could take like two or three running steps and I could jump and I could get like a couple fingers on the rim and make it go to down. Like that's as high as I can ever fucking get. I think that's better than me. I, I could, okay. I think I could reach. Um, you know how the net, like the the loops that are very close to the rim, are a little bigger. And yeah, you can get in there and pull yourself weave. up at them if you want. Yeah, I could definitely like grab the net and pull up, like yeah, climb my way there. <laughs> but I think I could even grab at my best the highest holes that were that not touch the rim, but the holes that would have touched the rim. So my my arms. So if I stand flat footed, barefooted, um, I can make like my three fingers go the the th the three fingerprints go flat on like an eight foot roof. So oh. like I'm not that far from the strings. I just I can I can hop and like slap the strings. So I've got like no jumping technique. I'm I'm really only jumping like this high <laughs> to, to grab the thing. And then now I bet you haven't done it in a long time. Now you take it's... someone who's great at jumping with like a 40 fucking inch vertical and then you make them a foot and a half goddamn taller than me and you leave them on the same surface, <laughs> the place where I can grab the shit, the place where I can fucking like I'm right there. Like, like I don't feel like a midget on a basketball court. I feel like, yeah, this was designed for a man my size. Ha <laughs> ha. I would have been yeah. the big guy back in Indiana in the fucking 1860s yeah. or whatever. Shooting in the peach tore basket. that P2 off yeah. the, fucking, <laughs> the fucking wall like Shaq in 93. Yeah. You no, you're so right about basketball. too young to relate to this. But like, so I'll be 50 in a few weeks. And I don't know if I tried to touch the rim right now. What are the odds that I just Tom Segura this whole situation? Mm. <laughs> it's just like busting me. And, like, I have no idea. Honestly, based on your athleticism, I'd say super low chance. But because you've Not been zero. banged up before, mm. I feel like once you've fucked up a knee before, it's like forever and always going to be more likely to get the idea up that again. the idea that his fitness is going to help him in the slightest in, in this type of injury is laughable it's going to be the problem because of his fitness because he is lighter uh faster and stronger he is going to go higher than he's ever gone before all right he's gonna <laughs> he, which means he's gonna fall yeah. from higher than he's uh, ever <laughs> and and man it hurts falling on a and really every athletic what's the best athletic surface to fucking fall on it's got to be grass right like, oh, yeah. holy shit, I can, I've taken some tumbles on the grass and just bounced up. It's gotta be. Oh, yeah. You fall on ice, you're like, ah, I thought these pads were, like, intense, and it's like, they are intense. It's ice, idiot. Now, the one thing about ice that I, I, I almost picked it because 
a lot of times your momentum is transferred to forward motion. Like, like you don't, and grass does too. It's, it's really good. It's probably the best, but I, when I fall on ice, I'm all padded up and I just slide. Take the pads away. Out of 10. See, see, that's the thing. We're, we're, we're falling. This is an accidental fall and you're wearing what you're wearing right now. This mm -hmm. is like, like, oh, well, I don't ice. Yeah. You ever crack walk outside and fucking crack your ass on some ice in your, in your part, in your, like a, uh, in a parking lot or something. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah. The ice has oh. no give at all. <laughs> like there's there's no give to And ice. it has the like colder things are just literally harder. Like, yeah. like it's it's it hurts and they just hurt more. It's yeah. uh it, wouldn't you rather so slip on the beach than like oh no wait, I take it back. The best playing surface to fall on is water polo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Falling on the yeah. beach, tripping on the beach is just like fast, relaxed. Water polo is scary to me. Water polo is one of the scariest sports that there are. Why? Because those guys are the best people in the world at drowning another human being. There is no one who spends more strong. time that it, they are professional athletes whose job is to drown someone while multitasking. <laughs> and while they're trying to be drowned by the other team. Peak me, That's what I mean. Really, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're offensive and defensive drowners. Like, 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 oh, you think you can drown me? <laughs> like, like, I've been getting drowned. Have you ever been held under the water for one and a half seconds too long? Your body immediately is like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, like you're, you're in a full-on panic because it's like, you. I will die if this situation is not remedied. Yeah. I can't imagine like having the wherewithal to be a, like in the midst of being drowned and like thinking of a way to reverse drown him and also having the wherewithal to be like, all right, we're down two one. If I don't drown here, we've got a real shot at coming back. How much time's at the clock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, a sport yeah, that's, that's a, never going to take off. Yeah. That's the scariest sport to me to actually compete in. Like, like I can't think of anything scarier than that. Like the correct me if I'm wrong. Water polo is the uniform. Like it, you might be thinking what of the banana hammocks they wear. That's a problem to start with. But that helmet thing, you can't look good. Ryan Grossling would be ugly dressed as a water polo player. Yeah, I'm not going for looks out there. I want some face protection because those guys I'm scratch. Always going for looks. Yeah, uh, no, they I probably have to wear those little goofy things. Uh, no one, want, you're right. No one would wear these if like. I'd show up in a fucking rash guard or a fucking scuba suit or something like that. I I, I bet those guys scratch. They, they look like some real shitty uh, bitches in that, some catty bitches in that sport. I, I wouldn't want to play that at all. <laughs> the idea of like, I'm sure someone's drowned. Like, Zach, when's the last time someone drowned in Olympic play? <laughs> look, look at this sucker. Look at that fucking elite athlete still looking. Keep down. in mind, that pool's like eight feet deep. He has driven himself out of the water to make this play. Yeah, He's it's not right. like he, he jumps the off the, the bottom. He's it's a madman. It's just He's intensity like of leg muscles just <laughs> propelling him up. Like, <laughs> These people are unbelievable. To make this fucking play. Wait, does he have a full? Okay, he does have the whole arm. So his elbow is. He's doing like a whole thing. He's about this to guy's elbow body just in the looks, temple. Like it looks like function. That just looks like functional strength. Like like right there. Yeah, yeah scary man. Those deltoids. And you think anyway, he's got, like like I the, bet the, the water, water polo caps, players can't wear jeans because <laughs> their asses are too big. <laughs> I thought it was a that's, dick joke. That's where either. your brain goes. Go it, straight it, to that. Look up. Look up what Sidney Crosby <laughs> looks like in jeans. It's it, it's hilarious. He can't wear jeans because his ass is too big because he trains his ass all the time. Hockey players look ridiculous in jeans. I like yeah, that. That's just information. I need to see it now. I yeah, can't you, wait. I yeah. Well, I you hate Sidney Crosby, and so you're going to deny that he's caked up, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you see, you see Sidney Crosby up. fucking bending over in the locker room. 
Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's him fucking 20 years ago. So, so he's got it's funny how his man, arms are as small as they are. Yeah, he's been poorly built his whole life. Like, 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 like look, I bet Sidney Crosby's a good looking like man. And, like, there you go. Like, like, he is he, caked he, up. You can't deny <laughs> Dude, That's outrageous. That's outrageous. <laughs> Man, he really grew into himself, eh? Yeah, his <laughs> arms that strong too, actually. Like I'm looking, like I don't know, yeah. looks like a bowler or something. Well, forearms yeah, you, are good. hockey's a good workout for forearms. You wouldn't have bet on that first guy to be like, all right, class, who do you think's going to be the professional athlete? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's voting Sydney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that fucking haircut and the big ass. Yeah, looks like he's six, like five, sitting down because his ass is. <laughs> he looks like a mismatched up. potato head body or something. Those parts don't even go together. And like, and that's not even as bad as uh, the the classic Tom Brady photo where oh. it's like it's like he was cast as a guy to play someone who was going to be football, like in football. Like he, this is his, his body like, rookie is, photo. Yeah, like maybe um combine photo. Or Super skinny. Like you got to have a real high sports IQ to overcome, <laughs> you know that. Or I what? guess like also, isn't he like six five? Like they're he was like, drafted late though. Like I, I want to say Tom Brady was a surprise to even the experts. I bet yeah. Zach knows what round he, <clears> he was drafted. drafted like seven hundredth or something. Like like really late. <laughs> Does that picture say when he's drafted? I I can't read. No, it, it looks anymore. like a cult. It would photograph like a inductee picture. Yeah. <laughs> Go stand naked by the sign. Does 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 O one mean two thousand one? Um I that or that's his uh jersey number. Where do you that see he, that? that he showed up with quarterbacks would have would be below oh. yeah, you can seven see, or below. You can or see there the year six thousand forty three. Yes, he's actually a, <laughs> he's actually a robot. <laughs> Sixty forty three, two eleven. That's two eleven championships just... he'll have by six thousand twenty three. That's the, I, I would I would say that's the the stat that'll never be broken. That seven uh, championships. I don't think anybody does that in the NFL again. Um, certainly not for a quarterback. Like no quarterback yeah. ever does that. He won thirty percent of the years. Is he retired? Is Brady yeah. retired? He yeah. Just yeah, he just yeah. Did. yeah yeah. So this is for for Wendigo. I was was poking around your channel recently, and oh boy. you've oh, been yeah. leaning. <clears throat> you always do, but like scary stuff. I think that's my favorite of your content is like oh, the the unnerving spooky things and the weirdness. What yeah. would your recommendation like what's a good rabbit hole for me if I want to get like fucking like scared? And I and and if it doesn't matter to me at all, if it's if I end up at the end and I'm like I don't buy this or I end up at the end and I'm like oh my god this seems real, take that out of it. Like just okay. scare me. Is is there anything specific you're afraid of? Like, is there one kind of fear, one lingering thing that bothers you per se? I'm more afraid of like serial killer style people than I am of like ghosts and uh, okay. and that kind of. So like someone okay. who like tortures people is scary yeah. and like and like unexpectedly like is in your house one day and he kidnaps yeah, you and yeah. tortures you in your basement. That's a lot scarier to me than like I think I saw an apparition. Like, okay. Uh, I will say some because I've read whenever I did the serial killer series, I read through a lot of transcripts of like evidence that like, you know, initial police crime scene reports of how murders were and like uh, uh, interviews they did with the killer. And some of the worst ones I remember was William Bonin. Um, I forget his real name, but the Golden State Killer. Uh mm -hmm. And the guy who was called like the Vampire of Colombia, his name—it was a Spanish name. I forget what it was. Those were the three that, when I went through the series, 
I was like, I was a different person after reading through like everything that they did. Um, okay. I'm not familiar uh, with this guy, William Bonin. What, yeah. What is... So, so William Bonin, uh, let me make sure I'm saying that name right. And or William Bonin, perhaps. Yeah, is, is it the guy who looks like me? He has long hair when you look at the picture. Cause everyone made that joke. He, uh, yes, you know, is, yeah, yeah. yeah a little Bonin. bit. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> everyone made that joke. Uh, yeah. William, uh, William Bonin was a child murderer who, what he would do is he, he had a couple accomplices, who, if I remember correctly, were guys who were like either I can't remember if they were mentally ill or if they were younger and just kind of like he kind of suckered them into what he was doing. It started mm -hmm. out as like, hey, we're going to rob some people. And then eventually it got to child murder. But he had this van he would drive around in and he would get kids. He'd, he'd find like these boys who were like 14, 15. It's like, hey, you want to go to a party? We're going to have like beer and stuff. And he'd get the kids to hop in the van. Yeah, there it is. That's the picture everyone says looks like me. Um, he'd get the kids to hop in the van. And he would, it was in California. He would just take them down some back road. And like the the details of what he did to these children are all manner of depraved uh, for hours on end. And then like to, the part that I remember, because, like, you know, I read about a lot of stuff like that where it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, he, he did X, Y, Z to the boys and then, uh, he would strangle them, I think, was the way he'd kill them. Um, but he would take stuff from them and then use it later as a joke. Like one of the accomplices said that uh, there's one boy he killed who had like $40 on him. So he kept the $40. And the next time they picked up a kid, they're like, hey, you want McDonald's? So they go and get McDonald's. And he's using the $40 and poking his accomplice like, hey, remember this came from? Isn't that funny? And like, like just like Jesus. So just not sadistic. Just, yeah, not just depravity, but like relishing in it, like how much he enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Like and when he was caught, like no regret, uh, just like, well, there it is, you know, um, yeah. I think no, it might have been him. It might have been someone else, but I'm pretty sure it was him that while he was in jail, he wrote letters to the mothers of the kids he killed talking about how much he enjoyed killing them. Like, yeah, like, I know that uh, Albert Fish did that. Albert Fish did in that, the yep. in the late 1800s, like in yeah, his, that, the Albert Fish letters are so <laughs> fucking depraved. We, we've talked about yeah. it on this show years and years ago, like he like kidnapped, murdered and then like eight children. Yeah. And then he would write letters to the parents of those children bragging about how how he maneuvered their kid, what he did to them before, how he cooked them, how delicious they were, mm -hmm. thanking them for it. Like like the most over like if you were if if Albert Fish was a character in a movie today, you'd go, I can't get into this. It's unrealistic. He's way, he's way too over the top. It's unrealistic. Yeah. You know, extreme. at least tamp it down to a Joffrey or a Ramsey. This guy's over the top. I can't buy into <laughs> this. Like but they're really it's a good reminder like evil like there are evil people like there are people who yeah not only are indifferent but they get off on that, harming others that, that guy albert fish he was so messed up that when he was in court uh he asked to be executed by guillotine because he said if he was able to hear the blood rush from his neck for a split second when it happened that would be the best pleasure he could ever experience like mm -hmm. just a, an animal just like oh, a yeah. monster yeah he, he yeah. was like independent like he was sadistic and masochistic. So yes, like he would yep. torture the shit out of children. And then he would like put his penis and testicles like on top of his kitchen table and nail it to the table. Yep. 
Yep. Like he that, was, like and he so was he was a lunatic. In places, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that guy needed to be put down. That's a fun like little yeah. story right before bed. Highly recommend it. <laughs> Albert, Albert Fish, very, look very at him. Read, his, read the Albert Fish letter. It's reprehensible. Uh, but but yeah, so so like the, those, those are good suggestions. I got them pulled the, up now. Look at the, those serial killers are good. I would also suggest some like. Like cult leaders are often kind of treated as like a hee hee ha ha, like a goofy, like isn't this guy quirky? Like even if there mm-hmm. were murders, it's like, wow, these people were so dumb or whatever. But when you read about like some of the ways that cult leaders indoctrinated uh, people around them, it is depressing. Like Ervil uh, uh, LeBaron, he was one of the guys, he, he's, a lot of people misunderstand LeBaron as being like a founder of Mormonism. He was okay. famous because in the early days of Mormonism, he got kicked out. And started like a whole cult separate to Mormonism. Mm, okay. Um, he, he was like a big practicer of polygamy and stuff like that. And what he would do is he had a theory that he pulled out of the Old Testament and he called it uh, blood redemption, I think. It's blood redemption, blood sacrilege, something like that. And it was the idea that some people were so sinful in their lives, the only way that they could go to heaven is if they're murdered uh, by righteous people and like a prayer said over them or whatever. So what Ervil would do is if there was like, say for, he had like, you know, 20 wives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And say one of the daughters of one of those wives disagreed with him or tried to leave. He would go to the mother of that girl and be like, Hey, do you want your daughter to go to heaven? You're going to have to kill her. And like he would talk these poor, these poor delusional people into murdering family members because he said it's the only way they could get into the gates. And like reading that, reading uh, the testimonies of people who were in that group. Oh my word. Some of the most terrifying stuff ever. That that guy was absolutely evil. Um, But yeah, a lot, there's a lot of cult leaders like that who are very messed up. Who are some other Uh, interesting, uh, some other cult leaders? I, I'm woefully misinformed or uninformed, I guess, on so much of the cult shit. Hmm. I, I don't yeah. know enough about that. Heaven's Gate is about like the extent of, yep. of what I've looked into. But that's like the Beatles of cults. Like, <laughs> and so like you can't really say like, oh, yeah, I'm into cults. And it's like, oh, na- name three cults. Oh, <laughs> Heaven's Gate. Name three of their albums. Yeah, name three of their albums, idiot. Oh, man, I've been called out. So I need, I need to find a better one. But like you're, you're a million percent right about the whole cult thing of people being smarmy and smug. Like <laughs> these idiots, they, <laughs> they didn't know. It's like, these people Look who these are in people. like influence circles, cults, like they can't see outside it by yeah. design. All of their interactions and the social cost of disagreement are incorporated into that. If yeah. they had a robust yeah. system and network of people who weren't involved in that cult, then it would be easier. Like that's why the first step of any cult or like indoctrination is separating you from your family, yeah. separating you from your friends, making you believe that nothing can be trusted except for what is said here. And when you're surrounded by a bunch of people who have done the same thing, you know, they've done oh, t- Tony, he distanced from his family and his friends and he hasn't had an issue with it. What, what, what's wrong with you? Are, are, are you not bought in? Do you not believe what we believe? Like those, like those kind of social you're not manipulations. Let it down, are yeah. you? 
you're not you're, yeah. you're one of us you're not going to go against it yeah that happens mm -hmm. all the time you you like, pretty much uh your only friends and family are us now and you're, you're disappointing us like what's going to happen there, there's this weird misconception and a lot of it's just because you know they don't know any better but there's mm -hmm. this misconception a lot of people have that like happy people who were doing well in life join cults but it's almost never that it's yeah. like uh, i don't know if i've talked about them before I know it was on a podcast. I don't think it was on PKA. I talked about uh, the Ant Hill Kids. Did I did I do this diatribe? I, I, I don't recall the Ant Hill Kids. No. Okay. Tell us so about it. The Ant Hill Kids were a cult in the seventies. It was either the sixties or seventies. They were led by a guy named Roche Thoreau. Um, Roche, I think it's it's either Rock or Roche. Uh, it's a French name. Roche was a pastor in i forget what denomination of church it was some branch of christianity for seventh day adventist seventh yes thank you seventh day adventist um before he broke off and then up in uh french canada began this farm um and what he would do is he would go to these people in bars uh he would pray apparently for women like near like uh, uh hospitals like women who had miscarriages like he was seeking out people who were in the worst point of their life and he and he'd effectively start with the even uh the evangelist thing of like hey jesus loves you uh do you want a home do you want a community mm -hmm. And he started inviting people to this farm he was effectively building up in the mountains. And he did this for years. So for years, it was just a group of people who had nowhere to go. They were completely lost. And then someone offers them food, shelter, and friendship. And it was years of that before it became what it eventually turned into. And that's how people get indoctrinated to mm -hmm. the point that they join and become a part of a cult. It's not just like, and I want to be abused by you know some charismatic yeah. figure. But like Roche was... It, it was a very slow decline. Uh, the first step of it, I believe, is he started having them do labor. Like, okay, you go work and I'll stay here and run things. And people were like, yeah, that makes sense. And it's like, hey, do you care to help build like the houses around here? And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then it started to be like, I think I need to have children with the women here. And the single women were like, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm down for it. But then the mm -hmm. husbands were like, hey, you know, I could give my wife to this guy. Uh, so then he has all these children that are his. And then after, I think the cult, there was a period of time he went to jail and like every day, all of them would come to the jail and talk to him. Um, he went to jail for like several months. I think the cult lasted for about 15 years. And by the end of it, th there were so many violence scenarios that happened. But one of the more intense ones was a woman tried to run away after I think he had forced himself on her. I can't remember the scenario. But she tried to run away and it was it was in the middle of Canada in the winter. So it was freezing. And these men brought her back and he in front of everyone, he dragged her onto like he had like a church set up. Uh, he dragged mm -hmm. her to the altar, pulled a hatchet and cut her arm off at the front of uh, at the front of the room in front of everyone. And no one did anything. They were just like, yeah, she she went against us. What else are we going to do? And, you know, she's crying and screaming. And then he just puts down the axe and holds her and starts patting her like, shh, it's OK. And everyone was just like, yeah, this is this is fine. This is what uh, happens when you mess with the happens. cult leader. The, the, thing that, yeah, the, the thing that eventually did them in was uh, a woman died during it was something like she got sick or she got cut. And I I forget the details, but Roche did something like he ordered someone to put a bag over her mouth or something like that. He did. He ordered them to do something that got her killed. 
And then there was a period of time where they tried to hide her body and then her family came looking for her and eventually everything got found out. Oh, it was the woman who got her arm cut off. She escaped while the police were investigating and she went to the police, told them what happened and uh, all of them got arrested. But yeah, these people were conditioned over the period of over a decade to be like, yeah, if, you know, he wants to cut her arm off, like, you know, that's his right. That's what we get. And that that's scary to read about, like situations like that where people yeah. are absolutely at the will of some madman and you have to uh remember like like something else with it is like the longer someone is in a cult or in like one of those circles the more like sunk cost is involved and so like someone who's in a cult for two days is a lot more likely to be talked out of it if you've Mm -hmm. been in there for years like that is your life leaving that is not only changing your whole life and uprooting yourself it's also an admission that you were fooled and I don't remember who said it, but it's a lot easier to fool people than to convince them they've been fooled. And so, like, you yeah. you spend five years in a cult, like, that's your fucking life. Like, that's you're it. not going to yep. let anything separate you from that because those are your friends. That's your family. So what it's what are we defining thing. as cults? Like, like what, what? how do you know it's a cult? Like, you, someone tells you, uh, hey, hey, Taylor, look, I found myself. There's this group of people. They got a new way of doing things, and I like it. And for the first time in my life, I feel at peace. You know what? I'm leaving my job behind. I'm putting all my money into this. We all did. And look, hey, I am definitely not the richest guy there, buddy. I'm going to tell you that right now. We're pulling a lot of money together so we can all just live in fucking harmony. And that's all there is to it. I mean, there's a guy in charge. Yeah. And he takes a cut. <laughs> but but Father Michael keeps us together. He keeps us guided on the path of the that God wanted us to be on, the one he originally wanted us to be on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No owls. And, and it's a good place. Like, what do you say to this guy? I mean, I... It's hard because like so much of like the cult part is the insistence on removal of yourself socially from your existing connections. So if, part, if 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 you were inviting me and you were like, yeah, bring your family, bring your friends, like we meet up every week and we're going to hang out and we do this. I'd be like, OK, this isn't a cult. They're not trying to separate me from my life. If you were like, hey, you know, in addition to this, Taylor, I think you should come stay on this compound with me for a while. No, just you, just you. I don't think your parents and your friends, I don't think they're, I don't think they're bought in yet. Honestly, do you think they are? No, I don't think they're like you and I, I agree, but yeah, come on. Uh, I get, then I'd be like, okay, like this guy's trying to fucking put layers between me and the people I'm familiar with. This is a cult. Hmm. I've never, uh, I've never seen anything like that. Honestly. Um, I'm, I'm glad that I was never cool enough, I guess, to be invited to a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been invited either. Not even the clan. Like, like I remember, um, my dad. Told how many, how many Klansmen are there? Like thirteen FBI agents. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like who, who the fuck is in the Klan in twenty twenty three? Unironically, my dad yeah. said that. My dad said that when they were all like, I don't know, nineteen or twenty, that the Klan would come around. They, he's like, they came around. Like they were in the back of a pickup truck with a loudspeaker, well, like, like, like a traveling show. Like no, like, <laughs> like Barnum like, and like, Bailey's. Come one, come all. Well, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go around and let everybody know. Hey, tonight, tonight we're gonna be out over here. We're having a big meeting. And look, you don't have to join or anything. We just want you to hear us out. And uh, like everybody went. He was like, we heard him out. 
wasn't really for us <laughs> you know the hoods and such uh <laughs> that'd be hilarious like a like a sketch where like instead of a mormon coming to your house like it's a kkk guy and you're like try- <laughs> you're like trying to be polite you're like i yeah i know man i oh whoa okay uh, yeah, yeah sure I, i'm in the middle of something right now i'm so sorry like <laughs> a few can you not ago. come back later ever <laughs> like <laughs> or just lie and be like oh how can i help you today like and then he'll oh, <laughs> and oh, then he'll God. leave. He'll be like, "Oh, I- a, a few months ago, uh, someone it got posted onto Facebook, I think, and it showed up like people were putting flyers up around town that said there was going to be a KKK rally in my county. They're like, the clan's coming, and it's like, bring your kids, bring your friends, but we're having <laughs> a grill on. out. Yeah, come one, just one, just the one. Uh, but yeah, they, they, it was like uh, it's going to be in this county." Uh, it's going to be at this location. And like, I saw it and I'm like, this is a troll. This is absolutely a troll. It has to be. Um, like even if the clan was here, you don't put flyers up outside a pizza hut. Like, (laughs) um, but I was like, this is clearly a troll, but I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. And boy, did something happen. The sheriff had a speech like in a small Tennessee County, the sheriff had like local papers come and he was like, we do not support this kind of tolerance why it's free speech we stand against it the judge uh the judge put out a statement the uh uh the 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 uh what, what what's like the, i'm going branded right now comptroller president yeah, yeah. <laughs> president of a county what's mayor the mayor mayor <laughs> yeah that's we got it. there we got there. <laughs> we got it yeah <laughs> one piece at a time yeah the mayor was like uh they put out like a statement on facebook that was like uh we do not stand by this this isn't a part of blah 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 and um, the day came at the, it was the location that they had listed um, was by like a riverbank just out of town. And when the day came, pictures were going around on Facebook, like 200 pickup trucks with machine guns in the back of them. <laughs> like every, every good old boy in the county showed up. They were sitting on top of their Ford F-150s with an AR-15, like, let's see the Klan try to rally in our county. And they just stood out there for a few hours, then went home. It's all that happened. That ain't the kind of shit we're for around these parts. <laughs> hey, feller, you take you that. the Klan in- invi- They let Polacks in. this ain't the kind of intolerance we're fond of around these bars (laughs) i'm rewatching me and my black wife are gonna have to ask me kindly to get the hell out of our town my beautiful little miss grace kids don't need your hate anywhere near our our beautiful city here In in Whiteburg, Tennessee. Whiteburg. <laughs> <laughs> we don't stand by the clan. No, we don't like it. Un- take un- your, unless. your shit out of here. <laughs> like they're like ripping on clans people for like not being real Southerners, <laughs> not being real country people. <laughs> this fellers wearing a, he ain't even on a farm. You bunch of carpetbaggers coming down here. You can't wear that on a farm. It get too hot. Yeah, feller, I got a feeling you're more of a 4chan shit poster than. <laughs> that, that, that was literally me yeah. reading, reading. Your hands are looking mighty like... soft for a supposed man of the south. <laughs> I like the saying "all cat, all hat, no cattle." That is all a good hat, no cattle. That's good. Yeah. That's what the chicken farmer would be. All hat, no cattle. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, we had some cattle. 
<laughs> right, right. Uh, my, my, uh, I, I didn't do a lot of cattle stuff. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about um, the the um, the cult. I've been watching The Wire. No, well, okay, oh, let's stay on cults. Yeah, actually, let's stay on cults. <laughs> did you? <laughs> have a cult I, I thought you had more another cult question. What is what he did? What, so what he did have a cult question that got cut off. Uh, do you remember? I was asking about how the money worked. Good. Oh, for for uh, the, the, the cult. Yeah, like like well, in in general, like how do they oh, get just people to give up their resources and give them to someone? Like it. <laughs> like, so it. It depends on the cult. Sometimes they'll have a few benefactors. Like sometimes they'll convince a couple rich guys and that's where most of the money comes from. Sometimes like, I don't think Waco was a cult to the degree people say it was, but it's definitely a cult in some branch regard. Davidians, eh? The branch Davidians. Yeah. Um, the way that they did it is Koresh just stayed at the compound, but everyone worked in town and there was you know like how a I know it was a cult? fun. How's that? Because they're called the branch Davidians. As a kid that rolls off the tongue uh, on the newscast, and you don't ever stop to think about what it means. Hmm. David Koresh leads the Davidians. They, they, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, like it's a cult. Um, the, the real question about that is, were they sexually abusing children and fostering an environment in which that was to be normal and commonplace? Or did the FBI lie about that after they burnt all those children alive? I So from... All the research, all the the stories I've read on the topic, I do think the FBI fostered the story. Uh, there were several CPS uh, investigations before all of that went down. They were never able to turn up any evidence. And everyone who was a part of it vehemently attested that that didn't happen. Um, that was I say it's 50-50. I'm 50-50 on it. Here's why. I just think, any, uh, man, it just seems like historically and from every example we ever have, whenever you have some dude who's running a cult he's he's it's all about pussy and it ends up being about underage pussy for some reason we haven't been able to put our finger on that one here yet with <laughs> the, despite all our study um and uh, <laughs> research expert woody here he's delved deep and hard and and he hasn't come up with as deep as i can yet. i don't mean to brag I mean. yeah it hurts for a while so they, but, but i don't know what they were I don't know if that was the case or not but i'd say 50 50 it was right it just seems like it almost always that's what's well, going on even, even with it, like are the good religions the ones that we pretend aren't cults it's like that's what's going on there <laughs> yeah. too i'm gonna balance that out i'm gonna say uh zero percent chance they were doing that and it was the oh. fbi lion so now now the average the is, is back no have i haven't have, have, i have i have done no research i have no idea okay so let me tell you about this so here's what i saw on the news and i don't i don't know if this was the fbi being like oh look at these look at what we found it was like a kid's sort of informational pamphlet that you would hand to like i don't know a kid to prepare them for their sexual life that's that's coming right around the corner like, like you know the, but, your body's changing like that no more of. like uh david's gonna fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you may You're notice so hair. <laughs> you may notice hair but that wasn't hair before you may notice a man named david walking into your room erect at night and demanding <laughs> things of you this is all part of becoming a woman <laughs> yeah so i saw those pamphlets on the news and the que the only question is like if you could find out those were fake um i i feel like that's the little so little piece of evidence that I, to me so, so i uh I, I looked into the pamphlets and from every article i read that was not evidence that was brought forward by any state department that was entirely mentioned by news sources and never backed by anything yikes uh, all the cult mm. members said that it's kind of like you remember how after like well i i was too young to remember but looking back 
after 9-11, they were like, oh, and we found the the hijacker's passport in the record. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole, like, no, you didn't. What are you talking about? Like, it was kind of like that. The news is like, hey, I know what we can do to be sensational for the next half hour. Sure. Um, mm. So to, from everything I read, that's where that pamphlet, pamphlet come were. from. Like, where'd it that, come from? Someone made that shit. Someone printed it off of a printer. Someone stapled it together. Someone, did, someone drew those little stick figure children. You know what I mean? Someone wrote it. Yeah. And the only answer that, that comes to mind is that's the sort of thing that our government does sometimes when they're taking somebody down, like a political figure or something like that. They make yeah. those sorts of false evidences famously. Yeah. Like if you look at the sort of things they were doing to Martin Luther King or, or, or uh, Malcolm X or, um, you know, even we talked about, you know, it's people we don't like as well. It's not like they're just picking on civil rights leaders. Also like Fidel Castro, just mm-hmm. all those wily coyote stunts. They tried to pull, making his beard fall out, making him yep. be on LSD during his speeches, mm-hmm. all that craziness, kookiness. And the, the bad part is they kept failing somehow. Like how did Fidel keep getting the best of us over and over? The, that had to be such, a o- such an o- L. Operation Mongoose, which was their, their operation to kill him or depower him or whatever is the dumbest so it's it's literally like they watched a Bugs Bunny cartoon and were like, we could do this. We could. What is it, it? like? What? So they it was an operation the CIA put together that was off the books for a while. Uh, the guy who headed it was man, I forget his name. He's the same guy who headed Operation Wailing Soul, uh, which is when they tried to convince the Vietnamese that there were ghosts in the jungle. Oh, that's it, a good one. Yeah, that it was the same guy, the same guy what who a ran ridiculous that one. country, and and the and the same guy who uh, staged the vampire attack in the Philippines, which I made a video about. Yeah, um, but that it, was his so, credit that he used to get that second. Literally, game. that's the guy who they're like, he's he's got Castro in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. Castro notoriously afraid of ghosts. <laughs> so, the Operation Mongoose was uh, essentially his series of plans to get rid of Castro. And some of the plans in there that they sent agents on to try to do was put exploding cigars in his cigar box. Um, they tried to put poisonous pins in his slip in his house shoes so that he steps on attack and gets poisoned um, or venom. Uh, they tried to uh, they tried to sabotage the cattle in um, Cuba because Castro was famously a big fan of ice cream. So they were like, if we can huge. get rid of ice cream, yeah, huge. Uh, Two fights tonight. It How literally. Slim? If if we Didn't. can get th- their plan was if we can get like rid cool of man. ice cream, he's gonna fall apart. Like he'll just be he'll fall apart at the seams. <laughs> he needs uh, his ice cream. <laughs> they tried to they tried to poison his ice cream on multiple occasions. They tried to have his server like spike it with something. Uh, there was what Kyle said. They tried to spike his drink at meetings so he would go up to stage high. Yeah um i did hear they uh they that time they they painted a tunnel on a rock in front yeah, of that, that's Famous. what they were getting and, to and it was insane <laughs> look fidel's 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 limo approaches the rock they painted and the cia was over there watching like oh we got him this time <laughs> i don't fucking believe it he drove through and, 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 and the cia was like all right well, we can still get him and they rushed to run through the rock as well bust their heads on it right there <laughs> on the ground it was yeah. humiliating it was Hoisted humiliating by their own guitar <laughs> that's 
that was the downfall of that uh, that weapon manufacturer. What was uh, mm -hmm. Acme? Acme. Yeah. 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 They made really yeah. Good. They made terrible weapons. Uh, <laughs> I could never recover so after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was no. a no. But yeah, they they tried to kill him in so many. A pint of ice cream is roughly never worked. Calories up. Like if he's eating vanilla ice cream, I think a pint's like eight hundred calories roughly. If it's full fat ice cream, and you gotta imagine that nineteen sixty shit is not skim milk. That ain't no oat ice cream. That's some full. That's must double been, fat. He must have been skimping on calories a lot of the day to afford sixteen hundred. Smoking those ciggies. He was he like, a big like drinker. He had two bowling balls in his oh, belly. That guy. You guys act like a... he stayed thin. All the photos I, I remember re of him are are like young him with that you powerful know, yeah, we're, beard. We're remembering was... like the young picture. He probably got fat as hell. Here's the thing though. Remember how long he lived? Like like he just died like yeah. 10, 12 died years ago recently. or something. No, no, Raul? it was like it was like four years ago, four or five years ago. But Raul had taken over, I guess, maybe for a while. Yes, yeah, Castro had been older to the side for a bit. Yeah, Raul I'm glad we opened that shit up. Like that's old business, as far as I'm concerned. Like we should be able to get those cigars if they're actually any fucking good. Yes, cigars yeah. suck, man. Uh, they're they're just—they just—they're gross. They just I'm don't willing. taste good. Have you ever like? All right. Every time I've you start a cigar, you're always feeling like I'm gonna feel classy. I'm gonna get it, and then you start it, and you're thinking, "I'm in I like, this for an hour." <laughs> I've told this whole story before, but like I got into cigars, and because I got like a humidor and maybe some other like accessories for Christmas one year, and I had like a dude, I got three hundred dollar lighter. Like, let's we should probably buy a cigar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I got into them, and I realized right away, like the regular like I don't know kind of cigars that like dudes smoke on a golf course. Just make me lightheaded and taste like strong, thick, wet tobacco. But the ones I like were these cigarillos that were somewhere kind of like that shit Clint Eastwood would always be chewing on, like about that diameter. It's not a big fat cock that they're, you're puffing on. It's just a little bit bigger than a cigarette, but it's brown wrapping and they're flavored. I think it's more like a white guy Swisher Sweet, if I'm being honest. Like they were classy or they were like, you know, they were the the flavors you'd get at a gas station yeah <laughs> but i think they maybe i think they probably actually used oranges and the ones i was so buying. you're smoking wood tip wines <laughs> like like they were expensive and i was I, I would always stop and like for maybe a year i was smoking those things i would stop when we went to florida and uh at a at like a cigar place that was there but every time we went to vegas i would stock up but those i like but the but, but like what cigars well, those aren't a big like? commitment like Commit you're just smoking a normal a little if you want to throw away half oh, of the time, you don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, forget the time. And and the other thing is like, when do you light it up? Like 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 what? It's got to be like when you're back home, when you can smoke it freely. The worst thing ever is when someone's smoking one in your presence and it's disgusting. Like, like, like I've played poker with with a guy who smoked cigars before, and he was like, not right next to me, but one seat over, ruined the whole night for me. Like I, I like the it. smell of cigars, even if I don't I like smoking do them. They they smell pretty good. He was like, smoking some. It was like it was, it was like unrolling and peeling apart, and he was gnawing at it incessantly. So it was all wet and like I would describe the appearance but of his cigar rude. as vulgar. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, then that is just that's a rude problem of him, it seems. Because if he was just sitting there and like was, smoking it normally, not he was like eating it, short and fat. And I remember thinking like, whose friend is this? Like, like who is this person? Yeah, he didn't have a fucking, lot. The penguin hanging out. It, honestly like not far from it it was such a gross old cocksucker isn't it gross weird like like, like like it's just nicer to have like better looking people around right like i was gonna sure. go on a, like like you ever been like going on mirrors like, that's why i got rid of my on, third kid 
You guys don't See? even know about him. We don't know about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hey, Ugo, get the hell out of here. <laughs> that kid didn't even get a name. <laughs> no, no, you're so good at taking the picture that we need you to do it. <laughs> what do you, what do you, Anyone else you're good at hiking? My little attic living photographer, you. <laughs> Woody's got some poor ugly kid in his garage just working on small engines out there. It ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Doesn't run on gas. It's nitromethane, genius. <laughs> I ain't never been to school, daddy. Pow, pow. If they were going to find you, oh. they would have by now. Don't you see that? <laughs> That's Jackie's laugh, by the way. She's like, <laughs> she's, she's the driving force. If it was up to me, I'd let you go, but your mother. Oh, she won't have it. You're, like, you're like filling his milk to the absolute brim and like daring him to spill a drop. <laughs> like the meniscus is like a big dome on top. <laughs> I didn't raise you to be a wastrel. Whack! Just. <laughs> What is a wastrel? <laughs> you know what a wastrel is. Someone who wastes things. This yeah, is a funny that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In 30 seconds, there was this lore to yeah. him beating a child. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. This is his, uh, fake, his third kid, the one who's not loved. Not my fault, he's ugly. I was my no. uh, <laughs> it's half my fault, maybe. My little, uh, my little brother had a different name, the one that was miscarried before me. Mm -hmm. like, like they named him Lyle. and uh and uh I, no i always thought it was interesting though that like i didn't get his name you know what i mean like he he died you know like like mm -hmm. I, oh, yeah. I, I never like asked like how far along but it was far enough along that they yeah, it was name. a boy and they Damn. had a name and uh That's and cool. i always thought that that was i never really thought about it too much until maybe just right now but like i didn't get his name you know he had his mm -hmm. name and it was do you know what yeah. it was or did they just tell you we had one picked out <sighs> it might have been brendan like for some reason that comes to uh, comes that's to mind. Why they didn't give it to you. That's why they didn't. Like that's a fine name. That's okay. Like like I don't know. Like Brendan Fraser is the only one I can think of. Uh, that that's a Brendan. And like I went to school with six other Kyles. Like something like that. It was stupid. It was like in really? my grade alone there was I don't want to like drop their names or whatever, but it was like three others. Three others my age. Like like in my grade. And then there was another one that was a year younger um one that was two years older and one that was one year older and so like in high school it was like we're so many of us it was lame yeah. it was I, I don't lame. remember kyle being that big but i remember like i knew a couple kyles in high school i remember my parents like feeding me the bullshit line of like you know in the early 90s you know in, like 91 like taylor was a boy's name and I've, over mm. time i was like no because there's four tailors in my grade and i'm the only boy and yeah. we were all born at the same time and so over time i realized like they wanted a girl like absolutely like not even close there were way more girl tailors i, I met one they other didn't notice you were tailor. a boy until like year three or something is that what happened <laughs> until it the became real came obvious yeah until the yeah i remember uh, like feeling like right i figured now, that out you have a boy he's born today what's his name uh hmm we name him after Zach. Zach. <laughs> what is the good yeah. name, boy or girl? I want to think what what's a name that's coming back that I could get on the ground level with? Because KP. I mean, like Khaleesi, like that sort of stupid shit. Like, 
it's cyclical exactly what i did like, but yellowstone yeah, yeah there's like not there's not a lot of kyles right now i wouldn't think but maybe like oh rutherford you is coming back to yourself right now karen Karen. Karen's being named just, right now. Just a son who fucking hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. I'm trying to make you tough. I'm gonna be honest. Like, like, like I like Hey, I settle like... down, homo. Settle down. <laughs> what about Jebediah? Now stick with me here for a second because mm, you're gonna like call him Jeb. Angle. You're gonna call him Jeb, but but that's a hell of a signature, right? Like, like that looks good on a on a fucking building or something. Fucking Jebediah Industries. If I, shit, that's my, where's my little book at? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> after this was knives. This was after what? Tyrone. This was not after my book. What Trump did to Jeb. It fell everywhere. I don't want to. I could do Jedediah, J E D, Jedediah, but not Jebediah because Jebediah. Like lazy Jeb, he yeah, low energy. That'll be so nobody will remember that in five, ten more years, though. That's That's all we'll remember. No, we'll remember, but his like his like cohorts, his age, they don't know who actually, you know what? You're right. I could, I it could, I could name him after uh, Jebediah Springfield, (laughs) founder of Springfield Springfield. in The Simpsons, yeah, which is like more impactful than than most of the people in my life. So yeah, I'll name him after Jebediah Springfield, who they say he they say he was a fraud. They said that whacking day when he like drove all the snakes out of Springfield, they said it was nonsense, but yeah. it turns out that like his history is more important for the people of Springfield than the true horror that he committed. So that was a like really the, like the like the the jelly belly queen uh king or yeah. whatever from that all yeah. Rick and Morty universe. Just let turned this happen. out <laughs> turned out that was just Justin Roiland. That was just Rapey Royland, as they call Well, the him. problem is, is that he's a Daniel Day Lewis like method actor. Method and, actor, and it's <laughs> a right. it's a running TV series, and so like, what he's going to not method act? What's the Always? what's the most serious crime that you could get away with because of method acting as a as a defense? Shooting someone during a shot in the middle of a movie, <laughs> killing someone in a movie. <laughs> All right, let's just talk about that. So we didn't talk about last week. Uh, Alec Ball when they charged him with involuntary manslaughter, Insane. I believe. Um, and and, and like, in case you don't know, guy was making a movie. He's doing a rehearsal for a scene where he points a gun at somebody. He did so whether he needed to pull the trigger or not. He did. Real bullet in it. Killed her dead. She is dead. Um, and somehow they found him to be somewhat culpable. They believe he is, you know, of, of involuntary manslaughter. And it just seems absurd to me. It seems so absurd. Like everything I've ever worked on, like, my God, it's so under, there's no bullets, dude. There's no real bullets near the fake guns. And there's no, if there's going to be fake guns, they're treated like real guns. Like, but, but he's the actor. It's his job to, to hold that gun and use it like a prop. If it's handed to him, he's not supposed to, there are bullets in it, by the way, all the time. There were supposed to be bullets in it, fake bullets. He has no way, unless maybe I could tell the difference if there's dimpled mm-hmm. primers on a fake one, which is my guess. He would need to open the fucking chamber. I don't know if it's one that has a, a peaky kind of lever thing. So you sure. see the backs of the shells and load them one at a time. Or if it's got the, the thing where it like yeah. cantilevers out, yeah, um, the good. cylinder does. He would need to like look at the primers of bullets and be like, oh, something's <clears throat> amiss here. 
No, that it's so absurd that he's. Yeah. And I don't it like does that seem guy. Ridiculous. But and, and he's like on set doing this every day, right? If every day I rent an airsoft gun from you and go play, right? And then on the ninth day you swap out my airsoft gun with a real gun, and they're otherwise identical. Like I yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. If you ask me, the, the, as the scenario you just described, where yeah. like I was here to rent a toy, they gave me a gun. <laughs> like how am i yeah. culpable for using my toy in a setting where it was meant to be used and someone lied and made it a gun like yeah. it's 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 so it's i hope he's okay i hope, I hope he doesn't get charged with that it's a weird precedent to set that if it he doesn't act- seem like he deserves to be charged for it. like i i don't think Not he's as- very funny but he didn't i don't think he murdered that woman yeah. like yeah. Or, or manslaughtered I, her like i think he's a really good actor um i don't think i've really enjoyed anything he's done for like a couple decades but I remember like uh, that that what is it uh, Hunt for the Red October I think where he's like the he's the Jack Ryan character uh, like like he's the guy going aboard the nuclear submarine with his fucking hairy chest out I remember all those movies he was in back then um, the um, the one where he comes in with the two balls and he talks to the salesman about like uh, like coffee is for closers oh yeah <laughs> that scene um, that Glenn, ba- Glenn for like or something for like a decade Alec Baldwin was was one of the like best looking sexiest most talented actors on the planet and the and you know he said I didn't really enjoy like when he was shitting on Trump you know why because he was good at it because he was good at it he's good at shitting on Trump his Trump impression excellent he does the lip thing. Yeah, he, did, he, he hit the voice pretty well. So I credit credits too. Yeah, he did. He does have a good Trump. Yeah. So we, I feel uh, bad. We uh we shouldn't have done this, but when we were on the movie set, we were working with blank guns while we were there, and there was a lot of the crew there who was from New York, never been around firearms before, and a lot of them were really skittish. You know, like oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, just the armor touches them, and maybe a couple producers. We don't want. So they were nervous, and as soon as that started happening. We just started airdropping each other pictures of Alec Baldwin with no context. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so I'd be up, I'd be up there standing. We we had like an M two four nine that we were doing a scene with, and I'm standing there with the armor talking over like how to do the shot, and I get a buzz and just look down and it's a picture of Alec Baldwin, and I just have to keep talking <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, yeah, careful. Yeah, that, that's wild. I've never worked with like toy guns. It was always deadly stuff, so we always yeah. got the same like yeah. manner. Your videos free. would have sucked with toy guns. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, we did some paintball videos. Those were fun. I, I watched one of my paintball videos the other today. Day, we so are going got- to turn this fridge. Lime green. (laughs) (laughs) 46 feet away. (laughs) Wow, uh, isn't this great content? (laughs) But there was a bunch of times when I would be the guy there that was responsible for a bunch of guns and a bunch of bullets, and there would be at least three or four people there that are here to shoot them and have never shot a gun before. And, like, that's... I've never done anything like that before. I don't have any range safety training i never really been to many ranges before that had rules. I've been shooting in a field my whole life. Yeah. So that was fun to kind of learn on the fly to try to keep everybody safe and try to get that shit like filmed and everything. Because I don't, I can't remember if Hex had ever even shot a gun. And I, I was like counting on some of them to be like, I don't know, I thought of Optic Hex. I'm like, yeah, he's from Chicago. He's, he's Mexican. 
Like, <laughs> dude's probably been, he's probably been like rat a tat tat in his whole life or something. Mm-hmm. Like, like I didn't know what everybody's like level. It's I knew wild, that little wild there was assumptions. That... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know that classic like, where I'm from, Hispanic every gun stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I mean, he's like, I think of him as like a, a manly man, like a dude's yeah. dude. Like, like he he no right, pussy right. or anything. So like, if you're if you're that kind of guy and you live here, like. Yeah, you've got a shotgun in your truck, probably. What kind do you have? Is it a Benelli? Like, you know, like, I don't know. I just kind of, was, yeah. nobody had shotguns before, I don't think. Nobody had ever shot a fucking gun. And it was, it was so fucking fun. That was one of the most fun things I've ever done. Like, I don't think a lot of people watch that. And I loved it because I, I wasn't getting paid for views. I was getting paid to like produce this thing for them. So I didn't care if anybody watched it. It was just episode was after episode where it was so much fun to do that shit. That was so fun. It was, um, I've told it before and it's mean to even say, but whatever. But but like the 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 one guy who was known for sniping was like really struggling with the sniper part of the competition. And it was <laughs> he was on the verge of tears. He was just like, <laughs> you don't understand, this shit's not gonna play. Because <laughs> 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 on the internet, this is the guy. This yeah. is the guy who he quick scopes. Who invented, yeah. he invented phase plan for him. Oh, the competition? No. Oh, the, I don't know. I don't think anybody out he couldn't shoot. Nobody. Look, we. I'm. It got edited, so nobody looked like a fool or anything. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, like, like I'm. I, when somebody misses something twenty times a row in a row, and we got to give them a new magazine, we just throw that away. <laughs> oh, that didn't happen. You know. But did you ever like, do the, something where like they couldn't hit it, so you got a shot of them shooting, and you were like, "Give me the, give me the fucking gun, ping!" And like, <laughs> then, no. then you like put that cut in. No, because like, like. I was in charge of designing all of the shots too. This is called the controller, by the way. If anybody wants to watch it on YouTube, again, don't give a shit if you do or not. It's but it's called the controller, um, Medal of Honor Warfighter. God, they made me say that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Medal of Honor Advanced Warfighter. <laughs> oh, over and over, I had to say that shit every segment that began with those fucking words. But I set up sec. I set up games, if you will, or competitions where. Everybody was going to make something blow up eventually. It was really a matter of how long it took you to make the thing blow up. But everybody mm-hmm. blew something up. It was just, it was really about how, who could do it fastest. <laughs> this is so, like, I've never seen this video. I haven't and yeah, either. It's on Optic And I watched Gaming. a ton of FPS Russia back in the So day. if you it see um, um, all of that, anytime a gun goes off, those are real bullets. I'll just say that. You, maybe you'll get to some parts where you think, you think no, that wasn't real, was it? Um, cause like for some reason they made, and we filmed them all in a row. I think I was changing <laughs> yeah. shirts maybe even, but, but it's like to be, to end every segment or maybe to begin them. They're like punctuated with me shooting a gun comically to like start the race. And, and every time it's like a bigger, more ridiculous handgun. Now I had fun bro, making that bro. Opening this video to a machinima <laughs> logo is yeah. like a PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good guys. The good now, guys. And the, the whole concept was that those special forces guys were going to kind of coach the nerds or the gamers or whatever up to be shooters and vice versa. Because then they, they had to go back to L.A. and film the second half of this shit. And that's all like in a studio with them playing video games. And they were begging me to go out to L.A. and help them fix that. They were like, so we, we have a lot of great footage of you guys blowing things up in the fields. And that's great. That was only supposed to be 50% of the show, though. Like, the, <laughs> it's supposed to be equally compelling when they go play video games in a studio and then they get into editing and it's like, this isn't working. 
and I played hardball, I think. And I was like, I'm not coming unless you pay me an ungodly amount of money. <laughs> and, and they wouldn't pay. And I didn't care, though. I had other work I was doing, but I wouldn't go without them. Like, Kyle, you, you said that like the editing was gracious to these guys. It was not gracious to these guys. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it was gracious. I, I, oh, oh, it wasn't. They look, they look bad. What go to okay. So if you go to the video on Optic Gaming at 128 and watch this guy shoot the M14, he almost oh. I think he audibly screams when he fires it. Does that he have was a shaved so head? Bad. No, it's it's uh, he looks like he's 19 years. I don't want to clown on whoever this yeah, is. Yeah, it's okay. Is it, you know, look, look, like like I said, none of those guys had shotguns before. And right, I right. Gave, yes, I, absolutely. One of them, I, I think I gave a couple of them like really quick training courses, but it amounted to a safety class. It was most 80% of what I told them was what to do when you put the gun down. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> right, like, right, fair, fair. It's like, you know, not to point it over here, not to point it over there. Like, yeah, no matter what happens, like it's just some basic shit to keep us all alive. You know, because they've got those real guns. They, those kids shoot AA-12s at one point. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Are you serious? I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I don't mean to be watching a video during the podcast. No, no, yeah, we, we should probably move along. But I just yeah, remember yeah, it popped sorry. up. I just remembered how fun that yeah, was and, yeah. and how awful it was at the same time. Kyle, so, you said you real were going to live in your place. Oh, do you want to do the ad, uh, Taylor? Yes, yes. All right. Seems like a good uh, breaking point. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Death by Gummy Bears, the real DBG, realdbg.com. Fuck, I have to open the, the read again. Realdbg.com. <laughs> the fucking government. As oh, I oh. scroll up the I ate half of one last night. I, 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 will, I will say really quick, the top comment on that video says, seems like everyone revisits this video from a random PKA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. Yeah, they Sorry. All no, you're good. So... Uh, happy February from DBG, realdbg.com. We're excited to announce that our hardest hitting Delta 8 product is back on the market after a temporary hiatus due to a little government oversight. You've probably been to their site and saw the products are all out of stock. Well, no longer at realdbg.com, realdbg.com. Go there, check it out. I got a message earlier today. They got all of their stuff back in stock. Uh, the reason it was out of stock for a while is the fucking government once again tried to <laughs> rule by overreach. They've gone through a major faithless and rebrand, and so when you get them, you're going to want to go to realdbg.com. As with a lot of this space of Delta 8, some other companies are trying to sell copycat products. And so anywhere you see these DBG death by gummies, that isn't realdbg.com. You're not going to get the real product. It's not going to be the, the potent gummy that we, that we enjoy. So realdbg.com check that Often out. Often imitated, never duplicated. Yes. And so realdbg.com check it out. Uh, PKA23, PKA23 is the code at realdbg.com. That's 23% off. Also, they wanted me to mention that they just knocked down the price off of their 2,500 milligram gummy containers by $20. So I guess it used to be like $79, $80 with our code for it. Now it's like 60 bucks with our code. So it's a lot That's cheaper enough. now. <clears throat> That's enough drugs to send you to another realm of existence. Okay, I ate yeah. half of one of those, and there's ten, there's twenty five of them there. I ate half of one of those last night, and I had such a great evening. Oh, they're strong every, as shit. So CNN was funny. Yes, CNN. It'll, it'll make things funny, or you'll go too far and you'll just be sleeping for fifteen hours. So realdbg.com. You got to go to realdbg.com. Use code PKA twenty three. That's where you'll get the real death by gummies. Realdbg.com. Check them out. 
And I believe also on wonkyweeds.com, PKA20 is still up. So oh, if people God. prefer the vapes and all that stuff over at Wonky Weeds, uh, PKA20 still works over there. So if you're not a gummy yeah. guy, more of a vape guy, check that out. And then uh, all three of he messaged oh, me oh. yesterday and said that they're now branching out into HHC gummies. Yeah, and which so is the most all, potent Yeah, it's more vape. potent. Yeah, the most potent vape. And he said that we're all going to be getting those. He wants us to try them and then report back with um, with how we feel about them. Yeah. And it was funny that like last week I was like I'm just scared. organically, I was like, I've tried a weed drink before and I didn't like it. That shit, it was bad. And then he messaged me and he's like, hey, we actually just made a weed drink. We're sending it to you guys. So, <laughs> so hopefully, well, who knows? So, I, I don't know. We'll see if I like it. I, I prefer yeah, the vapes I, and the gummies. I'm gonna be we'll honest see. With you. I'll try it, but I, we'll see. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm, I'm, the drinks are never going to be for me. Um, that's not how I'm going to go about it. But those vapes, their vapes get me dummy high. Like if I'm just gonna chill on the couch and uh, and watch like a a couple episodes of The Wire or something, which I've been watching a lot of recently, I'm into season two. I get that fucking um, HHC. These ones. Fucking, oh my god! Yeah, mine's not in the pack anymore because I've been devouring it. I oh my it, it it's it's drugs. It's, yeah. so <laughs> it's so goddamn strong. It hits um, very hard. The the HHC. Parts hit hard, so wonky weeds if you want those. Code PKA20 over there. Code PKA23 on realdbg.com. Again, that's the only place you can get actual death by gummies is realdbg.com. If you try and get them from anywhere else, it's not going to be the same product, and you're going to be like, the fuck. So check it out. Uh, we've got another drug-related <laughs> sponsor uh, that Zach oh, linked me. Those. Hold on. Yes, yeah, go good. grab that. That's such a funny story. Woody got Woody mind. got this package and he saw the name of the product and thought that they his wife had gotten sex toys. And <laughs> look at the size of the box. <laughs> Not that box, the other one. The other one's yeah. like a fucking yeah. you get an air fryer in it. Tell me you don't see it. Hmm? Be careful it'll fall out of there in its glass. Yeah, careful. Don't oh. let it fall out. All right. It could be. It well, it not looks... to my eye, but but you know, I am a fellow. I've, I've never used one of these before. Really? Like not okay. even a single time. This might be the first one I've touched in real life. Okay, so that's actually my like go-to if I were gonna like back in the day, I had something like similar to that that I've puffed ounce, I don't know, pounds out of. Yeah, that's the one where you you know you put your thumb on the carb. That it this is a really good one. Glasses. So I didn't. That was, so is this the carb? I, um, the 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 hole that your thumb goes on, the little bitty hole. Ignore that. I don't know what the fuck that is. I think that's a reservoir for expansion when it freezes. Is my guess about that little nub there? But There's I don't know what that does. It. I just saw the bubble. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's water. I think it's some sort it's, of gel. It's maybe okay. we'll find out what it is in this read. I'm sorry. This episode. Oh no 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 no! I, I wanted you to hold it up there. That was no. Good. We're learning as we go. It's we're fun. learning. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Freeze Pipe. For the smoothest oh. and coldest cannabis smoking experience, ice you cold. need a ice cold. You need a glass piece from Freeze Pipe. Freeze Pipe makes a unique line of freezable pipes, bubblers, bongs, and more that cool smoke by over 300 degrees. If you're tired of harsh smoke, throat burning, and coughing attacks, it's time to fight fire with ice and try the smoothest pipes and bongs ever made. The secret is freezable glycerin chambers that come on every piece. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour, and as smoke passes through, it's instantly chilled for a dramatically smooth and icy experience. Picture larger clouds with zero chest and throat burn. Finally, no more coughing attacks and no more water chugging after every rip. Just an elegant smoking experience that'll change how you light up forever. 
Start smoking like royalty without paying a king's ransom. I fucking like that line. <laughs> I like that one. Two, two thumbs up. Start smoking like royalty without paying a king's ransom. Shop now and enjoy free shipping at the freezepipe dot at the freezepipe.com and use code PKA for 10% off your entire order. That's thefreezepipe.com and code PKA for 10% off. Order today and say goodbye to harsh smoke forever. Now, I haven't had the chance to use mine yet because, as you know, we are, I think it's four more days until I can legally walk into a dispensary and buy weed. But look at this. It took me a little second to like figure out how it's put together, Kyle. So, like, there's this little hook thing that attaches the base to this. Can you full screen, Taylor? And I'll put my body in front of it. And so it attaches here because originally I was like, how do you use this? Because it, this part comes out of it, but this part has the glycerin in it all around there. And so you put this in the freezer, freeze it, plug it back into here. Yeah. And then you take this little piece and just slip it on there and it keeps it all. No, that's awesome. See, I, I think to... it's fucking sick. This looks, this is probably like the coolest looking bong I've ever owned. It's, it's awesome. And then this thing, this is going to be so convenient. Like you can, like it's got that little swirl, so it's got like the long distance through there, and then also yeah. it's going to be frozen, and so it's like you're going to get the benefit of a bong, like as far as temperature. Obviously, this isn't a water pipe, so it's it's not going to be as smooth as the other one. But I'm excited to go to the fucking dispensary, buy some weed, and get high as shit out of these. Yeah, I, it's funny, like when these arrived, I was like, I was like, I opened these in my kitchen. I was like, I. I didn't order bongs. Like I, I would have remembered ordering these because I looked at them and I'm like, these are supposed to be nice. Xbox gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, how, how did this happen? Like what? And then you know, Chiz confirmed. He's like, yeah, no, you, you know, you guys, you know, companies are starting to notice that your audience loves weed. Like, so, <laughs> who would have guessed that? It's a match right. made in heaven. So check it out. This freeze pipe. That link is below. Code PKA for ten percent off your entire order. Very cool stuff. And finally, this episode of PKA brought to you by Lock and Load, the premium, creamium jizz oh. supplement that is going to have you busting in ways you nor your partner knew were possible. And don't think of it as just an aesthetic change, people, because no. it's not, you fucking fool. It's it's an increase in your total pleasure from coming more. Think about it. If you if you came just a little, a little bit. You're not getting the full pleasure. You come a, a geyser, you're getting a lot more sensation there, aren't you, champ? So I heard, check this I heard out. Bobby Put PKA Lee, code jizz. I heard Bobby Lee talking about how he ejaculates essentially. And the guy was like, he, he's like, I've never shot. And the guy's like, Well, you've never had an orgasm? He's like, No, no, like, like shot. He's like, Comes never like, he, he's like, I like to say that my penis cries. <laughs> Wait, so this come just like, Dribbles. just kind of like, like, like tears rolling down, like. Just, just, just sort of leaking out. This will and have I, you shooting, and and then the pre-cum is a bit of a treat throughout the event. If half of what Bobby Lee says is, is like his life, <laughs> it's one of the most pathetic lives that's, <laughs> that have ever been lived by someone so rich, powerful, and famous. <laughs> it's, it's a despicable kind of existence. If he's genuinely half of that is real. It's hard. I hate that it gets recommended to me, but I, it's like a... it's. All right, so the way the algorithm works, I don't want to see gore. But if you were to send me a video of someone getting hit by a car, I'd probably watch the whole thing. That doesn't mean I want more. But YouTube doesn't know that. So I get a lot of Bobby Lee. That's how I would describe a Bobby Lee video. It's someone getting hit by a car. 
<laughs> I mean, I the old like the first time I like found out who Bobby Lee was, it was like listening to old Opie and Anthony, and they had a retarded man named Bobo, part of their whack pack, and one yeah. of the bits was that they would bring Bobo. him in and they would take his pants off, and he had a horrible little micro penis. Yep. And as I said, he was a retard, and they would like start talking about a woman's big like soapy tits and they'd like all yep. watch as he got like a raging little erection and then jimmy would start asking him about the mets stats and He's like watch the dick go down and it's very funny and bobby lee was in there once when that was going on the patrice one's the best clip ever but the Christ. bobby lee one they like like he will do anything like they convinced him to like spit on the retarded naked man's penis mm. like to get down near it and like spit on it like he yeah and so, uh, like in in like other like showings, they'd be like, "Bobby Lee's back." Uh, I guess it can't be anything like last time. Remember when he spit on Bobo's dick? Like, like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He's he's been so a high. wild one for a while, but he was entertaining on the show. I liked when he was like, because he, he was so out of there, and it's hard to even discern whether or not his neuroticism is put on. It doesn't seem put on that much. Like he's very convincing in it. But yeah, it's it's could, just could upsetting. I don't I, I don't like that at all. Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he was uh, he was hilarious. But I mean, it wasn't like him being funny. It was what was being done to him. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Yeah. Oh, but uh, but and like and I remember like I would watch the Bobo highlights and I go to the like ah oh, like this is awful. But like he'd be standing there like liking it. Like having see, here's fun the thing you, you described him show. as retarded, but I would say, and I don't think that's like untrue, but it's a spare. It was more like a guy who had a head injury, like retarded, right? Like it seemed like he was all there in, in a lot of ways. Like his Met yeah. statistic thing was, he's like, oh yeah, in 1983, you had Robbie the Arm McKinnells. He was pitching that year, he had 14 wins in this ERA. And it's just like, <laughs> but then, you know, his dick's out and there's a there's an Asian man spitting yeah. on it at the same time. So he's clearly not all there. So it, no. was, it was like they could, they would, they could convince him to do anything and yeah. he would do anything. And so that's why, like, there's a I won't talk about ONA anymore, but listen to there's a clip called uh, Opie and Anthony Jimmy saves the show. And it's a very short clip for like listeners who don't know about ONA and want to listen. And it's literally Anthony and Opie on the phone with with Bobo and Bobo's at Times Square like up 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 here up here type up up here up here and then they'll be like all right and Anthony's like all right Bobo you see any illegals. And he's like, I, I don't know. I this usually is a good spot for illegal. And they're like, we go to up to an illegal and demand their papers. <laughs> like, this is like 2008. And at one point, Bobo walks up to like an Hispanic. He's like, I, I, I found one. I found one. Holy they want to know if you have your papers. Are you an illegal? And oh, then and Jimmy has to go, Bobo, go home. Go home and go to bed, Bobo. Go home. No one's going to take our side when this makes the news, guys. You want to lose this game? <laughs> that we're goading a retarded man into asking for foreigners' papers in Times Square? Bobo, go home! Like, it's like screaming, and it's it's fucking hilarious. If that convinces anyone to go listen to old ONA, they will very much enjoy it. The, the show that brings me the most laughs in life. Nothing really? makes me laugh out loud more than old Opie and Anthony. Nothing. Like, well... Uh, even when you go back now, it hasn't hasn't aged at all. I mean, it ages a bit, but like um, I was running through the old Patrice stuff. I was listening to all the Bobby Kelly bashings. I was, you know, <clears throat> all the all the Rich Foss stupidity compilation. It's just tremendous. It, it makes you me, know, it's a comfort thing for me. I'll tell you what has not aged very well, and that is the wire in my eyes. Now the quality is off the off the charts. It's incredible. So far, I'm in season two, right. and and I still like it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, 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 the acting, the writing, the, the cinematography. It's the Breaking Bad guy behind the camera for like a, a lot of the seasons I think I read. Okay. Um, it's the police brutality. <laughs> it's, it's the police brutality. I like on one. I'm on CNN, like watching about those five uh, cops that beat that man to death, and then I'm watching The Wire, and the good guys are beating a guy just like that, like just like that, where they're like holding him up and like beating the shit out of him. And then like the next episode, a character that we're supposed to think of as like a doofus mostly, but a good guy blinds a 14 year old for leaning on his car (laughs) like the kid shows up later with an eye patch and they beat the shit out of him for something unrelated he's like running drugs through a parking lot they just beat the shit out of him. that's pretty extreme yeah there's a great scene where one of the like drug dealers or whatever like pops a cop punches him in the face in, in like an arrest type situation he's an older cop so he goes down hard and they start beating the shit out of him every cop within reach and you look, and here comes Kima, the, the female cop, and she is sprinting. And you think, thank God, Kima's here to like save She's this kid. There. Thank God, Kima is there. She's sprinting so she can get her licks in. When she, she gets there, she's like, you don't never hit a police. And she's using her, but she's got a flashlight. <laughs> and she, she's like stomping this kid out. And like they beat the kid to like half to death. You don't never hit a police. And it's like, damn, that was the that's our best, like smartest character we have on the scene. Like there's no <laughs> one else who will show up and say uh, that's too much of a beating. If anything, the people who aren't there would want a more severe beating to be taken place because all the cops are dirty. Like the whole the whole thing that everybody goes, yeah, get him about Omar is Omar lies in court on a guy and sends him to life in prison. Like, like like that that that's their big win for the good guys. McNulty's <laughs> like looking at Stringer Bell, like, yeah, we're not on the streets anymore. They were in the courtroom. Like, and it's like, dude, you just had that guy lie and under 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 oath to uh, on this other guy. Now it was true what he said, but he wasn't there to see it. You know, he he's oh. like, Yeah, I saw him kill that guy. No, you didn't. <laughs> you just know he did it. Anyway, it's uh, it doesn't it doesn't fucking age well because the cops are such like lying pieces of shit. The way they'll intimidate yeah. people into getting into their cars, he's like, "We'll play it like she doesn't have a choice." Like, "Come on, get in the car. We're going downtown." And then they try that shit on one of the Pollock guys, and he's like, "The fuck we are? <laughs> the yeah. fuck we're going anywhere? If you want me to go anywhere with me, with you, you got to put me under arrest. In that case, I want to talk to my shop steward, and he's gonna call my the the local one thirty thirds lawyer downtown, and he's going with me in that car. And they're like, "Fuck you, fat man!" And they walk yeah. away undefeated. <laughs> they they yeah. didn't have anything else. They were just trying to bully him. That's how cops are, man. They're big, mean bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, are you watching Yellowstone yet? And if not, why haven't you started? No, I looked for it on uh, on my streaming services, and I didn't see it anywhere except for like having to buy or get Peacock. Yeah, and gobble gobble, bitch. They really doing? there's got to. I, I have to convince myself that I that there's more on Peacock for me to be interested in now. I'm not going to buy a service for the whole show. Here's Peacock. You get like. The Office, Parks and Rec, Thirty Rock, those NBC sitcoms—that's about all Oof. there is of value. There's some, there's some reality shows. Don't care. Dakar um, Desert Racing, Dakar. No, Just... no. I already forgot to cancel fucking Motor Trend from when I watched all the. Yeah. <laughs> all what about the... Plex? Are you on the Plex deal? No, not yet. I need to. I need to get on. Oh yeah, I should just do 
Plex, I guess, right? Because then I can. In theory, that has in. all of them. In theory. Yeah, right? that guy, that guy. <laughs> I, think, I think your Plex guy messaged me on Discord, but like I wasn't sure if it was your guy. And, 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 I, and I never like sussed out whether it was or not. I should probably get it clear on that because I'm not paying for your anymore. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I don't know if he has that. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll, yeah. I'll find a goddamn stream. I'm just not paying for UFC oh, no. anymore, man. Oh, like, no. like they raised the price. He'll be back. They, they, they didn't get him. Um, they raised the <laughs> price like on both ends. I think. I think the pay per views are like eighty something dollars, and like the the monthly service has gone from like nine ninety nine to maybe south of thirteen or fourteen or fifteen or some shit. Like they're going crazy. And then did you see that they sold the red and blue corners? That's not good enough anymore. They're the fucking prime hydration corners. That's Logan Paul's fucking energy drink. <laughs> yes. I saw Logan the, Paul's the fucking corners of the ring now. I saw a headline that Logan Paul signed a deal with the UFC. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. Yeah. He's not fighting. He's selling his energy drink in it. And apparently that energy drink is going bonkers. And it's just crushing the world. And he's making a gazillion dollars. I haven't tried it. I well, haven't tried it either. It. It's but it's on shelves. It's in quickie marts and all that fun oh, stuff. I'm glad you this this sparked my memory. Sierra Mist. You guys familiar with the soda, right? Of course. Yes. You've been in restaurants, you're like, hey, give me a sprite. Like, ah, we have Sierra Mist. Is that okay? Of course. Of course. It always sure. was. It always was. Never cared. Ixed it. It's gone. They replaced there, it. There's no what's it called now? Something fucking stupid. It's like sparkle or something. Starry. That's what it is. Starry. I saw. Oh, I kept man. seeing commercials for Starry, and I was like, "What's this bootleg off-brand nonsense?" Starry. It looked <laughs> like it looked like like a billionaire had been like, "I'm gonna take on Big Cola," and like <laughs> made some ugly ass like yellow can. It, and they're even their the commercial was shit. It was just a can spinning, and it said Starry. Like like what? I didn't even know bizarre. what the fuck it was. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's not that. I mean, Sierra Mist isn't was never that like shit. that incredible. Look at that branding. Like Sprite was better slightly. It doesn't look modern, or maybe it does. I don't know. I, I, it it looks like it's a cartoon soda. It looks like this is yeah. what they drink in a Rick and Morty episode. Like like this is Bart's favorite fucking yeah. soda. This I would be like it has me curious. I want to slurm. Try. It looks slurm. like slurm. Like Futurama. Yeah, Slurm's Mackenzie's gonna come in from the corner and, and start dancing and partying. Dude, I'm not taking a sip of that shit. That's Slurm. I, I saw this yeah. in a grocery store the other day, and it made me physically upset. Yeah. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> Because I, 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 I like Sierra Mist, but now it's just gone. It doesn't exist anymore, so that's cool. Yeah, they don't have. You know what else doesn't exist? Surge is Surge <laughs> well, around anywhere? Remember Orbits? I didn't have it. Barely. Do you remember know what Orbits was? Orbits was this fruity beverage that had those little tapioca balls floating in it. Never they were that. like, oh, that sounds nobody amazing. was. Nobody was. For some somehow they were suspended equally throughout the solution that of beverage. Super amazing. Show me a picture of Orbit, Zach. This is gonna blow everybody's mind. I bought a bottle of this when I was, I was like born too late. I was like eight or nine or something <laughs> like that. I, I remember we stopped at that gas station near Gunlock, and I got a bottle of this shit and immediately regretted it. <laughs> Damn it! I could have had a Sierra Mist. <laughs> I could have had a Dr Pepper or something like it, like it was one of those kid things where it's like, all right, kids, grab a soda. And like I picked that one. Dad was like, that thing's three dollars and fifty cents. You sure you want it? And I was like, yeah. And this is what I got. I got the white one, the one on the left. That looks awful, man. That looks yeah, terrific. It, it yeah, looks it syrupy and what does sugary. It taste like suspended 
it was fruity i think i think it was like pineapple and coconut maybe like that's what that's my memory is it was something tropical that does look fun that does look (laughs) i would enjoy an orbits (laughs) i i I, this was during the time of zima as well because i i remember vividly that like zima was being advertised in that gas station for whatever reason you can buy them on ebay right now i wonder unopened (laughs) yeah they look unopened to me i only took a sip twenty dollars for the drink and seventeen dollars for shipping Whoa, this one's from 1997, unopened. That would have been like the year probably. Gross. I yeah. remember when I went to uh, Maine, they had blueberry soda. And apparently it's like a rare, like a kind of rare thing that's only done up there. They just, they make it the same way they do root beer. Uh, that's huh. one of the most amazing drinks I've I ever had. That. I bought like 48 of them to just keep crack them open for celebrations there was I mean, you know that, that rare drink smart. is amazing but i'll t- like the black cherry cola from i think it's ibc oh sure it's so sweet it is oh, as yeah. good as anything ever made yeah. ibc i've got some ibc cream in my fridge it's like every so like two tasty. years i buy a four pack it's 180 calories of soda and i had one last night and it was like this is this was worth it <laughs> this is so good like you take small sips because mm-hmm. it's like a it, it's like almost too rich of a beverage to guzzle like you would yeah. some other swill and i have that's a good point because like after like after i finished the one ibc cream soda i wasn't like oh, i wish i could drink like three more it was like no i'm solid on sodas like i'm bouncing back to diet sodas you know i'm not gonna I have some water you know. after that and it comes out water. of a quality glass bottle which adds to the experience it does glass bottles are are just so Got much that writing better. sort of engraved into the bottle or uh, it's, yeah it's a haptic i don't know what it, it like it, it's not just it's not engraved. the opposite of engraved. It's, like, it's raised and it's it's incredible. Yeah, raised, molded yeah, into yeah. it or something. Yeah, I don't know. I like the old timey feel. I tell you though, like Virgil's um, makes a good. tremendous. It, here's what I like about them. It's just as much about the presentation as the root beer. T- to me, it's the best root beer I've ever, ever I've ever had. Uh, they come in like that one liter cantilever bottle, but it, I remember it said something about the Bavarian nutmeg yeah. that was an ingredient <laughs> like on the bottle, and I was like, "Fucking sold!" <laughs> like, like, but when you open it, it's like it's it's this old timey thing. It's it. I tried whoop, to eat it. <laughs> you're like a pirate that you and you just found some old bottle like, and you when you, you like flick that cantilever top, it boop. You're like, "Holy shit, we just opened something up!" It's 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 it, it's such a like big bottle. You Dom Perignon. It's such it it feels fancy. It, that's my, that's my favorite root beer. But Woody's right. That like black cherry IBC shit that's at the the grocery store is just so sugary sweet. We got old soaker, old soaker blueberry yeah, old soda, soaker blueberry soda. Yeah, I found it. Wow, yeah, I Holy forgot I had shit. a bottle up there. This stuff's incredible, and it's only made in Maine apparently at Bar Harbor. It's so good. I, I never had go a back. blueberry soda. It's I uh, neither did I until I went to Bar Harbor. It was great. It was a magical little land I visited for a short <laughs> amount of time where the blueberries make soda. <laughs> There's like like artisan sodas, especially cream soda and root beer specifically. You know, I personally hold those in a higher esteem than sort of the meme sodas that you see where it's like Mike's hard lemonade soda. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Taking up space where there could be cream soda, you know, idiot. But like, I, I love it. There's this like uh, this grocery store that it's called Straub's here. And it is like the richest rich person grocery store. I haven't been in one in years, but it's like, expensive as fuck very artisan and i remember like they had a whole aisle that like was nothing but individual artisan sodas like 
It was a small little place, but it was an entire aisle of it. And it was brands you could like, you would, you could go to 50 other stores and never find them. And like little, like, like Leninade, like little jokey ones like that. Like, like Vladimir Lenin on there with like a Leninade, you know, soda, like uh-huh. the, those kind of things. But like, like they had the haha bullshit ones where it's like, you're not going to get me with that. I know that's a meme. That soda's not right, going to be right. good. And, but then they had like all the real ones and like the mm. IBC and Virgil's adjacent ones. You're not tempted and by it was great. Sodas? I am. <laughs> like, like, I, I, all right. IBC I want to try Leninade. <laughs> but I could, in theory, get that anytime I wanted. Right. I see yeah. like sour cabbage soda. All right, that sounds horrible, but this is my only opportunity to try sour <laughs> cabbage. I'll never see it again. Someone's gonna like it. Someone I know what has you mean. to be into this. Yeah. I remember like at Disney World when I was maybe eleven, for some reason they had like maybe it was Epcot, they had like a jerky stand, like jerky world. And I in my head it was like I've had beef jerky and deer jerky. That's what jerky is. And they had alligator jerky, ostrich jerky. And like mm. I was like as a what was I 10-year-old, like I was like really excited at the prospect of like getting <laughs> to eat these different kinds of animals. And so I got some alligator jerky. And like so immediately I was like, Oh, I've I've been had. Like it's <laughs> it, it tastes exactly the same. It's just tough meat with doused in seasoning it wasn't different enough for me to like get excited real alligator it It was real alligator and like the part of it that like excited me was like i'm eating something cool like i'm eating something that's hardcore and that like eats other things yeah i'm top of the food chain now i'm top of the food well eight-year-old eating an alligator (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it was probably like a baby farmed alligator cherry cola who's that fintimans this is fintimans Fentiman's cherry. Is that a, is that like an elixir from a, a, a age gone by? What is that? It looks like a cure or something. My name is Jeremiah Pendleton. You must have my elixir. You might buy it. It'll take a week to work, and by it's that a time, a hundred miles from here. I bought it. I bought it purely because of the dog logo. Mm. Have you tried one yet, or did you buy a one-off? Yeah, they're pretty awful. <laughs> there's only there's only you know the first fucking sign that this is gonna be shit uh it's got 90 goddamn calories in it oh. <laughs> is that a plastic bottle too no it's glass but oh, um okay. with a twist off right I, it's like that's what, what that made for? me think it was plastic. Like, this is, yeah this has got to be a lot cheaper than the that's fine. i don't know as maybe this is glass. more expensive i would think this is a more expensive process than the traditional crimping thing okay. um silly sodas aside what is the airline that you always prefer and what is the airline that you will never fuck with again? I don't think I'll fuck with United anymore. I've I've had it I just have a bad luck with getting like delayed with them. And I've had great luck with Delta and like I haven't flown like since the Southwest thing, but honestly Delta and Southwest I've never had an issue with either of them. So I will always go Delta. The only thing that would keep me out of a Delta plane would be if it's like one of those little short hops that you got to do sometimes, it's oh my god, it's a twenty-five minute flight. Like like we can't those um, or inter, you know if it's international they just don't go. But it seems like Delta does everything. The only time I've had to stray was I took Virgin once from Seattle to L.A. because Delta doesn't do that trip and Virgin does. And Virgin is Virgin's probably the best airline if I'm being honest. But they're like one of those things where you're paying like thirty percent more and getting like I don't know ten percent better service than Delta. I love Delta. I'll always go Delta. I will never fuck with United ever. Really? They're so shitty. Like like some of the things they've done. The, remember, they're the ones who drug that Asian, that older Asian 
ER doctor off, beat him bloody and drug him off the plane and he, because he didn't want to surrender the seat that he was occupying, that he had paid for. And the reason they wanted his seat, we're trying to send some United employees to Kentucky. Why did you want to go to Kentucky, sir? And he's like, my patience. And they beat him bloody and drug him off the plane. He got paid. Um, and then mm. there's the famous, famous story of that guy whose guitars, he's watching his guitars being damaged <laughs> as they're loaded on the plane. He's like, hey, my guitars, no. And they're like, eh, fuck it. He gets there. Sure enough, they were his guitars. Very valuable guitars, ruined. After exhausting every other avenue, what does he do? He makes a YouTube video called Viral United Breaks Guitars. Yes. United Breaks Guitars. It's <laughs> excellent. It's mm -hmm. like he spent some money to make this and it, 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 I think it's around 20 million views these days, probably. <laughs> they should have um, paid for his guitar. <laughs> they, eventually, they eventually did. They eventually did. And, 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 um, but little things like that alone, when I see that, I'm like, ah, I'm with you. Good bro. for that like, guy. Like you, they broke your guitars. Like, fuck them. Delta's so cool. Uh, Delta lost, uh, one of Kitty's bags one time. This is when we lived two and a half hours from the Atlanta airport. They're like, we don't have your bag. And, and so we go home. The next day, they're like, we have your bag. It's it's made it here from Chicago. We're going to drive it to you. It'll be there in two and a half hours. And they sit some asshole out in, in a little car wow. with her bag. And he knocks Impressive. on the door. And I'm, I says, I'm very sorry. Here's some fucking vouchers for whatever the fuck. And here's your bag. And I was blown away by that level of like. I know a little I bit about service. that. I, I had a, um, a co-worker back when I was a young programmer. And this guy was my senior programmer I worked with who previously loaded and unloaded bags onto airplanes as his job and what happened was is the end of the day there were like a bunch of lost bags and they would get paid like hey you know this one's not far from your house a little 15 minute mm. journey outside of your way drop this bag off at the dude's house and we'll give you it was like 30 bucks 50 bucks or something but he's like yeah, yeah you do three of those you end up working an extra 40 minutes and you pick up you know nearly half your pay over again and that's how yeah. that system worked yeah, so those Delta to me, like if anybody's, I don't know, if you're new to flying, like like I guess every now and then somebody's like getting to the age where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna start flying places. How do you pick your brand, right? I guess you'd have to do a bunch of market research. Just go Delta. Just go Delta. I, Especially in the Southeast, there's no reason to go anywhere else. You're probably right. I think Delta has a hub in Atlanta. Atlanta. So they, they seem better to you than they seem than they might seem if they lived in if you live in Raleigh. Yeah. I just choose by price. And uh, uh, the time. You know, have you ever I done hate... front? I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to ask if you'd ever done um, um, Spirit, Spirit's business model. When I was young, I've done Spirit. Um, I've done Spirit in Southwest, but mostly I, I fly first class and uh, mm -hmm. I just pick it on price and the time of day, and that's it. People give Spirit a hard time because they, they feel like they're getting hit with hidden fees and they don't understand the business model. There aren't any hidden fees. What they sell you, it, what they do is they make every little bit of air travel itemized so that you can pick the specific ones that you want to get. And if your only concern is price, they'll allow you to just buy, pay attention to the words here, a seat on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Not the seat on the plane, <laughs> a seat. <laughs> if you want to pick your seat, that's extra. Want to print out your boarding pass? That's extra too. Uh, want want to bring a bag of any kind? That's extra. Both kinds, like carry-ons, cost. Carry-on costs extra. Yes, everything. 
And they, I, their CEO had this quote. He's like, why wouldn't I pack as many seats as possible onto the, like the, a DC-10 or whatever they fly? It's not the, I can't remember the, the, the plane they fly. Those AC-130, let's go with it. Yeah, they, they're those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The AC-130s that that uh, Spirit. We're uses. going to Nam, boys. <laughs> they, I this saw a picture a of the leg room. That leg room was abominable. Like yeah. it wouldn't work for a man. Like like it's a. It was. It looked like children should be in there, like school bus seats. This sounds like bullshit rationalization, but I've always had issues with air sickness, and uh, in first class, I don't have that problem really. Like it, it's just a better experience. Mm-hmm. So you're not uh, as cramped in. Maybe that that's it. Maybe it's the drinks and the you know the waitress who's there for you all the time. Maybe whatever. It's just better. I like that hot towel. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I always get a hot towel. I like the I usually get hot nuts. Somehow that's Delta won't do peanuts. I don't know. That's if the other reason peanuts. I fly. They, they might be cashews there. That'll come back. But yeah, they serve you like warmed nuts, and I'm like, this is actually kind of a cool snack. I uh no I um. I will not fuck with United though. That sounds scary. Delta lost my shit one time, but they they got it back to me. But that's the other thing. Like when they have fucked up, which you just assume is eventually going to happen. It's crazy that there's a system that allows that many people and bags to get to the right place most of the time. Anyway, mm-hmm. anytime I see my bags come out of that carousel, I'm like, oh, it made it again. <laughs> How did it happen? Wow! When they lose my time. bags, they're so lost. Like like I, when I was in Mexico, it's like, where are my bags now? Like, I don't know, New Brunswick. Why did they even go that way? <laughs> like, that's not on the way from North Carolina Why to Mexico. Go that way? <laughs> like, oh, shut well, up. tell them to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they got to me eventually. It was an issue, but whatever. It was an adventure trip. That's just a different adventure than I expected. I saw a World War II thing. I think it was Denmark. Like, like I, and I always wondered kind of this, I guess. I knew that after World War II, the Germans like immediately started rebuilding. Like I've seen like films of them like carrying beams around and like like everybody like moving stones and like clearly they they like got everything cleared up. But the um it was a it was a Denmark, I think, where they like made the Germans stay and remove the mines that they had planted. And you might think, ah oh, man, that must have been a rough week. No. It was a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and the men slash boys that they forced to do this died at a rate of fifty percent. Half of the anti of the forced anti mine detachment of captured Germans died. That sounds like they weren't well equipped. That yeah, sounds I, like there's not a single landmine left in Denmark. <laughs> Have you seen the machines? Casualty, a hundred percent success rate. <laughs> <laughs> there's an American water? machine. It looks a little like a steamroller. Except instead of a steamroller that hits the ground, it's elevated and it has, I'll make this up, like eight foot chains that slap on the ground as it drives by. And if the landmine does go off, it's kind of in front of the machine by eight feet. Yeah, and the, the, uh, the guy field. operating it is well protected. And I'm yeah. just like, that looks like it'd really work. I can't imagine a mine it would miss. And yeah, you just kind of plow it. And... Well, they thought... Why would we don't have a lot of those big fancy chain swinging machines, but we do have quite <laughs> a few German boys here that will do whatever we tell them. A lot of German children. Yeah, I've a lot of German solution. children. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like 99% accurate. Uh, uh, Taylor, I was just telling them how like the in, De- in Denmark, um, if that's a place still, they uh, they forced German uh, boys and young men post-World War II to clear up the mines they had planted. It took them a year and a half and half of them died doing it. 
like hundreds of them. I've heard war is hell. My whole children do that. Well, yeah. he's calling 15, them 15 to 22 year olds. In, mostly. In, in the yeah. war, Vermont soldiers, which were like yeah, 15. Yeah. Ooh, that is children. I've heard war is hell my whole life. It has never sunk in, in between my ears anyway, like it has since Ukraine started. There's just mm. been this all quiet on the Western front, the movie combined with the combat footage I've been seeing there. I think something about the Ukrainian war is especially kind of World War II-ish with drones. And little like, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, but the trenches, I agree, especially recently, like in my experience. Trenches, artillery, and like long range rifle fire with like little, with mechanized stagnation. Maybe it's World War One. You're right. The, the front lines moved much more until this winter. Like, you know, they, they lost a lot. This is the Ukrainians. They gained a lot. And it seems like for four months now, they've roughly been where they are. So they're dug in and it's. I don't know, I have the vocabulary to explain just how brutal it is to exist in Ukrainian winter doing and and you'd think that the trench warfare where they're like fucking chest to barrel boom 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 shooting each other blind around corners is the worst of it but like for my heart the you did nothing wrong you were quietly napping in a fox under hole, a blanket under a blanket under sometimes a, a tarp and they still put a fucking vog grenade right next to the tarp blows the tarp off so we get to see the <laughs> person under it. it it's like that guy isn't even bad at warring i don't know if that's <laughs> you know no, but, it's good. he's yeah. a warrior he's right he's right he's right he wars. <laughs> but like i guess i, I thought from time to time in vietnam for example <laughs> if you're good you at being cool. a soldier your survival rate goes up quite a bit here like, you can be good and still die, and it's. It's. I like seeing the tactics out. and and the tech, rapidly like change because like, early in the war, the the Ukrainians did this thing where they took like a regular old drone and they put like a fake looking gun on it and they chased a Russian and it was it was funny. We were like, ha ha, look at him run. He uh-huh. thinks that drone can hurt him. What a dummy. He thinks it's like some kind of machine gun drone. Now, yet today, <laughs> I saw the newest drone. So this thing holds like six 82 millimeter mortars. Okay. An 82 millimeter mortar is a big motherfucker. This is a, I don't know. It's like this. It's 82 millimeters, but I don't know what my Like, can you break a tank with it? Oh, well, it's not made for that. It's, it's, it's it's like a, it's a mortar round, you know, when they drop it in the tube and boom, it's like the Mm -hmm. biggest one of those, but it's holding six of them. This thing looked like it could carry a goat into the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's like like oh, like a helicopter kind of. No, it's a quad rotor, but it's a huge one. That I mean, a man can carry it, but just barely. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like when it he gets be a like, strapping man, and then and then the kid operating it's got the full like VR goggles on, and he's just oh my god, that thing's gonna wreak such havoc. But I've noticed that the the standard ones that drop the Vogue 17 grenades that those of us who play Tarkov or who are Spetsnaz would be familiar with, mm. <laughs> um, they're doubling up on them. Like, clearly somebody was either they said, hey, these grenades are piling up around here. Don't drop one at a time. Double them up. Or they were like, clearly one grenade's not doing it. Let's, uh, let's go to two at a time. Two at a time every time. And like you see that in every video now, it's two grenades bundled together, getting dropped right on top of these poor Russians. I say poor because I mean it's pitiful. 
Like, Dude, like they don't, they don't have a chance. Drone operators are getting more talented over the course of you know my watching it. That or they're just editing. You know it. they're practicing like 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 dropping soda bottles. Like they're doing. You know <laughs> I, I would Maybe. love if they had TikToks where they tried to drop bottles on their on their tops. <laughs> I wonder if uh, that. like what's the hard part of drone bombing Russians? Is it finding them? I mean, the videos make it seem very. It seems like the hard part, based on the videos, would be like not getting bored. Like, because it doesn't seem like it's a, it's not I very. Think, um, if we did this with with deer, we'd say it wasn't very sporting. <laughs> it doesn't look hard to me, and it, the reason I say it doesn't look hard at all to hit them is because, like, you got to give the Russians a head start. You go, woo, woo! <laughs> you, let, you let them get running. You give them, you give them forty five seconds. That's how war's done, boy. Sometimes they see it coming and they're shooting at them, and it doesn't matter. Um, but but I don't think it's very hard to like do what they're doing because the trajectories always look about right from the camera's point of view. You're like, yeah, that's about where I'd press drop. You know, it's it's not like he, they press drop and you're like, how's that ever gonna? <gasps> oh, the wind! It's not like you ever see a, like a golf putt where you're like, yeah, wait yeah. a minute, yes. and then it like does a whole bunch of nonsense that Tiger could just see. And, and also, you're not like, you're never gonna see a three point <laughs> miss yeah, right here. compilation. <laughs> Like you know what I mean? Like oh yeah yeah I was gonna say that right like misses. like they Mark make they take the good ones. Mark of J didn't really get 120 kills every game, but it seems yeah. like it. So uh, the people who are uploading videos of them fucking up, that's not going viral because there's a million of them would. hitting it on the the nail on the head, right? I think they would. You know what? Here's the video I honestly want to see. I want to see a dud drop and the Russians all run from it and it'd be a little funny. And then that's just it. Like, like I've seen too many people. And they die. play the, the, <laughs> Benny, they play the, uh, they play the been... Benny Hill music on it. And like the Russians are like playing hot potato. With it. <laughs> it looks so effective. I wonder why there's not more of it. Is it, is it they only have so many drones? <laughs> is it, they only have so many VOGs? Like, why is it there a sea of drones just constantly harassing the Russians? It seems like there are. Know. Maybe there's not enough drones. I don't know. I don't. Maybe there's not enough like targets within drone range. I, I'm maybe that's why, why there are so many videos. It's see, there. we're only seeing this really skewed point of view, yes. so we have no idea. Like, like I would love to. Here's what I want to know. Hey, the guy who's operating that drone, where does he live? Where does he sleep at night? Where did he launch that from? How do he coordinate that? How many other groups are coordinated with him? Or is there artillery teams that know he's in the area? Do the other drone teams in the entire region know about him? Are we all linked up on some sort of CIA fucking pegboard like it's battleship? And we're like, yes, the Ruskies are here, sir, in segment and sector 3A. And then we swarm them with coordinated attacks where we're all on our headsets like me and my boys play games. Is it like that? Or yeah. is it like, Igor found some grenades. <laughs> you know what they like, should do for the drones is for like the five seconds after it drops, there should be a speaker that's allowed to play. So you can so kind of like Tarkov, you. you can talk shit in the war. Now, the, boy, I want the boy, uh, IRL. No. Was yeah. it called Death Chat? Where right after you killed him in Modern Warfare, you could hear them complain. I want that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah I wish the dead could talk for a few seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for a second. I want to hear how mad they are. They'd say like, <laughs> that was bullshit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna... <laughs> it hurts so much. <laughs> Why can I still feel it? 
<laughs> there is only hell! Ah! <laughs> it's just like the end of Event Horizon. All is a phantom but pain. <laughs> and then Remember the, 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 like the end of Event Horizon, how they had like opened that hell dimension and they're just all getting cornholed with like big drill bits with their eyes gouged out yep. and shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like Homer when they Homer gets fed do donuts and so oh. he doesn't want donuts anymore except they can't that's the joke because they can't get Homer to Oh, that's his not wanting donuts. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. No, you I see was... how much you want donuts when you've eaten one million of them. And then he's just, he's, he's like, like more please. I like the chili pep, the, the, the chili uh, cook off. When, he, when, when some, is it Flanders chili that defeats him initially? Flanders, no, Flanders is the one who Homer's like, Three alarm chili, eh? And he eats it, and he's like, "It's two alarm tops." And I was like, "Oh, boys, he's right. It's I'm not three alarm. It's two and a half tops." And he's like, pissing about it. Yeah, it's a uh, Chief Wiggum's chili. Chief Wiggum with the finest but... peppers from south of the border. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was more diabolical than that. He was like, "It's the black death pepper from Guatemala." And then, like, when he put it in, it like turned to ash. <laughs> and like made the whole chili turn black or some shit. And Homer, like, it burns Homer's ass up. So he, he feels defeated and he comes back. He decides to like coat his entire mouth and digestive system, upper digestive system, with wax. Yeah. So he takes, a, he takes a big candle and like gargles it and then swallows and it coats his lips, tongue, inside of And he goes back and just in Chief Wiggum's face, just kills all that chili, all that death chili. And like everybody's mind is fucking blown. And then he has like an LSD. But he's covered in wax and he goes, <laughs> don't quit your day job. Everyone knows just wax all over. But the, anim <laughs> like, the animation completely shifts like 10 seconds later. And like he's in the desert with like coyotes and the moon and everything's melting in front of him and getting it's one of the it's yeah. one of my favorite episodes i think i like it's the that johnny one. cash episode one of their best cameos ever that did not realize that yeah the, no, the voice see, of i that, didn't watch uh, it as an adult the voice of that coyote is johnny cash that's really cool really? see i didn't watch the show like ever as an adult really I, I i stopped watching um simpsons when i was about 18 or 19 when i started like working and, yeah. and moved out if you so, popped back into like season five like if you watched like mr plow you'd get oh you'd get a laugh out of oh, like, that I, kind I, of shit yeah, the Cape Fear just, one that's tremendous. Like the old the seasons Cape are so Fear funny. One, it like, like that's Emmy award winning uh Simpsons when you go back to the Cape Fear shit. You know, I've never yeah. seen the movie Cape Fear. I know like I know what it's about. There's I a lot can't of believe I have one over on you. <laughs> I know what it's about. I know the premise. It's you know, it's Robert De Niro wants to horn in on the guy's daughter, and then he gets he's like hulking and scary somehow, De Niro, and like like the whole boat fight scene and everything. Uh, but I've never seen it. Yeah. But it's very, very good. Like it, it's one of my favorite performances. I, I thought Taxi Driver was really, really good. I did enjoy it, but I think Cape Fear was better. Like it was. Mm. was I've never seen intense. Raging Bull, either. I haven't you know, seen that's that either. You know that Scorsese made that, and it's De Niro and uh, Pesci, and maybe some other people, but I, they don't come to mind. It's the it's the boxing movie where it's uh, a lot, a good bit of it's in black and white. Maybe all of it is. I'm not sure. I, again, I've never seen it. There's a bunch of this. Why did Robert De Niro just decide to stop being good at making movies? <laughs> so, somewhere around Robert De Niro, he's like he's like 85. Like that's why yeah, he, he got that Meet the Parents money, and he was like, "Fuck it, Fuck it. <laughs> I can phone it in like this. That's all I and, gotta and, do." Yeah, 
and like everything after that has just been just absolutely I made rubbish. I made heat. I'm fine. I'm taking care heat of it. Heat is so good. You know, I, I can't remember which like special forces group or, or 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 law enforcement agency uses it, but they use that footage of Val Kilmer tactically reload. reloading. Yeah, because he does it so clean, so perfectly, yep. the way he's checking for like enemies and the way he's like staying in co- hardcover, like everything about what he's doing apparently is perfect. Um, and they talk about how much that Val Kilmer like trained for that and like practiced that. And it's, it's a great movie. Heat is the best bank robber movie of all time. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love, I love his uh, react to contact that he has when he's walking out of the bank and he's just smiling at his buddies and the, he, the millisecond he sees a cop just drops the smile gun comes up. It's so good. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a great movie. Um, yeah. what's your, uh, what's your, what's your favorite? western movie i ask everyone this i like to know because i know what they are i know the right answer i know the right answer too. <laughs> well i haven't I we seen have the same one i haven't seen the dirty dozen or the good and bad and the ugly or all the other westerns you're let me see if i have the name right. <laughs> probably tombstone uh tombstone's top three just because nothing, uh, no character I've ever like. Uh, you know how guys make jokes about Ryan Gosling and stuff like literally me. I remember yeah. being seven years old and watching Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday and being like, "That's me, literally me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me. Me and that guy, two peas in a pod. <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm just like Tombstone, him for real. <laughs> Tombstone is number three, I think, on my list all time best westerns. Number two is the uh, I go back and forth, but it's either The Unforgiven or Lonesome Dove for the the mm-hmm. top two. Lonesome Dove kind of skirts in there because it was like a TV miniseries and it's like four and a half hours long. But um, those are the best Westerns of all time, in my opinion. The Unforgiven is something that Clint Eastwood bought as a younger man and waited until he was old enough to play that character. And it's so good. God, I can quote like half that fucking movie. Unforgiven is the one I was going to say. But to be honest, Unforgiven and uh, Tombstone, it's hard for me to pick. Yeah, and I've only seen it once, but I remember really liking True Grit. True Grit's the, the new one or the older one with the new one. one. The new the one. new one is really the new good. one's good. The new one's a good film. Yeah, so it's very rarely, underrated. Very underrated. so rarely do remakes and reimagings or whatever, especially when it's like 30, 40 years removed. Are they any good? That like that RoboCop's a perfect example of just like mm-hmm. what the fuck did you do? Like you missed the whole point of RoboCop. Total Recall's the same shit, mm-hmm. but when they remade Total um, uh, True Grit um the recasting was excellent you got matt damon and um oh, what's his fucking name well i can't hear the same uh, it's, it's, uh, it's 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 jeff dan uh, what, Je- what's um, um, bridges bridges jeff, jeff bridges. bridges yeah yeah. jeff bridges plays um um, um rooster cogburn the one-eyed yep. bounty hunter who shoots first and asks questions later and a little girl thought, comes yep. to him says my father's been murdered by outlaws and i hear that you're a man of true grit and I'm gonna pay you to to help me take these 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 men down. And Matt Damon pals along too. And so the three of them are this really motley crew who are traveling in search of like a band of outlaws together. And yep. Matt Damon and Rooster Cogburn are like pissing contests the whole way through, throwing like biscuits in the air and shooting them with their pistols. Like it's it's fun. And he's got Jeff Britt, you need captions because jeff bridges decides that he's going to be absolutely incomprehensible (laughs) tater's easier to understand (laughs) as this is no country for old men a western i it's a neo-western it's a neo-western i like like that that. i like that one a lot it is so, but, but, but i don't like to admit it is i just i put coen brother films on their own like well true like grits a coen here. brother true grits a coen brother film 
The new it one. Yes. Yeah. You know what yeah, remake perfect. is better than the original? I know Kyle's going to agree with me. Judge Dredd. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> it's not a Western. Well, yeah. No, no, it's a remake. <laughs> I have this personality flaw where back. when someone says, like, a remake is never better than the original, or he said it was so rare. Oh. So yeah, I usually yeah, start scouring for, yeah, like, yeah. exceptions. Oh, no, that's a good one. Um, There's a there's a the really thing, good, like, reimagining that Bruce Willis did of the classic Clint Eastwood movie where called uh, where he uh kind of goes into a town and plays the two gangs. There's two gangs running a town. And he goes in and plays them against each other. There's a Clint Eastwood movie where he does this. Bruce Willis remade it, made it his own thing. And it's called. Ah, um... oh, what the fuck's it called? So I'll think of it like Western. It's yeah, kind of, but it's in like the night. It's like in like the early 1900s. So he has 1911 pistols. It's not um, called Last Man Standing, but it's That's called Last Man Standing. Well, it's okay. called Last Man Standing. And it's, uh, I think it's good, but it's one of those movies that I watched a ton as a kid. And so maybe that's why I like it. But yeah, he he like rolls into town in his in his car and uh, basically starts playing the two gangs against one another and like killing the shit out of anybody that messes with him. And um, at one point he takes this absurd beating because they're trying to beat information out of him, but he won't give it up. And he like has to like crawl away and get his <laughs> pistols and then like come back for revenge. Like it's it's a pretty good movie. I I don't know if it's I don't know if it's good because I haven't seen it since I I don't know became a man grown. But I really where like would it. this one My stack? Of it is good. Wild Wild West with <laughs> <laughs> oh, one. way <laughs> way down here. Really, I was gonna say top three. <laughs> All time. Uh, what, the giant the spider really elevates that film. That was what's a good one. Yeah. You know what's funny? Ass is what elevates the film. I, which is, I, I heard that that script had been floating around for a while, yeah, and apparently yeah. there were some producers who had a giant spider written for some sci-fi movie years back. And whenever this movie came up, they're like, there's been this giant spider idea floating around. We'll put it in the Western. Like, <laughs> He's passionate about just it. It was his thing. Unrelated. Well, this didn't pan out in Eight-Legged Freaks, but it's going to be a hit here in Wild Wild West. <laughs> what, who was the... So it's, that one's Smith like... Is maybe told the story. It, yeah, it was Will Smith and, um, and, and, and that white, white man. But who's the uh, the Spanish like girl that's with them? Oh. That's like crazy attractive. I, I have not uh, seen that movie since I was a kid. I could. She I don't at one point she's wearing those old timey underwear that have the you know the button up ass square, but she hasn't buttoned it, and like they don't tell her, and it's great. Like like she has just a tremendous ass like hanging out of the back of the old timey underwear, and they're just trying to play it cool. Like like what movie is this? Haven't, Wild wild, wild wild west. I don't remember that scene, but now yeah, this must be a, you know maybe it is. Pretty <laughs> good. You know you, you know get to see some about that movie. Yes, that, that is. To, I've got. What, what's that one again? He's about to say I got pictures of. It. Um, <laughs> Will Smith turned down the Matrix for that film. He, Will Smith was supposed to play Neo, and he's like, "Nah, I've got this other project, Wild Wild West." <laughs> Thank he God he all... didn't play Neo. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> he would have been. They, uh, they wanted not good. Will Smith to play Neo. It's yeah. like just a fundamentally different film at that point. <laughs> I don't even remember. I only remember liking the first Matrix. I don't have yeah. really many memories of watching the second or third, which means that as I watched them, I must have thought they were shit. <sighs> I watched them, and at the time, I convinced myself they were good because I was such a big fan of the first one. And I saw them all in theaters, uh, and I was just... I remember sitting there like blown away at the time by the CGI of the second one. Mm -hmm. And I look at it now and it looks like shit. 
But yeah. at the time, there was when he's fighting that infinite group of Agent Smiths in yeah, like the yeah. basketball court, it looks bad. But back then in the theater, I specifically remember being like, wow, holy shit. <laughs> How many of them are they? Just, you know, it was it, it looked cool because he's be doing hundreds. You know, he's he's completely digital at this point. So he's basically a cartoon character. Yeah, it looks you know? really so bad. It looks yeah, bad. Does um, but but in the mm-hmm. third one, you know, you had those um, albino twins with the dreadlocks. So they that. looked cool. I, that was the they one. looked cool, and that's when you got to see Morpheus like come back with the samurai sword and like do some and the Glock 18s. And uh, he's got a great scene where he like cuts an Escalade in half and yeah, then yeah. blows it up with the Glock 18. The that Escalade and the the CTR what, whatever the ask the the uh, the Cadillac car those weren't on the market yet. Those were like two years from production. Like they, they were still almost concept shit and they threw him in the movie. The same thing with that fucking cell phone back then before like, I don't know, the iPhone and just being a square piece of glass took over. I wanted that cell phone so bad. <laughs> that matrix <laughs> cell phone. Dude, I wanted that was that cool. They're expensive. They looked cool at the time. Now, do you ever see people with flip phones now? Mm-hmm. At this they point, the- it's like, what are you doing? Like what? What are you? What are you trying to prove, sir? It's a burner. Oh, phone. someone I'm, doesn't need maps. Bragging oh, about you have a good sense of direction. Fuck you. That's what I really think yeah. when I see people oh, with I flip don't mean phones. I'm like, wow. So someone doesn't get lost all the time. Fine. <laughs> I don't mean the uh, the traditional shell. Have you seen the new ones that are just like a screen? It, they're essentially your oh the phone, folding but screen. Like, yeah, yeah. But folded in fucking half. Yeah. It seems like, like, like uh, something I don't need, and it just adds another failure point. Like if I, I I'm gonna use my computer. They put that or thing in a machine, dude. They put that thing in a machine. I've watched it. They put it in that machine and like bent it over and over like ten million times or something. Well, I don't I, want that one. I want the one that that hasn't been bent no, ten million times. No, it's <laughs> all, all been bent. I, I like it. That but it just doesn't seem like it's worth the like extra money because like the main thing that I like about my phone is it that's not a feature. Can imagine if you bought a grill and they're like, trust us, at the factory someone used this to cook thousands of meals. You'd be like, <laughs> fuck you, give me a new grill. Like <laughs> your phone. They don't bend your phone. They they bent a phone to make sure no. that your phone could be bent without no, anything every going awry. <laughs> they don't bend them all. We are losing so much money on this ten million bent. <laughs> Phone These are awful. <laughs> Why can't we just rye about it? Millions of factory workers. <laughs> <laughs> Carpal tunnel oh, syndrome. Don't rye about it. <laughs> don't rye. You're a rye. Don't be a rye. <laughs> this manufacturing philosophy will not work for condoms. <laughs> it comes with it's sunk in it. What the fuck? I came in it ten times. <laughs> and it mostly worked. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Wendy Goon, what to get very serious, not really. But like what is because I know you're you're a Christian, what is the point of like the Christian sex where you're like I think I have more not in common with you than in common with you. Like, mm, cause like, like most like Christians I've talked to about like Mormons will say like, they've got the gist of it, but they are way out of line on a lot of fucking shit. But mm. you know, they kind of got the, the core a bit right. Other than the whole like other Testament thing. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
as far as mormons go i'm pretty absolutely removed from them uh everyone that i've talked to i have absolutely no idea what they're talking about uh it's like what did you just make that part up which they're like yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah, pretty much yeah that's the vibe um but yeah the uh them definitely far removed from things like jehovah witnesses and all that anything that involves new revelations so like you know you had the bible you had like which the New Testament, which is the most recent part of the Bible, is entirely written by people who were alive and either were with Christ or were friends with the disciples who like wrote letters to them or whatever. So that's mm-hmm. like Jesus. And then if any religion is like, yeah, and then 800 years later, there was a second part. That's where I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I don't play ball with that. Because uh, at that mm-hmm. point, they're just adding stuff for their own, you know, whatever objective they want to get across. Are uh, yeah. for the smirching David Smith? Uh, yes, I am. A, as a, matter of fact, a little, yes, Good, a lot. Because that was the <laughs> greatest con man, this side of the Mississippi. Yep. This side, yep. both sides of the Mississippi. Because <laughs> he got booted to the other side. <laughs> Fucking shit. Oh yeah, but, but him, uh, I, I don't, I'm not Catholic. Catholics are closer because, you know, they still believe in Christ and all that. Not a fan of like the church as an office or, you know, the, the Pope or the orders of the priest and all that. Uh, but if it, like, if you believe in Christ, then, you know, we've got something to talk about. But there's a lot of people yeah. who... They uh, they had a lot of asterisks to that <laughs> term. A lot with, of with the new ideas. Thing, like, like I you know most of my family's Catholic, but like the whole praying, yeah. like to to like including Mary in your prayers, was always to me like, what are what are we doing here? Like, there's no part in the New Testament that says to include Mary. It seems like this is a bunch of pomp and circumstance that they included, kind of like the Pharisees and Sadducees back in the day, to keep people kind of constricted based on ritual, than by based on and by social constraints than by anything else. Like the same way confession. Like if you if you've seen the bullshit people say now about like confession, actually, like the reason it's a thing is because like the priest is meant to be like someone who helps you through problems, and it's like no. That was not the impetus of confession. The <laughs> impetus of confession was a way to goad an entire community into spilling secrets to a central position that then could use that information to control. Like, like no, the, literally in the fucking Bible, Jesus says, what did Jesus say? What, did he say that when you pray, yeah. go into public loudly and raise your arms? <laughs> no, Jesus said, when you pray, do not go into public and raise your arms and scream as the Pharisees and Sadducees do. Instead, go into your room in private. Just you and the Lord. Isn't that what Jesus said? I was under the impression that it, that was kind of spelled out in, in the middle of John, but I guess not. Or no, Luke. Like, it's I, I really that always fucking turned me the wrong way about Catholicism is like it takes all of what Jesus came back to do, which is fulfilling the covenant and making it so that the separation of fabrics and the not eating of pork, the shellfish, all this stuff was fulfilled. It's not to be followed anymore. And to tack on an additional layer of like, oh, now you have to worry about paying money to get out of uh, to get your relatives out of purgatory. Like that's that's a despicable perversion of if you believe in Christ and and you believe that's what he came to do that doesn't really gel. And I'm not even a religious person, really. Wow, like that, that was cool. Taylor, Sunday school Taylor popped out there. That was mm-hmm. nice. I like that. I want he some did. consistency there. And I don't, <laughs> I don't like, and the Catholics I know are good people. The vast majority of them are Christmas and, and Easter Catholics who don't care about it, who don't do, yeah. conf- people don't know this. Most Catholics don't do confession. Like they, they don't go and do that shit. Of course anyway, not. You know, but like, yeah, the, the whole impetus of it is like gross. 
It was a way to get dirt on people who trusted you and then use it to for material gain. Fucked up. Is that yeah. true? I get all my yeah. information from the Passion mm -hmm. of the Christ. On the, on yeah, it is 100% true. <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson will set you straight. Mel Gibson, he knows. He's, Mel he's Gibson, right on it. I just rewatched Braveheart the other night. Like an absolute retard. Love you. Well, it's off. Like I, I fucking started the movie at like eleven twenty at night, and then like I got into it, and I just couldn't stop because it's so good. Man, that is one of those movies that like you almost don't remember it as good as it was until you go back and watch because it's not just the cool story and everything, and and like the good acting from Mel and everybody else. And there's there's it's funny like after watching Game of Thrones and these other fantasy like series, you can like see a lot of those guys back then too who kind of played those like gruff you know scottish characters or whatever and then and then but we're like oh that guy was you know three of those guys are in the night's watch neat like yeah. cool that one but, guy with the scar on his face is in everything mm -hmm. he's good i like him but that, that movie is so so tremendous i, I love that what other, I don't, other I, like that apocalypto those are probably his most famous movies right well mad max I, that that's big i mean uh, for for me it's always been lethal weapon. Uh, lethal weapon but the one that slides under the radar is payback do you know about payback? payback? Mel Gibson's Payback. This is Lucy Liu's debut. She is prime Lucy Liu. And mm -hmm. she plays a dominatrix in this. So she's all up in like, she's like a gangster dominatrix. So she's all up in like leather and like thongs and stuff. And um, there's this great scene where she's about to get into a gunfight. And she's like, hubba, hubba, hubba. And then just like, they had this crazy gunfight. The premise is this. Mel Gibson um, was cheated of his money and left for dead by his ex-business partner. And like this, this like uh, this heist they were a part of, and his like wife, fiance, girlfriend was on the other guy's side. She tr she was a traitor in this in this situation, and uh, he's he got screwed out of obviously his end of the money they were going to make or whatever. But I think he also goes to prison for like a long time, like several years. Well, he's out and he's looking for payback, so he's going up the ladder, you know, trying to get his $5,700 or something like that. And people will be like, $5,700. My fucking luggage costs more than that. You're in my house over $5,700 fucking dollars. I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> I want my $5,700. Not like, more, not less. And, and, and there's a scene where he's being tortured. They're like, they're smashing his toes with a hammer. And the guy goes, mm, starting to look like roast beef. <laughs> and Mel's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And he finally tells them what they want to know. And it's this whole other plot. It's great. It's a fun movie. Um, there's lots of revenge. Uh, it's kind of fantastical, a little bit. Like it's a little bit sillier than our reality, but not so much so that it I'm doesn't take that. itself seriously. Um, it's just a little sillier. Like I, I, the fact that Lucy Liu is like a dominatrix and all that. That's kind of ridiculous, but um. He's just going through these gangsters and he's just a, you know, he's the scariest, smartest guy in every situation. Pretty much. He runs like a big, scary bouncer and his move is to rip the guy's jewelry out of his face right away. And then he's got, got the got I can't remember if it's his nose ring or what, but he's like dragging him into his bo boss's office by the <laughs> nose ring. And then he rips it out anyway. Like he's just a son of a bitch. And every step brand. of the way. And it's over like a, a small, petty amount of money. <laughs> no, payback. Payback's being led around by your nose. You have to feel like a real retard being led around by a nose ring that you like went to the store to have put in your like. <laughs> maybe people like don't know this about like why nose rings are in like bulls. Like it, it's to control them. 
Like yeah. if you if you grab onto a nose ring of a bull, like it's you it's going to do everything. Yeah, it's going to do everything you say. Um, <laughs> your frenulum, yeah. You say, dude, if you put a ring in its fucking frenulum, you're gonna. That's called a prince. That's actually called a prince Albert. That's right. <laughs> it's no, I, I'm, I'm a little more progressive. I, I put a Jacob's be... ladder on my on the top of my filtrum <laughs> frenulum. You know, it's just filtrum frenulum. You don't get that mixed up. It's easy to transpose. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to do that. Yeah, sometimes people make that mistake, like recently. Some yeah. people do it on purpose to try to upset us. trying to upset? Oh, it's anyone listening who has an issue with it. <laughs> what it? <laughs> I gotta tell people. <laughs> oh God! If someone's leave a comment. If, 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 <laughs> yeah, people who get like upset, like listening to just totally bad information and not able to contribute. Like some people have to listen to our show and be like, "No, that's not how fuck, man. That's not how any of this works." And then we're all three like, "Yeah, that checks." Mary out. is the blessed mother. How dare you? Oh, Dude, I, I will Don't get worry. someone. I guarantee I will get multiple people being like, "Hey, you misunderstood this, this, and this about Catholicism," and that's entirely possible. I'm not Catholic, but I think I, I think I'm right about a couple of those core things. Frankly. <laughs> and I will debate the Pope about it. I put me in the ring with the Pope. I, <laughs> I, ring, I, I will I'll, dominate I'll, I'll the Pope. You. I went to Sunday school. I know what's yeah. going to I know what questions he'll ask. Your, your conjurations can't save you here, magician. <laughs> you can't be saved with your machinations from the deep, from, <laughs> from the spirit realm. The fact Go that ahead, I've never seen the Pope cast a spell or do anything even vaguely magical really casts Wait, does he claim to it, be magical yeah he well with, he communes directly with god almighty yeah i know that claim. does claim that at times actually not every pope claims that i think pussies i know less than anybody <laughs> not if they're not pope. even claiming that anymore what are we doing here like what are you aren't like, i right not every pope claims well, yeah, have no, exactly the, the, the funniest one was during covid Whenever uh, the Pope, they tweeted or put out an announcement that was like, during COVID, you don't have to go to a church for confession. You can just confess your sins directly to God. And everyone you was zoom. like, no, we're going to zoom were call this. Hundreds of years of war over this. Yeah. <laughs> there were centuries of death and destruction Martin over this Luther, very issue. Martin Luther is spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> yeah. We need to find him and we can pow- solve our power problems. <laughs> Show him that tweet. Yeah. That, I hate, that I hate the whole idea of the Pope. And, uh, and and like his cadre of wizards, like like the yeah. whole thing is so absurd. Like the fact that they still dress like that, it's like why haven't they why why like haven't we that. stopped and said anything? Like dude, I'm on know, the other side. If everyone could dress like that in the big flowy gowns, I could quit my diet. The hat, Woody. Look yeah, at the it's hat. like the Saudis. Quit my he has a staff. <laughs> Draco Malfoy's dad wasn't as staff over the top is as the Pope baller. is. The hat. Oh my God. No more height envy. The cloak. Who needs a six pack when you dress like a ghost? I'm so like I, I cannot believe how much I'm on your side with this. Woody. Like you're you are you're attacking the absolute coolest part of Catholicism, which is the Vatican, the outfits, the pomp and circumstance. Uh-huh. Like the whole like, like this color too. smoke goes out of the the, the pillars create white smoke or black smoke, and then when it turns white, we've picked a new pope. That kind of stuff is fun. It's Game of Thronesy, man. Like that. Oh, oh, do, you know the thing? do you know what they do to make sure the pope is dead? 
fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember exactly which which kind of like up the shits on my, my, you, my you loudly like, say, hmm, naked boys. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then when he Felipe, doesn't, and then when you that. don't notice a, a very expensive tent of, of Egyptian cotton forming, <laughs> you, you know that he's he's finally. Passed. I hope it's something really ordinary like a sternum rub. <laughs> I did. I'm gonna I'm gonna get comments about this. I didn't I say that. It was me, but he told me to say it. No, no, no. I communicate directly with God. He told me to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think they stab him um, or something like that. I, I watched a YouTube video the other day. I, maybe they don't do it as, as much, but they did something silly. They like whacked him on the head with a coconut or something. Oh, that reminds me. Um, oh, I've read about this whole thing today. I want to get the terminology right, but I'm not going to. It's it, what it is. It's these it's the religion that props up in um, some of those some uncontacted tribes um, where they I'm going to break it down as well as I can from memory here. Okay. So, so the deal is that within these like uncontacted tribes, they have this sort of pecking order amongst the men who are sort of, you know, the ruling class anyway, where like we give each other gifts. And but the thing is, we all kind of come from the same place, the same village. So nobody's ever going to like like ruin the gift giving by having like an iPod. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to give you my extra coconuts and you're going to give me like your all the berries that you found yesterday. And, and so in that way. I'll never be what they call like a dirty man or something like that, which is someone who is indebted very much more in this gift giving tradition they have where like you should like the, the head guy there is the guy who's given everybody a gift. Everybody owes him because he's given everybody one more gift than they've given him essentially. So like what they would do, they would meet these like uh, th these guys on boats and these the, and they would show up with shit from a factory <laughs> in England or America and they'd be like, yeah, what do you want? Like 50 of these dolls and it just like ruins their like sense of worthiness and so they start viewing not the white men um, as their God who have this overabundance of like factory produced goods that they can't even fathom. Mm -hmm. They believe that there's a religion of cargo drops where like God drops cargo yeah, yeah. and gives it to people and through either um because either they were bad or because God like accident there was an accident, these men have been gifted more. So we need to pray to the God that we'll get our cargo shipment from the sky of like earthly goods so that we can no longer be dirty men who are indebted mm -hmm. to those those Frenchmen who came the other day and like gave us all a, a basket Ooh, of fruit. Eat. The Lord has oh. blessed us with sour cream and onion chips. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you even imagine there could be a flavor more than original. <laughs> I had my mind blown by original for weeks, and then they come and Man, the Lord is great. The Lord is a wonderful God for giving us. This. Have you ever have you ever heard of Cape Cod chips? These are the finest chips I have ever had. And vinegar, they are a flavor you would not anticipate being as tasteful as it is. Hmm. <laughs> I like, you that's the original starry soda. <laughs> it is not good. <laughs> no, that's, the original, that's, that's the original potato chip flavor, you know. Not, not salt, but salt and vinegar. Oh. I didn't know that. So that I was didn't either. Original. I just kind of made it up. Uh, you got me this time. God <laughs> damn it, dude. Yeah. Did he have you, Taylor, or was it just me? No, no, he got me on that one. Oh, like, was, <laughs> you know, because it's preservatives. <laughs> yeah, it, it, maybe I had I to keep like, oh, those yeah, potatoes like, fresh. Up. 
Uh, it did make, <laughs> it does, it did make sense made, to me. It still them. makes sense. It might be true. Damn it. You, that, you that, did. That does, you got that me on that one. Like I was a, about to ask a follow-up about that. That, that sounds like an 1800 <laughs> snack. It's like, well, we'll just dry it out, then dip it in vinegar and put some salt on it. Right? And there you go. You've got I, I probably guessed right. Like, like I've We've had a long one. afternoon of being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a snack. <laughs> We've had a probably long afternoon of being racist. <laughs> Why aren't more things salt and vinegar flavored like I would like salt and vinegar flavored like baked potato. I guess I'd say put some vinegar on my you baked potato. Huh? Put some vinegar, salt yeah. on it. Yeah. You think that would do the trick? Here's the trick. <laughs> you can you can you can put salt and vinegar on anything. The, it's not where, illegal. They it? can't stop you. You can like get the power. You're you gonna love this. Is salt and vinegar is a real thing. Yeah. You get like <laughs> you, you get like. <laughs> so like it's like the Dorito nacho cheese powder. You get like salt and vinegar powder and, and put it on something. I hear I'm you with sure, the I'm vinegar. Sure. I don't what know if you put pickle juice on more things? There you go. That's just vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better than vinegar. It's pickle juice. It's pickle pickly vinegar. Brine. Mm. They make those. They make dill pickle potato chips. They do. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking baked potatoes, uh, sandwiches. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, you can just buy a big jar of juice, like I'm sure you have in your refrigerator. Flavored potatoes. But I know your wife like does one. this to all of your sandwiches oh. with. God knows what's going in that jar. Tremendous. You know what's happening? Love them. <laughs> the chips. Yeah, the chips. Yeah. <laughs> I have the same thing for lunch. Like, <sighs> must be 360 days a year. I have the same thing <laughs> for lunch. And uh, <laughs> it's that like grilled chicken, little flatbread thing, huh? Yeah, it's this lavish recipe we got on YouTube for grilled chicken thing. And she's replaced the pickles with relish. And oh my God, what an upgrade. First of all, it's like basically bread and butter pickles. But also the little relish juice spreads all over the place. Everybody's a delight. Do you she's revolution so, revolutionized the chicken lavish game? What I really I, I like pickles as well, but if I'm having like a sandwich instead of like I get a deli instead of like pickles on the sandwich I really enjoy the the whole spear that mm. I get on the side and I can like punctuate the bites I want with the the pickle I like that very much That's are you a now. solid a, a pickle stick guy I used I'm to, a big pickle stick I, guy I, I, I used to, it's a spear first of all and yeah. uh and well, I guess I, all, I guess I'm not that big of a pickle stick get guy your <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, pickle stick pickle yeah. stick they call them uh that's what a caveman <laughs> that's what a caveman would call a pickle if he was learning english very fast and we were all scientists who were like fine yeah, it's amazing exactly. it's been a week can i have the last stick? 30 seconds i <laughs> know what a pickle spear is look at him he's a fucking caveman yeah, so pickle he spears are the way to hear me out what if instead of slicing pickle into spears <laughs> you just sort of licked the outside of the entire pickle you could put I, it in your you mouth know, that, and that, fuck that, on it like a, a popsicle. I'm a that texture guy. You. I need the crunch. <laughs> I, I understand you're a vinegar guy. But I, I think that would get you kicked out great. of Panera. Sure. <laughs> it would if you if you make eye contact to the cashier and th and throat but you're not good at it and you're going <laughs> you're getting asked your, your to leave spear. absolutely yeah. yeah you know what they'll say is they'll say sir we're going to call the police if you try this again and i'll say you don't you don't know who i am and i'm wearing a clown wig and sunglasses because I, I do it because i do it every day <laughs> it's like sir, sir you, you pay by card this. every day <laughs> 
I don't do dill pickles. Taylor, anymore, we have your name. <laughs> right here. Okay. We thought you you'd be a you girl. Play these games. Well, this is very confusing for me. Like, just change him up. I have to go to the bathroom, and I just come out with like an extra ring on as a different guy. <laughs> I like those wickles. What's a wickle? A wickle? It's a I don't know. It's a, it's a pickle they charge you six dollars a jar for. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it, they're like they're like sweet and spicy pickles. Yeah, it sounds like a slur. It's a wickle. It does. Get, yeah, you wickles, get out! I got my windows yeah. open. Get your wickle ass out of here. <laughs> Google it to see if this is a real thing. It's a real tie thing. your shoes. That's all. Yeah, tie your shoestrings, you dirty wickles. This is one of the is oldest. That, that's the pickle companies that walk there. around with their sneakers untied. Dude, I was started, like, he can't started, get me twice in two minutes. <laughs> started in 1906 by Jeremiah Wickle. Wickle's Pickles is the pride of the South and your pantry. It's Jeremiah Wickle. That's 100 years of, in the making. That's God one of those right. names. That's like you were saying earlier, like Jebediah, Barzal, whatever. Yeah. What, what was it? Jeremiah, Jeremiah Wickle? Wickle. No yeah. way. <laughs> You're right. I did make that up. <laughs> there, is no, there is not a Jeremiah Wickle from, from Wickle's Pickles. But the rest of what I read is true. <laughs> this podcast is full of lies and misinformation. Most of it's wrong. If you want some tasty pickles, the, the, the Wickles are the way to go. And if you like mayonnaise, then Duke's mayonnaise is the way to go. I have very strong opinions about a lot of things, and those two things are just true. Anyone who eats anything else is just wrong. Wait, what was that second part? Duke's mayonnaise. I don't like, I don't eat white condiments. First of all, I don't eat much mayonnaise. I'm pretty ever. progressive. However, if I had my way, I could eat it by the spoonful. I fucking love mayonnaise. I could dip French fries in it and be happy. Um, like on, on my grilled cheese, I oh want mayonnaise God. inside and out that motherfucker. I want it on the outside because it browns it up. I want it on the inside because that's how mama makes them. They're fucking oh. delicious. That oh, <laughs> it's it's not though. She'd be mad if I described her sandwiches that way. That's why I do. <laughs> yeah, she put mayonnaise in them. She don't what's your cook. what's your if you're getting a burger though? What's your burger toppings, Wendigan? If it, are we talking like cheeseburger? Cheeseburger. Cheese goes without uh, saying. There's cheese already. Uh, on. Uh, I don't like lettuce on burgers. It just kills the flavor for me. Damn, so strike like, one. Uh, I, yeah, I like hmm. onions, pickles, and pretty much all the sauces. Like you know, throw the throw the mayo, mustard, ketchup, all that. I'm here for it. Like it's like they're specialty burgers, of course. Like if you're throwing bacon on it, it's a whole different vibe. But like for a normal mm. cheeseburger, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Lather it That's up. That's solid. No, no lettuce though. You don't. You I don't like every every time I put well, that's what the pickles and onions do. I feel like every time I eat a burger with lettuce on it, it's like, well, that flavor was good for a second, but now there's like celery in the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need good <laughs> toppings. Like the difference High between a, a really good tomato and a shitty tomato is immense. Like. If you get like a Burger King tier tomato, it may as well not be on there because there's no flavor. There's no crisp. It's just a, a wet wedge that doesn't add anything. But you go to it's a nice restaurant, part. you get a nice, thick, crisp, like Roma, like, like a flavorful tomato. You're like, this is a like, beef I forgot tomato. tomatoes could be this flavorful. <laughs> oh, it's meaty almost. You're so yeah. right. Why do they breed tomatoes to be flavorless? And that's what it's all you bullshit. get in the winter. What, what is happening there? And don't they realize their mistake? They're huge. So, it's a huge mistake. And you're right about the winter thing. Like you get a burger, you may as well say no tomato most places in winter because it's going to be a flavorless disc of, of water. 
when I no. make my own, when I make my own, I put tomatoes on them, um, and I like go through a whole process where I carefully slice the tomatoes with an exceptionally sharp knife, so I don't like rupture the cell structure. And then I salt and pepper them, and I put them on paper towels to let them drain all their juices out. And I flip them and rotate them two or three times this, until they're no. And then like I put them on the burger so they don't get all. So I'm making the best burger I can make. I just how I cook. the tomato and call it Look, good. That sounds delicious. So, so you get that, and and then like as far as condiments, I never stray too far from some kind of mustard. It could be like brown and spicy, or it could be like yellow and cheap, or it could be like some sort of Dijon shit. But I'm mixing that with mayonnaise, and that's the sauce. That's that's what's going on there. Um, if I have that really expensive, um, lettuce that you can buy, that's like this little miniature head of lettuce. That's like, you crack it open. It's like, Oh, <laughs> a little baby lettuce head just for me. You literally go like, like that. and you get this, these perfect little, like, like leaves. And it's just like, if you, I'll do that, but any like sort of standard shredded lettuce, mm-hmm. fuck that. It's just, it's just garbage. Oh yeah. Shredded. Color. You can fucking, I'd rather be yeah. killed. But um, okay. But, let's calm down. <laughs> yeah, I like Big Mac sauce. So like, like, like I could if I had that, I would put that on a burger because like something about that white trash Thousand Island Big Mac sauce just gets my goat. Like that shit a lot. But uh, otherwise, I don't put onions on burgers. I think uh, raw onions are gross, and you're just my breath and like tongue tastes like onion all day. I have to brush my teeth after I eat onion like that. It's, it's are you so eat, are you putting too much on there? Maybe a, a, a bite of onion is too much. A oh, bite. I, I like that raw. I mean, I like cooked onions on my burger too, but I like the raw, the sharpness of it. I do raw onions on hot dogs. I do raw do you, onions on. I'll eat any kind of raw onion anywhere. Yeah, you ever taken a bite out of an onion? Like a no, I haven't. But my brother used to. That would be a fun did that when we were for a, kids. For a no, he would do that. He would. He would do it. He liked it. He loved onions so much that he would go into the fridge and take a bite of an onion like an apple. This is the same brother that would take bites of butter out of the fridge sometimes. Holy shit! Now, now green onions. And he's never had a weight with. problem. It fucking pisses me off. Well, not when you're eating onions. You're filling up on whole onions. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a bushel Case of onions. We got it figured out. I'm so hungry right now. Wait, I know. Yeah, that's why I brought up the cheeseburger this conversation. Boy, I'm thinking this about boy it. nothing but onions. Just right Taylor, through. are you still on a cut? I am. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty solid with, with eating well and keeping the, the late night binge eating to a minimum. Because that's where, like, that's where I realized I fucked myself up so many times is like, I'll go on a good streak and it'll be like, I haven't like had a big eating feast late at night for like two weeks. And then you do it and you like do the math the next day. And it's like, oh, no, like that was thousands of calories that you know I, I'm going to do this need. week. I undid Never. so much time. I still have the turkey. I bought two turkeys at Thanksgiving. I'm going to cook the other one this week. Um, Fried. I'm. <sighs> Fried is so many calories. Like, like I was thinking about baking it. I've never baked turkey, and so there's no, like, for sure. And I've had a couple of bad outings recently with my cooking. It's like, well, that was ruined. What hasn't like, gone like, well? Um, I cooked some steaks the other day, and uh, I wasn't there when they got vacuum sealed. And somebody used my old vacuum sealer, that I, uh, not my new fancy expensive one. And so if you don't vacuum seal the steaks just right when you sous vide them, they sort of like simmer in like watery juices and turn oh. in. They get gross. Um, so that happens. Or happened. a boiled egg with a crack shell. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I usually get filet mignon. So it's like, damn it, I just messed up like $40 worth of steaks. That's lame. And then like now I got to get like, happy. Some... Yes, they were so happy. Dude. <laughs> all right. 
That's why I had to get up earlier. I don't know, like, like I was gone for a long time there. Like I went to take the dogs out and they fucking like the 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 old one like got lost in the fucking yard. She's like <laughs> it's like around the front of the house just barking into the night scared and lost. She's like 17 and like losing her little mind. Aww. Aww. And it's uh it's little raining thing. so much that they don't want to go out because the whole yard is a goddamn lake. Like there's standing water out in the entire yard. Like it's it's been raining here for months every day. Every day in a rains. valley. No, or maybe I'm in Atlanta. In every day it rains. Atlanta. Every day. It never dries up. Atlantis. Like my <laughs> like my yard hasn't been anything other than like muddy in months. Like like there hasn't been like, if you went outside and like kicked the ground, like dust wouldn't come up. And it's been that way. It, it would be mud. You'd make a muddy footprint. It's and it's been that way for months. That it's sucks. So fucking gross. Just wet and dirty. And all the dogs are coming in with shit all over their paws every time. I, every t- every every one of them I have to get like I go through so many paper towels because I'm like getting his paws and like squeezing them individually with the paper towels and like shamming his whole furry body down to like get the rainwater off of him. So every time one comes in, it's like I'm detailing a car and fast forward, like, <laughs> like getting him ready to go, like getting his little jowl because he's got this crazy mustache. Dude, I gotta take another picture of him. I figured out who he looks like because I gave he, Rocky or fur- Toby. Toby, the, the the Bernie Doodle, the new puppy, he looks like Ron fucking Perlman, dude. He looks just like Ron <laughs> Perlman because like he couldn't see very well. His fur was like just all he's got. He's so fuzzy that his eyes were getting encroached upon. So I got him in a fucking headlock the other day, and I got the trimmers out, and I like like cut him out some eye holes, <laughs> <laughs> and like I got all the fuzzy stuff like on the bridge of his nose, so he can like see all. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> he's got peripheral now. And now he looks right at you like a person, like a, like like he won't just glance at you. Like you'll be like watching TV on your phone, and you'll and you're like locked eyes with him across the room. He's like looking <laughs> you in the face, and he's got eyelashes, and he's got like what do you call the white part of your eyes? Your uh, iris. They're very iris. prominent. They're the very iris. prominent with this dog. So like he, when no, he looks iris. around, I can tell what he's looking at. I sent you guys that video of him watching the wolf the other day. Like he's sitting there watching TV for an hour to fucking time, looking at wolves and like dingoes and coyotes and shit. And he's not like getting all crazy. He's just like, yeah, motherfucker. All right. (laughs) Yeah, you run that shit, huh? I could be like that. All right. All right. I see how you do it. And he's just like watching and learning. But then I started watching The Wire and I looked over and he's watching them like stomp the shit out of that black guy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no those are our friends. <laughs> God, I got a those window. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna find it, you're gonna walk in the room one day and he's gonna have a back the blue bandana on. <laughs> <laughs> can't have that. Can't have that. Uh, Big blue narc. line, Kyle. <laughs> no, shut up, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> fucking narc, get out of here. No, he's um he's getting tremendously big. I gotta find a groomer for him. Um, and I gotta get him fixed. He's got balls. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, I think six months now. Almost exactly six months. Mm, is that what you a, get? Him that's fixed? about the time. Well, it depends on the breed. Uh. Mm. Because the the ruling is like for like miniature dogs or small dogs six months, but for bigger dogs you may want to let them grow a little bit, like eight oh. nine months before. When I was looking it. at before a year is like the. When um, I was looking at purchasing a borzoi, uh, I spoke to a borzoi breeder. If you don't know what they are, they're the really long nosed dogs. B o r z o i, if you care, uh, or the subreddit long boys. Boys is spelled b o y e s. 
Um, I wanted one of those because they're like super cool internet dogs. They're expensive. Like they start out in the $3,000 range. Oh, and um, I had found one that was like affordable, I think ish because of something or another. I don't know. He was like eight weeks old instead of six or 10 weeks old instead of eight or something. And it was more like 2,200, 2,400 or something like that. And I was like, all right, yeah, I want the, I want the long boy. And, and the lady who was selling it, like anti-sold the dog. She was like, have you ever had a Borzoi before? Are you aware of the complications that Borzois can, can incur? Do you know that you know, you have, you cannot have them fixed before like 18 months because their bone density needs to be like this. And it felt like she was like attacking my ignorance rather than trying to fill in a potential mm. customer. And I was just like, so turned off that I went and bought Topi. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep, keep your fucking dog. We had a similar experience. Like, like they, they quizzed us, you know, have you had great Danes before? Yes. This will be our third one. You know, do you know about this? Yeah, we know. We know. Um, we need a letter of recommendation from our veterinarian to buy the dog. I've yeah. never heard of that before. And they came in, like looked so at your weird. place too, to make sure he was going to have a decent place to stay. Mm-mm. Maybe I, thought, I, am I, I maybe, maybe that's a little um, extreme. Might be. I don't know if we. I know they that, asked like, us about our place. I know they asked if we had like you know does anyone work from home or is anyone home all day? They asked us about that, but um, I think the dog was in Georgia, so they didn't come here. So I looked to at um, <clears throat> I looked at a lot of different sources for puppies and rescues, and like for months I kind of like tooled back and forth over the the, the many options and. I would say the majority of places that you would get what I would call like a good dog. Like, oh, we, you read all the stuff that they do before you get the puppy and it's like a paragraph and a half and then some like lineage horse shit. They like DNA test the dog to see if it could have, if it's more likely to have X, Y, and Z problems. Like there's a lot of value in that. And, um, oh shit, I, I lost my train of thought. They, Something about um, like a good dog oh, like oh. with you. They're, they wanted to come to my house and like, tour the house and the backyard and like see where the dogs stay and they're like we don't like like they absolutely won't give you a dog if you don't have like x amount of fenced in backyard they won't if like and it's like the heck it's like y'all can be picky and choosy like that like 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 i look i I want the dogs to be happy i I hope every dog has a happy great life on a farm with my dad (laughs) but most of you aren't Okay, you, you're not gonna get to chase rats as my dad kills them with his combine. That's the dog life. <laughs> that's the fucking dog's life until yeah. one day you run too fast and you go into the combine yourself, and then it's over like that. You don't have to die that slow, pitiful <laughs> death where you gotta. Here's what they say on Reddit now: little little Timothy crossed the rainbow bridge today. I wish just be honest. I gassed my dog who was in pain today. This is the <laughs> last. This is the last iPhone picture I took before I let the strangers kill him. Like. <laughs> Oh, oh your fucking euphemisms <laughs> and colorful Aww. fucking language. Cross the rainbow bridge. Kiss my ass, the rainbow yeah. bridge. This ain't Thor. No, I eat I eat. <laughs> you think my Idris Elba's in there? I use every part. Sleep? No. Wings said that it was part of a man's duty to put his dog down himself with a firearm. Do you think that was- Wow, what a pussy. I use my own two hands. <laughs> uh, well, did he say thing? that? Was that yeah. in the same? That was in the same conversation about the cat, though, wasn't it? I I don't remember him saying that, and I'm quite the historian. But if he did say that, I wouldn't say that he's entirely wrong. Um, that's how you know, like, I've put do- dogs down that way, 
and their pain is ended instantly and you feel good about what's happened because usually if you're doing that to a dog its guts are hanging out because it just got crushed by a vehicle and every moment of its life is awful and you're just crying while you kill it's the dog going to die like mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, I i do have i do have a horrific uh dog put down story no thanks oh, <laughs> no no that sounds good Fair for enough. a laugh come on <laughs> so my dad uh back when he was younger he used to be sort of a foreman up on a cold job uh up at a, str a strip mine up in kentucky and he had this doberman that he had bought he said it was like he put thousands of dollars into you know getting it from a breeder training it professionally and it was the dumbest dog he ever had this thing would just like get away from him it always like re just ran out into the woods he'd have to go find it well one day he brings it up to uh the top of a strip job where um they're up on top of a cliffside and i think what happened is the cliff started to give way so everyone started panicking like all right move the trucks off move the dozers off the side so dad's trying to coordinate this and what had happened whenever he got there is he put the dog in the truck and the dog managed to like he had the windows down dog jumps out the window and it just disappeared he didn't see it well while all these bulldozers are moving he hears Arr! And what had happened is this dog just laid down in dozer tracks. And as the dozer was coming for it, just didn't move. So dad, he's like, oh, no. So he takes the dog, puts it in his truck. And he was staying in like, I'm sorry, Kyle. He was, stay he was staying on site there at the bottom of the hill. So he drives down the bottom of the hill. He gets the dog out and he lays it on his porch. And he thought the dog was dead. Like it's quiet laying there. He's like, oh, man, this is so sad. But I I've got guys up there with equipment. It's a dangerous situation. I got to go back. So he goes back up the hill, handles that for about half an hour. He drives back down afterwards. And what had happened is the dog was not dead. Instead, the dog had used its front, its back end was flat. It used its front paws to drag itself into the road and got hit by a car. <laughs> so that, and it was still alive. It was still alive. So dog's like, oh, dad's like, oh, my word, it's broken on both ends. He drags it around to the back of the house and he gets a gun to put it down and he looks down at it and the dog looks up at him with these sad eyes and dad like starts to cry and he's like, I can't look. So he turns away and <laughs> fires and puts around straight into its heart <laughs> and it starts screaming and shouting. So dad screams back at it like, ah, and unloads the mag into the dog. And every time, Jesus. He, tells, every time he tells that story, he's like, yeah, I didn't have a dog for a while after that i needed time <laughs> you were right that was awful it was you. Yeah, you got hit by a dozer then he gets run over by a truck and then he gets shot several times oh he didn't deserve that no he didn't he did not but he's in heaven he's what you say dancing on the rainbow but in real life he's dead no, yeah, no, I, I remember, I remember like what Willow will be <laughs> like Willow in the blackness in the blackness, <laughs> the nothingness. Man, if hell is real, fuck, like, <laughs> I, I, dude, dude, you wish, you wish, dang, that's wish. crazy. <laughs> it would almost be better that if, if hell were real, because like maybe eventually, like God and the devil, like truce it out and we'll all live in some, some other place, we'll move the suburbs of hell. But like <laughs> the alternative, the you know, like 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 uh, like Marietta, 
but 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 the alternative is just you know what the, rea- the reality that, that we all you know it goes black it's all for nothing i don't know there could be something neat not a thing we don't know for us come not on we're like, so awful there's nothing good for us look for good people the host here's how in I know. We're not like, like, like just us as, a, as beings. Like, like we're not decent uh, enough to deserve anything after this. I think we're all pretty decent as a species. No, I meant the four of us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're none I mean, of us are like shitty. I people. think. I think God's we're well. Gonna be like, I'm a big fan of the show, and you're not welcome here. Yeah. I think we're well. I think like, we're well meaning, but I. Don't what if know. I? What if I get to heaven and God's like, there are a few problems with the way I was oh. represented. On the, I have been Indian the entire time. I'd be like, and I'd be There's like, a head bobbing. Yeah, you are not allowed in the in the eternal paradise of my convenience store. <laughs> you step through the pearly beaded curtain. It's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> God, smells in here. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> is, that, is that cabbage? Is that cabbage? <laughs> yes, there were many problems with the way I was portrayed in the Bible. <laughs> they said my apostles' names were like Luke and John. It was John Aresh and Lucram. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Luke of us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hello, I, will, I am very interested in saving your eternal soul. I would like to talk to you. No, do not hang up. Do not hang up. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be better. Like, 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 like Hindustani, um, fucking, uh, 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 uh phone, phone seller guy is, is pref, as a god, is preferable to, you know, reality. Yeah. He'd at least be fun and like you'd, you'd like get a, get a laugh. I love that. I love that when kids when kids would would ask in church like, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. my dog's not going to heaven because like parents would tell that lie just like Santa Claus. I'll mix that in. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, your goldfish will be in heaven, and they're like, nah, they're not going to heaven. But don't worry, neither are you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that once. They're like, just so you know, like this is all. A- I shouldn't say these mean things in front of Wendy. Dude, I remember he, the he way they, like, 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 like he, you're, he's probably a deacon or something. He's on the take. He can't be part of this. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's like a, ca- a, a he's like a capo. <laughs> he's a capo. <laughs> in in like the the Muslim board meeting, they've got Wendigoon up there where they're like, get rid of this guy. <laughs> this is the one that teaches the little ones. Yeah, I assume that's how religions work. You got the, yeah, the Jews. Yeah. Yeah, the, the like Muslims, they, the they yeah. all have a boardroom. They all have a war room. They're yeah, we're, it we're all trying to actively kill each other. Yeah, exactly. All trying to works. win. And then and the not, Mormons not, are like, not, "We yeah, don't you're... even have to play. We're gonna have a hundred kids apiece." <laughs> <Fuck you." laughs> no, it's it's it, no, it, it feels mean because I like you. I just don't. No, no, you know. bro, bro. You know what they say: you're hate right. the sinner, not the sin. Or is it the other way around. Look, I've been a terrible Christian for years based on misunderstanding. Hey. Fuck you, and then you suck a dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, bro. I'm not offended at all. I've heard way worse. You're good. There's yeah. pl- there are multiple people in my comments who want me dead over it, so it's fine. Oh, it's I'm fine. sure. This is yeah. Okay. yeah. What a bunch of douchebags. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it, it'd be how it be. That's, like I said, we have the war room. You know, we're plotting it out too, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. The church has well, surface to air missiles. We're taken care of. <laughs> you know what religion's going to do really well is the next one to release like a DLC. Like, 
more <laughs> that's what mormons stuff. did that's literally what the mormons and did. and, and how are the mormons doing mormons are what that's fastest fair. growing religious sect on earth for a long time running granted that's there's fair. a little that's finagling fair. there with percentages because like sure there's sure. so many dude, like yeah. christian catholics fucking, are not gonna fucking rm <laughs> dude catholicism was ruined by rmt <laughs> <laughs> dude i fucking hate oh. skill-based matchmaking when, <laughs> they're putting me up with these work. really difficult to trick priests in confession <laughs> dude the moving around of the catholic priest is like the nail in the coffin if you ask me for the whole hierarchy of that religion because you can't explain it away you can't say oh yeah turned out there was this there were a lot of priests that we didn't know. You know who's to say? You know, there nobody's looking over a priest's shoulder. We, we trusted them too, but it's like, no, dude. For like the the last fifty or eighty of years of recorded history that we have, where we actually started writing shit down for real, like y'all been doing it constantly and hiding it and like relocating them. I love the Bill Burr joke, like where he's like, like, like you treat him like one of those killer whales. Just moved him to another theme park like he didn't yeah. just kill three trainers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absurd. Like, it's like true. when you, I'll say this, if I was running, like, like forget a religion, if I had a fucking like fan club, theme park, not, whatever the fuck, where we're all like supposed to be doing things the Kyle way or something, and I found out that like one of the little Kyles was over here, like, do it. Oh my God, we got to get him. We got to make it public. Let's. Maybe we need to go back to some of that old school stuff we always talk about. I'm the Pope, yeah. right? Let's get him up here to the Vatican. Don't I make Little the rules? Code of Hammurabi stuff. Yeah. Intense like, stuff. Eye for an Could eye. the Pope, does the Pope have the power? My we guess have to molest him now. I yeah. bet the Pope. I bet, I bet the Pope has the legal ability to like extradite somebody from another country and execute them in the Vatican City. I bet like like, like he could do that, right? I mean, I bet he um, could. Uh, he, I mean, I, would Taylor say rectory? He said yeah, the rectory. <laughs> it's corrective. a corrective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As if they're gonna like punish him with what he did, which seems, you know, very eye, eye for an eye. eye, for an eye. The yeah, rectory really or the rectory? Yeah. That's what yes, I was saying. Both. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the rectory. Yeah. What he uh, thought he heard it. Have. <laughs> no, no, I know I know Gotta a bunch of like Catholic people who are like, yeah, my church has you know, they, they've decided that they don't like what the Vatican's doing and they're separating themselves for it and doing their own thing. It's like, you're, you're, this is Protestant with extra steps. You're yeah, just well, going the long this way. This is around, Protestantism yeah. with incense. Okay, then you're not, a, okay, then you're not a Catholic anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, just okay, so you, just we, so you know, you're not a we, Catholic anymore. We've been on that. We have been on that. Just, and I'm telling the Pope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, canonically, canonically, Catholicism has moved a bit in that direction, like, not a bit enormously in that direction over the past couple centuries. Like mm -hmm. I think in most Catholic churches, it's accepted now. Like you can just confess to God. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's used allowed. To, Do you know how many people were like each other? Over yeah. It. Yeah. Do you know how many people were like burned alive? Yeah, literally saying like, <laughs> you can confess to God directly. <laughs> and they're like, burn him, burn him on the stake. Like, you know what I saw about uh, Joan of Arc recently? You know what they, her charges were? When they burned yeah, her alive, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know she's leading the 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 French right and, and yes. the rebellion. I played the campaign in Age of Empires. Yeah, I know the gist. Yeah, you, you know, do you know what the charges were that they used to burn her? It wasn't blasphemy. Uh, it because... was probably um, oh fuck, uh, not heresy. What, what, 
Yeah, I was going to say heresy. Never yeah. You would think, but she wasn't saying anything heretical at all. She was preaching the gospel. She was just reading from the Bible. So, but the problem was she was leading men into battle. And when she did so, she wore pants and armor. And wow, right there, in, right there, and okay. right there in Leviticus, whoo, you best not be doing that. So they uh, they burnt her up on those charges. Cross dressing was interesting. That is bullshit. Poor Joan of Arc, a true hero, a true hero. Well, she was ages. schizophrenic for sure, right? I don't like, care. She, she, I don't know shit about her, man. Mm-hmm. Or was it, <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to make baseless accusations. <laughs> Just continue mm-hmm. off of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to make total assumptions of how things work. <laughs> go based off that. I mean, what did what did how big of an army did she lead? Do you I, know? I, I, I don't have those numbers uh, for you. It, Zach? it was in the thousands. Oh, Zach. <laughs> all right, here's what we'll do. We'll all guess how, how big her army right, was. Um, At its height, loser has to eat a has to take a bite out of a medium-sized oh, onion. No. Is this price is right, like closest number? I'll, I'm fine with that. I'll eat an onion. Uh, is this price is right? I'm guessed I go last, so go okay, ahead. Okay, well hold I'm on. Crazy. Now, what for those of us who, or for those of you who aren't familiar, someone Zach, what year was Joan of Arc? It was fourteen thirty. He put it in. Yes, fourteen thirty. Fourteen thirty. Just the tip of my tongue. I'm gonna say that I want to go second. (laughs) (laughs) Hands are up. up, By the way, so okay. So just to preface, I I don't know the history history very well. So when I say men that she led into battle, I think. I, just so that when we get the number, like like we don't go, oh, but this and that, I'm I mean like that she was part of an army and she was leading men. Yes. Are we talking about the size of the whole army or just the cadre who were there on her? No, I, I would I would say whole army. Like like okay. I feel, like, I feel, I feel like there's no there. accurate demographic for whole army though because this was spoken well, no, by word and tongues and like there were multiple. Battles. Well, Google will give us a number though if we okay, Google right, like how fine, large fine. was Joan of Arc's like army. And I'm gonna, I'll go first because I feel okay, like that's okay. a big disadvantage, and it was my idea to eat it's a onion. huge disadvantage. Um, Thank you. Now, are we gonna have to devour the onion, let the bite of the onion swallow it? I don't want to play this game. I thought Joan oh, of Arc right. well, was a sailor just based on the Joan of Arc's wife. Woody's like two of every kind. Okay, well, how many animals are there? <laughs> oh, shit. We've been oh, talking good. about Catholicism and like the Vatican. And he's I mentioned like, the French. Where's, where's the boat? Where's the <laughs> all right, all right. Well, maybe don't. Maybe nobody wants to play. All right. Well, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. I've got an idea in my head. Maybe it's a stupid guess based on what you're going to say. I'm going to guess that the French army in 1400 that Joan of Arc was fighting with in the biggest battle that they fought in ever was numbered at 9,000 men. I was going to go higher than that. I'll stick with what I was going to say. I I was going to guess 20,000. I was going to say 10 all along. So I'm just guessing. I, I would say somewhere around like four or five honestly because battles mm. in most battles I was afraid you do that most battles in europe weren't that big but since we're playing i know right it's eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Ooh, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. i can't believe 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 i
I said 20. I said 20,000. So I'm yeah, oh. off. Taylor, Taylor Law. all right. Fine. I recommend the Vidalia onion. onion. They're sweet. <laughs> I will buy... Hey, if you, if you guys actually text me to remember to buy an onion before next show, I will, I will buy the onion. I'm going to have to, because I've got fake teeth, I can't take a bite out of an onion. So boil it first. You're going to boil the onion. Well, it's because I'm not supposed to eat onions. If you either eat the onion or you don't eat the onion, you do not want a Wings of Redemption this onion situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying like uh, I would. Were you like half? Like, you're like, well, uh, this no, no, is no. Uh, onion, sour cream and onion chips. You're you know, totally <laughs> no, no, no. We we said to have a a, a big bite of a, like a medium sized onion, and what I'm saying is I will take a knife. I'll carve off a giant ass bite and I'll eat the whole thing. I'm teasing. It's best or I'll eat it like, you know what? Fine. I'll go to the fucking dentist. You don't with want a of redemption. Don't go to the dentist <laughs> with broken teeth. You boil the onion. No, <laughs> it's got to be raw. That was the bet, wasn't it? Yeah, but you got to drink the, the soup. The onion to preserve his teeth. I think we should allow that. I mean, what kind of monsters are we? No, no, no. no. <laughs> you can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, if my if my teeth break, <laughs> you, you, remember, you saw that happen to Tucker on on stream. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, did his teeth break? Mm -hmm. Yeah, body he has. Onion. I think sucks. it's one of his front center. Tucker right. Carlson. Uh, Tucker, no, Tucker uh, I Jericho, the, the oh, guy okay. on the podcast, right? I was yeah. like, damn, I thought like if that was on like the news, I would have seen somebody's tooth pop, <laughs> but no, that sucks. He handled yeah. it really well. He just he laughed, he, he had like a name for his fake tooth or something, and he kept streaming. Does he have veneers or does I he think have he has a maybe a, a cap? cap? I don't know my terms well, that well, but like it, it looked like he has half a real tooth and then it was he had a Jim Carrey type situation. Real. Oh, like those like sharp, like nub teeth. Like, no, I, I, no, no, my impression like was broke. it was broken in during his lifetime and then repaired cosmetically. Oh, but that okay. repair it can easily re-break. Okay, like, like his mouth. Have, have you seen uh, the pictures like of that T Mart because T Mart has veneers that mm -hmm. he's posted because like he'll show like these are my teeth before the veneers and like it's just like those shaved down nubs. Oh, really? He shared it all. Yeah, yeah. he shared it and like and I was like hell yeah, dude! Like that that shows confidence. I like that, but like. Yeah. Because I'm gonna have to get veneers before before too. Actually, you know, maybe this onion is what finally breaks these temporary <laughs> teeth, and I yeah. get to spend and I get to spend eight thousand dollars on veneers. That's the spirit. That's the oh, spirit. oh wow! So that yeah. was his before, and then he. I'm sure he has like perfect teeth in front of. Well, him. but no, no. Th this is like for switching out the veneers, I believe, because all those teeth are like shaved down to accept the veneer mm. coating, and so when Dude. you switch them out, they remove them all and oh. put them back on. <laughs> That's pretty okay. Scary. Well, this this is like color corrected in a weird way. Why are his teeth blue? Is, <laughs> he got lipstick as well. <laughs> this, yeah, that's, that's, that's not the best. Frank, that this saturation is, up. Either he did that as a joke, or someone did that as a troll. Exactly. Well, photograph roulette. <laughs> also, also, just because his name was brought up, how is Wings doing? I haven't heard anything in a while. He's good. Is he okay? Okay. All right. Yeah. He. I never know until ever. Kyle tells me. <laughs> no, no. What you want to do? You just search his name on YouTube, and you the top three videos will let you know his current situation. Mm. And uh, I think it's mostly fighting off, well, you know, just basic stuff. It's the child porn charges, you know. Right, um, yeah. So he's dealing, you know, and and then also, you know, his accounts being taken from him by 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 you know, 
mean people on the internet. That, and, yeah, he, um, he was he was afraid of uh, an investigation, right? Because people were saying about the CP thing. Well, yeah, I guess he had like jokingly said that he had some at one point, mm. and uh, and and so they're like, "Well, we'll just tell your local sheriff that you've got yeah, it, and yeah. they'll come get it." And he's like, "Well, don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. You know, I, you know, yeah. he's just trying to do his thing over there. Um, uh, all jokes aside, I have no idea what's going on over there. I try not to keep up. Yeah. Um, I, I, the I, last th- the last time I was really interested was when like he had like crazy drama with his wife, and I thought that the newlywed game on here would be the best, would be a top five PK all time segment. I heard you say that, and as someone who watches the show, I also think that would be a fantastic <laughs> idea. I think that would like, be hilarious. Like, like you know, you sequester them, one leaves the room, and he comes back and like wings. Mm-hmm. When are you get a sponsor, maybe, or I'll come out of my goddamn pocket for a hundred dollars, you know? Like, because you're not gonna get any of them right. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> up, everybody! I'm for a hundred dollars. We start out at hundred. We build. Hey, hey, we build. Hey, you, know you, know you know what? You know what? You know what? Just just to see wings on here, I'll match that. You act like wings. Dude, you act like wings yeah. runs one of those streams where they're like dropping a hundred level three subs on yeah. it. Just I don't mean to flex, but I'll match that one to five for every hundred cop puts it on. Dude, I'll, I'll match that one one to five with a right, with impressions. Wings, you heard it here. Let, right, let, let wings know two hundred and twenty dollars right now. Four hundred. You all matched my one hundred. Wings, that's cash money, man. That's cash. money. Money. That's two hundred and twenty dollars. What can you do per with that? Question, per question, they get right. Per question, they get right. Get, look, you know, look, that, on, honestly, okay, honestly, best per question. That's a lot. This will two, add up to two, twenty. I know, for me. which made the whole bit look, upsetting. Look, look, I'll say this. I, I'll say this right now. Hold on, hold on. I'll say this right now. Hand, hand on the Bible. Hand on the Bible right now. All right. If Wings comes on PKA for a newlywed, whatever, I will put up money for a game show. Uh, uh, right. Oh wow! What a statement for him! <laughs> no, 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 because that I, it would. How much? How much day. money? How much like, do you think it would take? A hundred a question. I right, so he, hey. he doesn't do. You know he doesn't work like that. You you could tell him you could offer him ten thousand dollars or a job that paid a hundred dollars an hour, and he'd take the cash. Okay, like like, like <laughs> all right. So, so, so tell him a hundred dollars a question. He'll never bite on that. You have He's to offer right. him a flat fee. You have to. It has to be an <laughs> either right. or. You have to be an either or. You have to say to him, Look, "Man, a hundred dollars an hour, but that, but for ten thousand, like <laughs> all at once." Do Do you think? Do you think he would do it for a thousand? To clear that, like, do you, you think he'd do it for a thousand? I I would like to think no, that no. they would come on if we gave them. If we said, "Look, the lowest you can make is a thousand, and if you get enough questions to be above thousand, that'll cap out at like fifteen hundred. But yet you guys have to play the newlywed game, and I'm not going to explain the goddamn newlywed game. Basically, it tests how well a couple know Pretty each easy. other with fun questions that that you know I'd write. Yeah, I, I, I will, yeah, I it, it would like the 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 kind of questions they do on the show are like exactly we wouldn't do anything unfair. Favorite music, and so you would just have to like trust that like Kyle and I would write fair questions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll all write questions and then you know select. We ask wings privately. How does how does so and so let you know when she's in the mood? Yes. Like like that would be the kind of questions that you would. You, add. you know what you know I would add is like a funny one. I'd be like. How would your wife solve this geometric equation? 
<laughs> and then it's like, well, fuck. Like, I don't know. High oh, over you missed that one time. He's like, who is your, who is your wife say evil. was the president or the king of France in the year 800? Yeah. How would your wife spell nostalgia? Yeah. <laughs> like... We just make it so difficult. I also, I also realized now that I said all that out loud that that possibly... I sh may not should have said that live because people may use that as something to harass wings with in hindsight. I do not mean it in that way. If he wishes to, I would be happy to put up the money as someone who watches the show to see him come on for that. Absolutely. I'm sure we could raise up a ton of to money to, for, yes. for, for a little wings is a good person. Show, Don't harass him for a little paper show him. that I'll be putting on called Married Life with Wings. So we, you know, <laughs> you, guys be, you guys think of yourself as investors at this point. No, today. you know what? You and know what, what I like, and, and an FPS production. <laughs> well, we need, FPS we need like a, like a, we need this like a catchy name. This is what I'm always saying name. about, like, like, oh, that would be easy. It, um, but How about like birds of a whale wars? It's both of them like leaning back against no, each other. Taken, dang. Poor wars. Evil. What whale Which wars? Is, Whale Wars. <laughs> That's a good one. Evil. Kyle, is, uh, Kyle is being evil right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to have this. My 600 pound lives. Um, but and I, 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 I'm also not saying I have to be a part of it. I'm not saying like I expect to be on or anything. I will just be silent and put up the cash. I just I need I to think see people are always make it people, happen. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be the executive producer. Okay. <laughs> people, I think people were shocked at first, like like how how interested people would be in YouTube boxing. But I think everybody's sleeping on just how interesting it would be to see a 22 minute episode of the Newlywed Game with those two playing for sponsors' money. We need and, music. Oh, I. Like we need the the music, the lead in, the production for like the really just the, the music's the big part that adds to it. Yeah, I mean you know, bet we can't have it. Music's free, you know. Yeah, music's free. It's some. It's up. It's in the air. You it's don't true. own music. You, it goes in your. It literally goes in your ear and out the other. It's a how can a, how can a man for, own a sound? What are you saying that I've been sued? Is that? that is merely the white man's money. Get, let go of me, please. That was copyright infringement engine. <laughs> and that's the show. That's the right. show. Check out Wendigoon. We'll have links in the description. PKA 633.